Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. All right, what is up, Gypsy gang? We are back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast. And as always, I'm pumped. I'm excited to bring you guys this one. Uh, Pretty much 12 months ago, exactly, almost, uh, Dean Lucas messaged me about coming on the podcast. And I didn't know him. He knew a few people that I knew. And I was like, yep, sure, let's make it happen. It was an epic podcast. And uh, yeah, that was one of the more more memorable ones that went down just with the reaction from people and uh, we talk about in this podcast but Dean just got so much love um, from the stories that he shared and uh, the message that he brought to the podcast so uh, that he I guess he was just in a bit of a uh, like a different phase of his life maybe growing up a little bit more but for the last 12 months like he's been really continuing on that same journey um so 12 months down the road uh he's in the van again he spent a couple weeks up on the gold coast and uh, we got to hang out quite a lot and uh yeah it ended in a four hour epic podcast between uh myself dinos and my housemate jacko the lord so yeah it was really cool we um yeah no real agenda on this one we sort of just sat down and uh went where it went but really really enjoyed this podcast with a uh with a super rad dude uh this episode is as always brought to you by the awesome guys and girls at mx store give the gift of writing this christmas with the help of mxstore.com.au if you're stuck on what to get your partner for christmas then you could always follow the links to the mx store christmas gift guide once you're on that page you can select if you are shopping for him her young or old they have a helpful buyer's guide for gifts gear protection and lifestyle and there are also gift guides for your trusty steed they also have a great selection of gift ideas listed by price if you're still struggling at this point then you can always get yourself an mx store gift card that is a guaranteed winner right there for all this and more head to mxstore.com.au if you haven't already ordered your graphics from Rival Inc., then you've missed the Christmas cutoff, but that doesn't mean you can't get some of their epic new merch range as a little bit of a stocking stuffer. 
Head to rivalinkdesignco.com to shop their new style of tees, hats, and more. And if you haven't got your new set of stickers for 2021, then they have just dropped a bunch of new styles as well. Make sure you use the promo code GYPSYGANG for 15% at checkout. Also, if you're one of the lords that is doing the mid-2K build, make sure you're getting your kit done through the guys at Rival and make sure you get it in early in the new year to add the finishing touches to your build. We are going racing early next year, people. We're also brought to you today by the new sock range at Fist. I got absolutely stooged when the samples of the socks come in, so I had to wait like everybody else, but damn, it was worth it. Sammy and the crew have absolutely nailed these knee brace socks, and they are everything I look for in a riding sock. Top shelf material, perfect fit, and they are super breathable and comfortable behind the knee. And speaking of the crew, they have also dropped their range of crew socks, and that means you can rep one of your favorite moto brands away from the track. Head to fisthandwear.com and use the promo code GYPSYGANG for 15% off, and follow us on Instagram at Podcast for a fist prize pack to be given away this week. I love spending Sam's money. That promo code is also going to get you the hookup at drytimes.com and dixonquality.com.au as well. So go ham. Speaking of giving stuff away, if you buy any new or used car from Kyle at Crick's Tweed and tell him you're a member of the Gypsy Gang, you are going to get a $500 voucher from MX Store. I've spent 2020 in the brand new Triton from the guys at Cricks and it has been an awesome daily driver as well as a weekend track car and it has been great for road trips to those distant tracks. Head to crickstweed.com.au or call and ask for Kyle to schedule your test drive. $500 from MX Store people, I repeat. That Triton is about the only thing that I don't have rolling on Max's tires at this point. Maxis has been an awesome partner of the podcast in 2020. And like my father said before me, a fresh set of tires is the single best performance mod you can make to your motorcycle. Right now, I have the IT on the rear of my 350, but I've used the ST and the sand tire throughout 2020, and I've never been looking for more from these tires. If you haven't tried the new line of Maxis tires and need some new rubber for the holiday period, head to your local dealer and ask for a set of Maxis tires. And a special thanks as well to the guys at Motorex for constantly innovating in the lubricant space. From their epic air filter kit to helmet foam, these guys have made working on bikes much more enjoyable this year. We are brought to you today by the legends at Boost Mobile. Boost Mobile are not just the best prepaid provider in Australia, saving you money on outdated lock-in contracts, but they are also able to save you money on the purchase of your new phone. Their refurbished phones come with a 12-month warranty and they all pass a 72-point inspection to guarantee quality. They come with free shipping and if you live in a metro area, you may qualify for next day shipping. If the initial cost of a new phone is going to break the bank, they also do zip pay. Everything from the latest Samsung all the way to a new iPhone. To find out more about refurbished Boost phones, head to refurbished.boost.com.au. 
Next, we're brought to you by the legends at Crush Oz that these guys were our first ever sponsor. They hail out of the high country in Victoria, Australia. Crush is a family-owned business driven by their passion for riding bikes and the adventures that they take us on. And man, we've, yeah, we have been with these guys since day one. And uh, I would just recommend you going to crushoz.com, getting their bike care bucket. Uh, It comes with rapid wash. It comes with their premium bike wash. Uh, it's got a drivetrain cleaner in there as well uh, and an afterwash. They've got a chamois. They've got like the scrubbing brush deal. I uh, really do take pride in washing my bikes these days and the Crush products definitely make it a lot easier. So crushoz.com. All right, that's it out of me. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Once again, we just dropped new merch. We just dropped the new Excite gloves. Uh, so head to the uh, website, gypsytales.com. Uh, send me a DM on Instagram. Subscribe on YouTube if you haven't already. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Gypsy fucking gang. Gypsy. Gang and they come and get Gypsy. Gang and they come and get Gypsy. Gang. I'm at a gypsy. I'm at a gypsy. Hello, yes. Yeah, because yeah, you've been yeah, like. Yeah, I can hear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah, man. I'm sweating. Hey. Everyone else's mic's broken besides Jackson's. <laughs> Four hours of the podcast are just. Can you hear it? Is it working? Is it working? <laughs> Don't listen to anything Jackson says. Hey. Holla. Yeah, that's definitely we're definitely in the podcast world now. <laughs> wow, that was oh, you shit. thought you could hear like this. This is what you thought you were getting. Yeah, I think I hear it. <laughs> oh fuck, I'm just hearing you Hold from outside. Oh man. <laughs> it actually sounds pretty much this is what I was waiting for. I was like, when Jace gave it to me and this is not what it sounded like, I'm like, oh, oh that was a- I've never heard it, so I don't know what. Yeah, but that's what I was like. I haven't heard it either. So I'm like, this is what I pictured in my head it was going to sound like. But when I got it, I was like, oh, fuck. Could you turn down mine a little bit? Yeah, yeah. We'll set, we'll set that all the levels for everyone. Very loud. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, now that you're low, I kind of want to be low. Is that just the shittest thing ever? No, I'll stay I'll Stay, <laughs> stay high. where you are, mate. I'll stay high. So where are you, Jacko? Is <laughs> yeah, that yours? Yeah. Is that better? That'd, be a, that'd actually yeah, be pretty good. shit, wouldn't it? Turn yours around, Jacko. So oh, you're not on camera. I guess it doesn't matter. No. Um... Righto, those levels look alright. Yo, yo, not clipping, not going red. Sweet. Um, alright. Wow. Wow. We've had a good few days. We've had. We've had a, we've had a really good few days. So, uh, Dinos Machinos joins us on the podcast and uh, we are talking to Dinos Machinos, the nomad, not the UCI downhill mountain bike rider. Um and very, very excited to have him back in the studio. Oh, it's good to be back, man. It has been a um, pretty wild series of events since last time we met. And it's funny because like, every time I see you guys, it's always like these funny stories and stuff. And then I just think to myself, like, fuck, like, I've actually been, like, there's so much has been happening. And then to come back, it's funny. Every time I come back and see you guys, I think just being up here, like, puts you on a good level as well. Yeah. So it's like that with everything else that's going on. It's just like I come up here and just like, always feel good. Like, it's just so good to be around people, especially like with like, what we've been doing every day just get up and have a good day like go to go to the river go jujitsu just constantly just building into good things and 
Yeah, no, I've been stoked to come back. I love it up here. Well, so Dinos is, uh, for those who haven't listened, Dean did an epic podcast probably about 12, probably like this time last year. I think year, it was in o- October, yeah. 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 So uh, epic podcast. We didn't know each other at all. Dean reached out on Instagram. And uh, and since then, man, like we talk most weeks, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Like it's been, a, you're, you're one of the guys that has become like a really good friend of mine through the podcast that I had absolutely no connection with before. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny how, like, even when I did the podcast, I was like, we're so similar with what we do. Like, I obviously sat that little podcast and, like, lived super similar similar lifestyles. And then even when I, like, did the podcast, man, I was kind of like, what, like, because I know obviously you do it with so many different people. I'm like, how invested do people get from, like, just being in the podcast and then, like, actually being a friend? Like, do you feel Mm. like it's like when people do it they're like how much of a like a connection with this person are you going to have and like what is it is it just like the podcast thing or is it actually like it just changes i reckon like different people like so you're a person that i've got to be really good friends with jack freestone yeah is a guy i'm really good friends with now taylor cecil like there's a bunch of people where because i think that it's so rare to sit down and talk to somebody like this uninterrupted for three plus hours yeah so i think that you can't help but being good friends with people yeah. some people it's a little bit more some people it's a little bit less but you're definitely i'd say you're way up there as a guy <laughs> you're, that, you're up there like we turned into like really legitimate friends well it's pretty crazy to think like obviously you listen to each other's podcast but for me to come up just completely kind of out of the blue like I, I think i messaged you and like a week later i think i was like up here doing it and dude like that point in my life as well when i like did that trip and like all these things started to come into place man it was like this really like big build up like it just like and you know when like you start putting off like that good energy and start like life picks up those momentum like that's that's what it felt like like i had this moment and then like all this good stuff started happening so Mm. like in it happens because you put out that good energy and then it just comes back on you but it was like this weird like perfect series of events building up to like coming to then do a podcast which then honestly man like pretty like life-changing from like the response i got from that like that was it was insane it was like dude i in that point in my life honestly around that time was like best point in my life like everything was just happening i had this good mindset and then to like come up and then share that with so many people and then like the outpouring of like support and like just overwhelming like connection to like that story was just dude so overwhelming and it was like hundreds of people like Mm. hundreds of people and i was like and i've replied to everyone like properly because i was like this is like this means something like i'm gonna like go in but like i got so much joy out of replying to these people because they're like people opened up to me about so much stuff like honestly so many messages i've never told anyone this Mm. never and then like to just do it to a complete stranger and then for me to actually have some like good to give back oh so rewarding and I remember, this is this is a really cool thing I got out of it was after after that there was one message that like stood out to me that was just like it just hit home so hard. But this kid, um, he messaged me after it, and he said like just listen to your Gypsy Tales podcast. Um, recently, my father passed away like last year. Listening to that gave me like hope, gave me like a, a sense of like a better life, like happy, like just all these things, man. And that like just hit home. I'm like I've just changed this kid's outlook on life just by telling my story mm. and then i remember like when i got that message and the whole like series of events that led up to that honestly best point in my life high of my life by far and then i thought back like it's like a month or two later i remember just sitting at home and i was like just sitting there thinking about like what had just happened and everything and i was like that was the high of my life 
and that all came from talking about the low of my life mm. and like the low of the light my life was obviously the suicide attempt and i look back at that and it's just like it had the it had the polar opposite but mm. and like for anyone like i look at that struggle that i went through and that pain and all that and then it might take a year it might take 14 years like it did with mine but it's it switched and it went from this like saddest point to happiest point and like and anyone going through shit right now which obviously there's a lot of people that do that well are in that it's just like look at the pain you're going through now is something that's like you're going through it but it's going to have the equal mm-hmm. benefit in a positive way and it might take like a, yeah, a day it might take three weeks it might take 14 years but like it will turn and if you have that mindset like going in to know it's going to turn when it's even at rock bottom man like that should get you through mm. and like dude you know what I say about rock bottom like it's a hell of a fucking start because it's like you can start there that's your base like let's go it's pretty hard to like it, it gives you pretty firm ground to push off yeah exactly exactly but I just look at people man like you can yeah like you can be in that dark place but like what can you learn from that or like what can you grow mm. from that and yeah it's it's something that like I've definitely definitely been like on that path for a while now but now I just like yeah really see it that the first thing to say to that is I think that it it makes sense from like if you think about life as this pendulum that swings like yeah. it's this constant good bad good like you're never in no matter who you are what you've done how much money you've got like there's no physical thing in this world that can stop that pendulum from swinging mm. like there's just no way to avoid it yeah and the good thing to know about the way that that shit works is like as far as it goes this way yeah it has to go back this way dude i always say is good like as bad as something gets as good as something gets so yeah. like when you're in and it's good to like have that mindset even in the good times like knowing that it's it could get hundred it can get man. this shit tomorrow like yep. as soon as you feel like oh, okay it's i'm on this high like set up things so you stay on that high like mm. fine like don't just be like i'm on a high like it's never gonna be bad because like the, tomorrow it could turn to shit hundred so percent. people get so caught up on just like i'm on the high i don't need to worry about anything else and then like what like you, you something could happen anything could happen like look at covid for example like mm. imagine all the people being on a high and then suddenly change everything yeah that next day even but, you know yeah but even with that man it's just like i don't know it's funny with with how people like perceive something as being bad as well like the next day but it's like if you've obviously learned how to deal with that it's mm. like why is that a bad thing or a good thing mm. like i'm so sick man of being like putting even do you know how everyone's like even like oh, i can't wait for 2020 to be over and like yeah, they're putting like a bad yeah. like i love 2020 man like i loved it and then so many people were just like oh i can't wait till the year's over and they're like attaching their happiness to like next year mm. but imagine when it gets to like the first of um jan 2021 and, and, it, and everything's everyone, the same everything's the same you just have a fucking bulk yeah hangover. yeah exactly it's like oh sweet 2021 my year and all i'm like why like they attach happiness to that date mm. and they think it's going to be there and people attach happiness to like so many people they attach it to people places dates times whatever i'm like you can't if you're not happy now you're not going to be happy then mm. and it's even it's just like people i look at it so if you with my racing anyway like i attach my happiness to like doing well mm. and then it's like if i don't do well then you're not happy and like how stupid is that it's just like why why can't i just be happy through the whole process and just like be grateful of like the process and everything else and then if you're happy in that moment everything else doesn't matter because it's like you're not so concerned with like that if i if i get that position i'll be happy yeah you know how we were talking about that atomic habits yeah yeah, the other day so that's like a a real concept with uh that book is what goal setting should actually be like the goal should be to form 
the type of habits that are conducive to success yeah because essentially like wherever you're at now like whatever point of your life you're at whether you've got what you want or you Mm. don't or whatever you've got there as a result of these habits of behavior that you do constantly yeah so like people want to attach themselves to this goal and you do need goals Mm. but the goal at this end is only a result of the systems that are in place that Mm. would like move you towards that goal Mm. so like what everybody should just drop it back to like instead of thinking about winning the race it's like okay kind of like what we were talking about with the cycling team how they just got one percent better across all of them and like that should be the goal because if you do all of those things right the outcome that you're moving towards like you change that trajectory like you can't you can't do things 50 percent better than what you are and not have a a better result like i guess you could with bad luck it's all like the little things like the one percent kind of things but you also know your things Mm. like you know your triggers what makes like okay if i do this jace is going to be more productive or do Mm -hmm. more and that's even like you know like i've rearranged the house and then like cooked food like that was my trigger to be like i'll feel good and you know how we're saying people think if i do something for them it's because it's all for them but like Mm. I fully just did that because I knew it would make me feel good and even like before the podcast I was like what can I do to make myself feel better going into that and even just like simple things but people don't really know their triggers they like don't know what actually gets them Mm. I guess happy or excited like you'd obviously have like certain like non-negotiables like you've got to read for a bit you've got to stretch like that's all your things and you know if you do them you'll feel good but there's also probably a heap of other things that you also know you should do but it's like one of those things you're like yeah you've got to balance that idea of like what should i do and like i could draw my ideal day yeah like i you know what i mean i know myself to where like i go if i do this 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 and this and it'd involve like a minimum of eight hours focus work like it it wouldn't all be fun but i could design my ideal day so that when it was all said and done, I'd be like, that but was a good But why day. don't we do that though? That's the funny thing. Like we know exactly like what we should do, but then we have that thing where it's just like, oh no, I'll just do that other thing. And how bad, that's the thing about like, you know, the little voices you have where you've yeah. got one that's like, come on, do that. You know, like meditating now is going to be like really good for you. You know, like doing this or going for a run. And then you got that other side of you that's just like, oh, you probably have sore legs. And like, yeah. it's that little, those two voices fighting each other. But I feel like more lately anyway, it's like the, the definitely the yeah. the bigger voice is like, yep, you need to do this, you need to do that and really get it going. Well, it's that's a habit. Like it's yeah. a habit of listening to that guy instead yeah. of the other guy. And you think about like that should be the goal of making a habit is to where you just do it autonomously. Yeah. So like brushing your teeth, that's a habit. Yeah. Putting shoes on when you go for a walk, that's a habit. Like they're all things that and you don't have to think about them anymore and like that's what you're trying to do and you can get to a point where yeah like with anything whether it's running reading meditation fucking you name it Mm. where you just do it so much you don't have to think about doing it yeah and and like the but the problem or like the the bit that takes the real commitment is that bit before that where you've got to like constantly remind yourself like Mm. fuck or you get this was like when i was trying to really be like consistent with meditating yeah it'd be like 11 30 and i'm like fucking eyes are falling out of my head and i'm typing an email and then i'm just like fuck i forgot to read and then like so but you want to do it though exactly you really want to do it and then there's times where you're like it's too late i gotta do this and then that's fine yeah but it's just you you haven't built up that like autonomy with yeah. it yet so you just have to like stick you, it out but that's to, the, the, yeah the hardest thing is going to be the first beginning bit anyway yeah, exactly i felt because like i've been like not going on instagram anymore like fully dropped that but at the start i just deleted it all because i've like i need it like 
be completely you away. A cold turkey. Yeah, I needed to be completely away from it. But that's the thing. It's just like I needed. To, I deleted it, and I'm like, it's not like I, I got, I've got a habit for certain reasons to like yeah. promote people and whatnot. But it's just like I just want to be away from it for like a couple of days, and then get it back but then just like don't scroll at all anymore just like reply to people yeah. post stuff and then like leave it and man like and like you said like been reading more writing a bit and the amount of like clear thoughts I've been having and like just being able to like f- honestly just function better and be happier yeah. is just been ridiculous like it's crazy it's like that much attachment and like you know we all know like you know how you had the list of like what makes you yeah. feel good and then you'd be like what makes you feel shit and the phone would be like at the top but we, yeah. but we just use it all the time anyway as so far it's that whole idea of like knowing exactly what you shouldn't do and then just doing it anyway and you're like Ugh. well one of the things um wait Ronan actually could you tilt that camera just down a tiny oh actually no it's fine I'm tripping I'm tripping uh, um what was I gonna say One of the things that I um, am stoked on with, like, so when you did your podcast um, the first time, you were just like, so like, you were so fresh and full of this enthusiasm, but it was newfound. Yeah. And you were really like being hit with this wave of enthusiasm and this wave of positivity. Yeah. And there's always a danger when somebody's in that state that it's almost like a new diet mm. where they can go super hard for like three weeks yeah. and then it's like the old shit starts to sink in and if you're not seeing the immediate benefits you start to go yeah. back to the shit that you were doing because it's comfortable and easy mm. but you're, you've are you sustained it yeah. to the point where you know I was saying it's like automatic now you have that thought like yeah. that to me I think has been probably the most like as a friend to you like that's yeah. been the most rewarding thing to watch because when you left here I was like dude he's the fucking man but I really hope that he doesn't crash off that yeah you know what I mean but, but you found a way to yeah, like you've it, really sustained it for a, a long time a year is a long time to be on that happy to high be, yeah, yeah to be there you know but it's funny man like you say like I'm still here but I like I had my ups and downs for sure like that's the thing people mm. would probably see me on this high now which I am and I'm like always trying to be on that high but like that doesn't mean I don't have like shit times like yeah definitely from after I saw you like that was the time where I'm like let's go let's make it happen like so confident so like ready to go and then even like moved my whole life like moved up to Newcastle changed like I was like moved out of my house like had all these goals and like set out like this new life like when I moved up to Newcastle um, I moved in with a friend's parents because he went to police academy and I just kind of like moved in. I, I met these people once like at Christmas and like, yeah, you can live here in like a $2 million house on like Lake Macquarie. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like so nice. So, so nice. That was Mick and Abby, like so good. But I just lived in their house. They had like a little home gym. I'd like row every day. I'd ride with Jack. Like I was like, but I would kind of shut off from everyone else. Like, I need to go in. I need to make this happen. So like months and months of like just pretty much isolation well not isolate like self-inflicted kind of thing just yeah. training heaps like riding heaps like feeling good um go to portugal go to the first world cup day one no two days in portugal get a phone call world cup cancelled everything's done and that's when covid was like really kicking off so it was mm. like you kind of see which direction it was going so i'm like fuck like that's just all this work like move it just felt like everything i did was like worthless kind of thing mm. and it was just like this feeling of like like and then we had to get home straight away because they were closing borders so flew back to australia got back i remember getting back and uh bluegrass the people that sponsored me for helmets yeah they're like can you do a video just saying like yeah the world cup's been cancelled but look at all these positive things that can come out of it like you'd be around your fam like gave me a bit of a like thing to say and i went to film myself to say it and like 
I couldn't fake it, man. I could not fake it. And I was like looking at myself just like so bummed. Like mm. I can't like, and I do like pretty much anything a sponsor would ask me, I'm happy to like do and to promote them. But I'm like, I'm like, I'm so sorry guys. I can't do it. Like I'm not in that mindset. Like I can't even pretend to be happy about what's happening. Yeah. And I was like, I need to change this. Like this is shit. Like I don't want to feel like this. So I was like, what can I do to like make myself feel better? So got my van, packed it with like a week's full of supplies. This is when I've like moved back to where I'm from in Victoria and I'm like going to this place called Mount Buffalo, which is like honestly probably earliest earliest memory I've ever got was up there as a child, like running through these rocks. And I'm just like, I go up there, turn off social media, turn off my phone pretty much and just kind of think about the whole situation. So get up there, I actually put my rowing machine on my roof of my van along with like a gold monkey that held an umbrella. And I just would like, I'm like, I'll train up there, I'll take my road bike, like I'll just shut off kind of thing. So then... Um, drive up there and literally like almost instantly as soon as I got up there and I like deleted all like Instagram, um, YouTube, everything and like pretty much just turned my phone off and I got up there and I just like in my own thoughts and in this like place that I like grew up and I was just like, oh, so like there's so much more here to like, why, why am I so pissed off and worried and honestly I was out there for like a day and I was like just completely just went from this low to this high but that's how quick it can like it can change in f- for the better but i went up there and i was up there for like a week and a half just solo like no phone no nothing just like we like, having conversations with anyone like if they yeah mainly mainly my f- oh no people would, yeah people actually chatted to me i was like on the roof rowing yeah. and a car drove past and pulled over in um next to, like public toilet and they're like walking over and i'm just rowing on the roof of my like craft van and just looking at them and like what do they think this guy's doing anyway when they come out i was like done rowing and they come over and they're just like looking at me and they're like hey is that a monkey up there and it was just like my this gold monkey that i painted for my 25th and i was like yeah he just holds an umbrella for me and they're like oh, okay cool <laughs> and then anyway uh, they just kept going and i hopped off the van and i was walking to the toilets and i like looked back and like saw my like what it all looked like it was like a lounge chair sitting up a monkey and then a rowing machine and i just lost it man i was like what do those poor people think this guy's doing like who is that person but i don't know for some reason that just gets me on a high just kind of doing weird like fun weird stuff that's just like uniquely me i guess so i just looked at that and i was like it's just funny like it's so funny but i was up there for a um for like a week and a half and then my mate joe mcdonald um he got back from sri lanka so he was like quarantine quarantining it um at home so he hit me up and we were just kind of chatting about just being an ISO and whatnot. And he's like, if you want to come up to Falls Creek, man, my parents have an apartment we can stay in. And I was like, okay, perfect. Like I had nowhere to really go because I just moved out of my house. I was like, what's going to happen? This kind of just fell in my lap. Yeah. So moved up to Falls Creek for like two and a half months with this Joe McDonald and then actually met my girlfriend at the time, um, at the time, uh, Layla Lee. So pretty cool experience to literally just go from like Newcastle back to like home, did a week in my van then just fell into this like new completely new life and dude that was like the start of when covid was kicking off and we were going to like full lockdown mm. and we just kind of just turned the shit situation into so much fun like we would like get dressed up every night we'd just dance yeah, and I remember seeing all that. oh just be idiots man like we put nickel back to this video and like the, the response like that's why i cut my hair into bangs and bowl cuts like we were just being idiots and like i think that's what people needed at the time yeah because everyone's going into lockdown and so bummed and i think that's like you know like the inspiration inspired and unemployed yeah like that's why they've taken off man people just like that stupid like fun witted humor and we just were like doing that up there and 
it was actually honestly probably one of the best times of my life to mm. be fair and it went from like this low of like getting back not even being able to film a video of myself to then a week later just being like on this high of like meeting these new people being in a place that I haven't like I haven't done a winter in Australia in like nine years so to be like in the snow like I've never snowboarded got to do that got to meet people like fell in love with this girl like amazing girl like even but Joe McDonald and Layla Lee, like I love those two people like it was literally went Imagine meeting someone, like especially a girl, and you go into two and a half months of like isolation mm. in an isolated spot, but being so connected on so many different things. And then like like the amount of like self-development I learned in honestly being in lockdown and then being around good people like that was like so rewarding. And like has got and like that's put me kind of back up on this high coming back up here now. It's just like, but that's what you like that's what I guess people I just hate when people like see someone that's so stoked and so and they're like oh they must never have a bad mm. day and I was like everyone has fucking bad days like everyone has it so it's just like understand that but that's the whole thing about like you know it can change at any point yeah but then it and the ch- more that you do it like the more you get yourself out of those situations it's just like I don't know you jump a double and then you're like the f- before you jump that first double the first time you're like kind of tripping on it yeah but then once you've done it you know exactly and then the next double that you come across you're like well i kind of did that one so it's like sort of like this yeah and that's how you got it like i think that's how you've got to deal with your problems yeah you, you you know that that you've already overcome one problem think of one problem that you've overcome before or one problem that looks similar to this other one and yeah. just kind of apply that same shit and just gets easier yeah. and then over time you just end up fucking being able to jump supercross track first lap <laughs> like but i think that's the whole thing man people don't make that first step or like they're scared of that first initial thing to start that like doing that so it's like how do you get them to start that? Like, how do you get them to jump the double first? Or like, how do you like... I think it's all in like just knowledge, man. Yeah. Like the more you know, you've just, yeah. you've got to know, you've got to know things from fucking a trillion angles, man. Yeah. Like as much, if you're, if you're into something and like, so if you're into happiness as, mm. as something to be into, not understand it. Like try mm. and understand what makes other people happy, what makes people sad. Like mm. really just gather wherever you're struggling in your life, find out as much shit as you can about that thing and just like if it's a weird source it could be from fucking some different culture it, it might well, it's even understanding some insight your, it's even understanding yourself better which I don't think people people don't understand if they don't understand themselves how they're supposed to understand other people mm. like you actually tell someone like really get to know yourself and what you want to do and no one like how often like now do people get so invested in other people's lives they have no clue what they mm. want to do and that's the thing like I know we talk like I love and hate social media for that reason because like it can be used for such good and be able to meet so many people but then people get so invested in those other people that they lo- they have no idea what they Dude, wanted we were talking about this the other day that there's just like this group of people like it feels like we're living in a lost generation oh as soon as like, you're out just of this bro oh, the so- fucking everywhere you go is just it's, it's sad man I've got a perfect example so I was at um, Threadboat for Cannonball Festival and I was like had shirts and stuff I was selling and some goggles so I like had all these kids around and um their mums and stuff and we're like just like selling the shirts and whatnot and then every second kid can you follow me on Instagram can you follow me on Instagram can you follow me on Instagram and I'm like I'm right here in person like what advice do you want do you want advice on riding training like anything but it literally every second kid can you just follow me and like what is that it's just an ego trip for your friends so you can have this yeah. little name on your screen it's so stupid and look at that and I was just dude, I was just bummed I was just bummed like all these kids yeah. here and it's like the amount of like knowledge you should be trying to pull out of people but kids don't ask good questions because they don't they're not educated to do that they're just educated to like have this 
clout symbol of like okay i've got all these followers or it's just this fake world of like crap and it's oh man as soon as you're out of it you look back into it mm. it's such a like you're almost like oh what is that like you oh, i i honestly like, like i say i love and i hate it but the more i get away from it like that i just feel better mm. like i honestly and i know that i'll feel better it's like i read this book the fifth vital it was about a guy that was um like a heroin addict and um i think he did like heroin cocaine and all that and he was just like downward spiral like pretty much should have been shot and killed and like all that stuff anyway he finally just quit his habit went to rehab got him out of it and now he's like a real successful youtube dude and it's just like what like once he said he like broke the habit and all that and honestly i look at like phones as like just being addicted like that that, that's the same as a drug like it messes with your emotion messes with your feelings like messes with your sleep like it does everything that a drug also does Mm. and then you tell people they're addicted and like oh i'm not addicted like which is a classic sign of being addicted yeah exactly exactly (laughs) so all these people say it and then i'm like i i like I was addicted to my phone hundred percent. Like I just get lost on Instagram and stuff. And like, I knew how bad it was, but it's like anyone that's addicted to something, they know how bad it is, but, but you can always justify it. Yeah, exactly. This, yeah. yeah. And then it was funny. Cause I even wrote down like after that trip up at Buffalo, when I got rid of it all and I felt instantly better, like, man, I would just like be in my own thoughts and just be so content with just being in that moment mm. and like being where I was and like, all, like just looked at all the positives and dropped all the like ex- external influence just for just bad stuff like that mm. was going on I was like none of that just in this moment right now I'm happy so like why does it matter about everything else mm. but people don't do that they're so invested in like what's that person doing or if that person's doing this it makes you like imagine like Instagram's just like a slot machine for your emotions you just spin and then yeah, all these dude. all these all these emotions to spin through your head and then it just lands on one and then you get stuck in that and I'm like yep. you literally just and you have like you say you have no idea what you're gonna see you're just bro. going down emotions like oh sweet I just saw this girl and now I'm kind of excited oh I just saw this jump now I'm kind of scared and now I just saw this. and like it just constantly like TikTok man it's just frying your brain yeah. like how do you have emotions and watch TikTok like how <laughs> like I look at that for kids man and it scares me because like like I know how shit it is and how like it can impact you in such a negative way and like I'm just working that out now but it's getting worse and then more kids are going to be like falling into that trap Ronan when did you get Instagram how old were you yeah that's fucking hectic I don't even have an iPhone I don't even have a phone then no I didn't either no and that's what I mean like it's so like and but then like what do you do do you not give Jackson's going to piss everyone. <laughs> do, you, do, do, do you like? Do you not give like? That's the whole. It's the whole idea of like, what do you do then? Because like, if you don't give your kid or something like an iPhone or yeah. whatever, it's like then they can get like, they can get ostracized for just not having yeah something that they should have. But then at the same time, you give. I think you just need to. Everyone just needs to get a bit more educated. I was going to say the, it's just it's knowledge. Again. Yeah, it's educated. Like, yeah, gotta know. yeah. That's and even with like the social dilemma, like well, everything in that, I was like, yep, yeah, like no, like of course, it's so no it's, shit. Yeah, yeah, everyone, everyone knows this, but everyone's like, oh wow, that's happening. It's like you know that's happening. Yeah, like you think those ads just pop up on your screen, just willy nilly. Yeah, exactly what you want to buy. Like, oh, that just happens. Like, but people are so like, oh, and then oh, I hope it changes, man, because I mm. just know like how much better it is outside of it. It's like you almost know something that no one else does, but it's oh, it's. Like you said, why isn't that a class in school? Why isn't like social media a class to be studied at school? Because it's yeah. like, it's such a vital thing in our society now that it's like that's huge, and just we don't oh, the schooling system's just just oh well nah. Like the that whole concept of like the scroll up, and you're just completely at the mercy of mm. an algorithm, mm. and it's like as soon as I started looking at it like that then I was just like, man, I don't know about this, eh? Mm. Like, I don't know that I want to... Like, even when I'm around other people, 
Yeah. Like when Jacko's at the house and then I hear a story. It's yeah. like jolting. Yeah. And it's like, because you, you just, that come from nowhere. Yeah. What You've you, what got you, no control over yeah. that input. And then like, you can't, you can't unhear something. Yeah. Like if you hear something, you can't unhear it. If you, like it implants you with that sort of thought. Mm. And yeah, as soon as I started thinking about like that, I'm just like, fuck this. I'm just taking a chance in my emotions. Yeah. Like you can see a fucking ex-girlfriend. Like yeah. I was in a cafe the other day and a girl was behind the thing and then she just walked out crying and then like we know her and then we come back in and I was like instantly I was like oh boy trouble and then find out that she saw a photo of her ex on Instagram oh. just scrolling and it's like why and, do and, it to yourself and you know as well like she'll imagine if like she saw him doing something and then she paints her own picture in her mind exactly. of like of like what's so she like you're just starting the fucking wheel oh, I, I hate seeing people like on Instagram before you meet them because you have such a preconceived notion mm. of like what that person's gonna be like and then you've got so many like you've got two forces you've got like just say you see a girl on Instagram you like and you start building this image in your head from like these little photos and these little comments and these little like videos and you build this idea of that's what you think that person is yeah. and then you meet her and she could be a completely different person but you've already built up this idea of who she yeah. is versus who she actually is so those two are fighting in the middle to be like what you actually perceive her to be and that's a shit way to meet someone because yeah. it's like you can meet someone just randomly in the first minute of like talking to them you're going to know if something like you know it and that's like I guess the thing with the three hour conversation like you know pretty instantly it's like okay this, this works but like you know in like the first minute of like first meeting someone you'll be like okay this is going to work or this is going to be whatever but yeah the whole idea of just like social media and then meeting people and then that's why so many people unhappy in shit relationships well, it's are weird unhappy. too i don't know if anyone else does this maybe i'm just a fucking cook cunt but like i'll look at a chick that i'm into and i'll instantly just start evaluating whether like that could be my chick yeah like you know you start like implanting yourself yeah. into and you're like oh she's pretty oh man i bet she'd go surfing yeah, like yeah. Dude, it's fucking yeah, weird it's like so and you do you do it for like two minutes and then you swipe out and then you fuck just checked out yeah. from that chick forever like yeah. you'll never think yeah, about it yeah. again and you've just given yourself the most weird fantasy <laughs> it's fucking bizarre dude oh. I actively try and tell myself I'm like don't even look like why are yeah, what's you the looking point? this the, is fucking stupid what's the point nah it's weird it's definitely a double edged sword hey mm. but then I think that just needs to be another thing like honestly that needs to be a thing man like how to interact with because people are going to be so awkward in the future mm. like you think a lot of people are just going to there's some people that are awkward now that For like sure. I follow on Instagram and they just look like they're killing it and you see them in person they're oh. just the weirdest cunt you're yeah. just like you seem cool on your phone yeah but how often do you go somewhere and I've p- I'd always pick myself I'd go somewhere and then you just kind of get bored and you whip your phone out and start yeah. doing stuff but then you just like then you, and then you just go into that moment again and then you try I just look around now and see all these people on their phone and I'm like oh like what what emotions are you, like what's going through you right now because you're like out at a cafe but then you're looking at all this stuff and like no one's actually taking anything in well so think about it like this right we'll paint this picture yep. and see if it sounds sort of similar to what's happening this is like the extreme futuristic version of it right so you got the real world then you've got your little fucking digital cave that I've quite digital cave man yep quite uh dutifully crafted for myself but you can go in to it and you can go in and out and it's this whole other world and it's still me like i'm jace i go into the digital world and it's me but i got like a little bit more control it's kind of like the matrix like i can kind of move some shit about i can make myself look how i want i can have the clothes that i want like i can do all of that shit then i can interact i can say i've got any job i got anything that i want right but i'm still me 
and people know it's me. How different is that from Instagram right now? It's just like this, instead of this virtual reality where you can walk around and interface with the world, we've got these little squares that we've been given to show people this is the digital me. Yeah. This is this is the this is the coolest version of me. This yeah. is how I see myself yeah. want, wanting to or this is the self that I want other people to see me as. Yeah. And then that that real person, it's not the same fucking thing. No. So like the the disconnect it comes from we've already got that on our, our physical level, right? There's like the me in my head that tells me the story of who I am and, and how people perceive me. And I'm like, oh, does Dean like me? Yeah, we're, we're cool. You know, yeah. that's already going on in your head with everybody that you're around. And then the people that meet you in the real world, you're constantly trying to like match that, like what you're saying. Yeah. But now we've added another layer on top of that. So a lot of the unhappiness that people have comes from the fuckery of trying to figure out the person in your head. Mm that you think you are and how does that interface with the world and now you've added this like third deal of Mm. the digital self and you're crafting it and then you're going like oh am I showing too much am I yeah going between both because you've got to reconcile two now and it was already fucking hard enough to reconcile the first conversation Mm. that you're having between you and me and the real world you add in that and then imagine like growing up in that to where you think like I, I think now me and Jacko talk about it heaps with different girls that are like around the burly scene. Yeah. And it's just like their life is dominated by that digital self. Well, how about that girl we saw in the cafe the other day? The one that was like... Oh, with like, her Yeah, mom. so we'll paint a picture. There was a girl, we were, what was it? It was like called Crew or something in Burley. Crew so, Burley. So we just sit down. Don't we, go on the weekend. Fucking surcharge. We, yeah. <laughs> oh, are <Yeah>. you serious? <laughs> Just keeps going up. Um, so what? We, we it wasn't even a public holiday. I oh know it's just weekends. It was just Saturday. <laughs> we just shut down the place from. There. Anyway, we get to the cafe and there's just this girl, like beautiful girl, like gorgeous. But like we walk in, we all kind of see her. Like she oh, was young too, probably like seventeen. I reckon. No, I reckon she'd been older than that. Reckon? I reckon she would have been like yeah, nineteen or twenty or something. But she's sitting there, and then her all their food comes out, like their breakfast and stuff. As soon as it comes out, they both hop up, walk around. The, she makes her mum hop up, walk around the table, gets her phone set up the perfect angle, sits back down, gets her mum to take like ten photos. As soon as her mum sits down, her hands of the phone, she just goes like, "What is this, mum?" Like and like just yeah, starts, like blowing, like up. just angry about it. And we're just like, "Whoa!" You just went from a ten to a zero real quick, <laughs> like instantly. We just went like, "What the hell?" And then she made her take like another what three like another more photos from the side and so we didn't even have our food when this started going on Mm. and i noticed that i'd finished my breakfast before she'd started hers oh she and she was still (sighs) fucking around with her phone heavy but then and i think and like i just look at that like and then you try and be this person on instagram like i'm this cool fun girl that like goes to lunch with her mum well, you not even ever have a mum in the photo get a photo with your mum like get someone else to take it or just a photo of your mum yeah of yeah oh man like remember when that was a thing like on Instagram where you didn't even have photos of yourself on Instagram like mm. if I go all the way to the bottom of mine I've got like me taking a photo of my truck with my bike yeah. me taking a photo of my surfboard me taking a photo of my dog me taking a photo of the place I surfed like it was behind yeah. the camera there yeah. was no digital self in there but yeah. now it's just like me me yeah, me, that's me. It. this is me this is me this is it's fucked up <sighs> and I don't and I just don't think people know that they're like trying to create this copy of themselves but make it better than what they yeah. think they are and it's like you're 
I mean, you're just the the real version of you has mm. to be better than any fucking copy that you could make. Exactly, and post. you're just gonna be the best you can be, and that's something people don't don't think that at all. They're just like, I want. Well, they try and make themselves that that person. And it's funny when you were talking to Jack on the podcast. You said probably one of the night, like when I was listening, probably one of the nicest things you and Jack said is like he's just uniquely him, mm. and that was just like he's just no. You said it on one of a kind, and I was like, that's pretty much all I want to be. Hey? That's what you should be. That's all I want to be. I'm like, I don't want to be this person that copies someone. Like I do some weird shit and just travel around in my van and preach happiness all the time and hang out with people and I was going to ask you as well because you know how you did like the gypsy life thing I find with the gypsy life like I love it because I meet so many different people and good people but at the same time it's like my core close friends like I don't guess you've got like that core community because I'm like always moving and I think that's one of the trade-offs when you're constantly going places so it's like that thing between like constantly being around good cool people but then not having like I guess a base but it kind of made me think because it's like where, like when you feel like where do you fit in being mm. like you? And I'm like, I kind of just don't want to fit in anywhere. Yeah, like I, I definitely didn't feel like I fit in with a like, like. What's the crowd? Like, what's your like? Okay, this is my people. Like, I mountain bike, but I'm not like a typical mountain bike guy. Like, I travel, but I'm not like a full like backpack. Like, I'm just like doing me kind of mm. thing. But I'm like, that's how you should be with anything. But that's people like don't understand what they want to be, all they want to do, and then they follow the crowd and copy people. But as soon as you just go, oh, okay that's the whole thing about like no phones and all that is just being able to know you and mm. like that internal dialogue be like okay I want to do this and then like work out the reasons without any other influence from anyone else because as soon as you get other influence like I'm always I always used to be really bad with that like if I want to do something but then someone's like oh no that's stupid or mm. whatever then I'm like oh okay and then you suddenly have like, a, like I don't know it's taken back like even with the, the marathon thing man like mm. I talked to, to um, people because I've been wanting to do that for a while now and I told some people that would like do a bit of running and they're like oh you need to have like such a big camp and warm up and like all this stuff and like oh that's going to take weeks or months or whatever and like f- just from that that discouraged me from wanting to yeah, do it yeah 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 I know what you mean and then when I came on this trip I was like when I get to the Gold Coast I'm going to r- run a marathon not going to tell anyone just going to do it because I want to see if I can do it but I didn't really know what how to like prep for it but when I got my wrist surgery, I started doing a heap of slack lining and I think it just strengthened all like around mm. my knees and ankles and everything because I did that for like maybe a, like a month or so beforehand. And where, just, did you, where do you get them from? Can you just buy them? You just buy them like, offline, yeah. Uh, you're, I wonder if like Anaconda and have one. I reckon we should get one. Yeah. No, nah, the suit, dude, super, like that's going to be a massive part of my training yeah. going forward for sure because I slack line, I didn't run at all for like, like I started only started running before the marathon a week before. I did like... That's did, heavy. did the slack line thing for a while started going up the coast did like and they were all like 8 10k runs and then a bit of road biking and then i got to gold coast and i was literally like yep yeah, we're here let's do it and it was funny as well because i got up here and a mate of mine's like hey do you want to come to this open party like open bar um party and there's all these girls and stuff you could have met snacks and 24 okay, hours i was gonna say J- J- jackson <laughs> was there but like it dude in my head that's like what 100 what i would have done like i would have just been like yep cute girls beer like let's go let's go there and i actually said i would go and then i was like if i go to that i'm not gonna run the marathon so mm. then that little voice inside was fighting with the like go have fun you won't be sore you won't have to run a get marathon pussy, yeah get pussy. <laughs> that bear on the shoulder on the shoulder going it's pearly <laughs> so i like turned that down and then i was like yep yeah, i'm gonna do it in the morning set my alarm for 4 a.m hopped in the van oh just didn't sleep at all like so hot in there it was like no windbreak <laughs> dude he picked like the hardest oh. time and I was like in there I was like and then it's like each time something got worse I was like well that's an excuse to pull out so mm. every, like I was like couldn't sleep and I was like oh just do it on a day when you've got better sleep and I was like no like that's that's another roadblock and the other guy's like shut up like you're doing it and then anyway wake I probably had like two three hours of sleep like nothing get up at four 
put my song on. I got this Kanye West song, Dark Fantasy, mm. and I put it on, and it's just like, can we take this higher? And it just keeps like building up, and I just think like, yep, let's fuck, like let's let's do it, let's go, like let's how, go. how high, like how far can we take this kind of thing? So I got up, opened the door, and now it's raining. So I went from like the hottest night to like outside, like cold rain. And I'm like, that's another excuse. I could just be like, oh, I'll do it when it's not raining. I was like, no, nah, let's go. So I start running at 4, 4 a.m. And like, I really didn't know how it was going to go because I was like, I've never, I've, the furthest I've ever run was 15 Ks. Mm. And I started running and I was like, well, let's just get in like a, like a slow pace. Let's go. Let's get into it. So I start going and I like feel pretty good actually. I was like, this isn't bad at all. And I get to like 10 Ks. And I was like, oh, that went pretty quick. Like, let's keep going. And I was like, once I get to 15, I'm like, I'll set that. It's the furthest I've ever run. So I'll get to that and then I'll, reassess or whatever so i got to 15 still felt fine i was like yep let's keep going like let's get to 20 and just like let's do a half marathon and i was like sweet got there and i was like yep this is like this is going pretty well like let's let's keep chugging along and i got to about six k's to go and like started to stitch started to like start to hurt and i was just like oh like i could just stop like i ran past my van by this point i was like no one knows i'm doing this i'm hurting like i could just stop right now like vans right there cold water in there like could just stop let's go and i was just like oh no let's go kept running past palm beach um and then it was coming back and i think i had like two or three k's and i'm like hurting at this point and i was like oh man like this is like it's so close i'm like i'll just walk the last bit like no because i want to go under four hours because i heard that's like pretty good time mm. and keep going and i get to like the last k to go and i was just like i could just limp home and like i'm gonna be under four hours for sure i was like oh i could just just go like just just get it like absolutely just drop the hammer kind of thing and i was wrecked at this point like i've just done like the whole marathon i got to like um it was like 41.8 or something. And I was like flicking through my songs. I'm like, I need a pump up beat. I need a pump up beat. And I like click next and it goes to ABBA's Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. So like that starts playing. <laughs> and the boys are on. Oh, that starts playing. And it was just funny, man. Cause it was like, it, honestly, the timing couldn't have been any more perfect. So as soon as it ticked over to like 41.1, Gimme, Gimme, Gimme came on. And I just started going, man. And my fastest K of the whole marathon was the last one. Was the That's 40. And dude, I was like, like I was in just a world of hurt. And I was, I look at it now with like, that is like kind of like show where we're at, like where you're at with the podcast, where I'm at my writing, like it's taken over 10 years even i've got a friend at home um carson drew with his business like it's this point where it's like we've worked all this time it's we've had this build up we've had all this stuff and like it's got hard right before the end but now it's like go time Mm -hmm. and i feel like i just keep being around people that like even with jackson with like the sunnies and stuff and everyone's like and sam it's like it's go time like Mm -hmm. now's the time drop the hammer it's like what you do now is going to determine like the outcome of your life from like this this point on and it's like it's been this slow 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 build and now it's just like yep it's just going to compound skyrocket just like shoot the moon but it's like you've got to just put in everywhere now like put in the business put in yourself put in like every aspect you know you need to like improve on and like go is like that's now Mm. because it's just like you you're at six like you're at it like this is the go time so i just look at it with like my writing and everything man like i'm just going into that point now like trying to find everything i can that i know i can to like make myself better like went and saw taylor cecil the other day he's going to be like my mental coach like training my ass off but just wanting to do it mm. like wanting to put myself in that like even yeah just dude but like i'm just just keen to just every part of it like every part of what's to come i'm excited about because i know like 
what I can achieve. And I like I go into these things like with visualization, something that gets so overlooked by athletes but i like will go into visualization like i'm at an event or a race and i'm like as fit and healthy as i need to be and i'm around all these good people and i'll do well and dude i'll be like literally bawling my eyes out with like tears of joy and i can put myself there because i know that's what i'm capable of doing and like i'm like i know that's what i'm gonna do like that's the most exciting part it's not like i see I see that's what I should go for. I'm like, no, I see myself in that because I'm going to put myself in that. Like I'm going to do the legwork now. I'm going to do everything possible to get myself there. And even if I don't get there, man, but I know I've done everything I should to do it, I'm going to be happy as well because Mm. it's just like, but I'm just like, I'm just happy with this point, like this mindset where I'm at now where it's like, you 100% can do what you want. Like you 100% can change your entire life right now if you just do the things you know you should do. And it's just little things. It's always like small things that people don't pick up on. Like we say like reading or writing or just getting off Instagram or like, you know, how I did the cleaning thing or cooking, like find your triggers for like happiness or mm. doing better. And then really just follow that. Like you f- know yourself and then follow your, like your instinct to like, okay, I know this isn't good for me, so don't do it. But yeah. like really listen to yourself because everyone knows what they should and shouldn't do. But it's those little voices in their head. They're just like, oh, and they like, they justify it. And it's just like, so yeah so the, th- the thing that that i know with myself now too is that i know that if i'm having a shit day if i feel like shit if i feel unmotivated if i feel lazy if i'm like down i know that if i work super hard on something for like three four hours i give myself a real sustained crack at doing some like something productive yeah even if it's not something i want to do i just go like what's some productive shit i could do right now and then you dive into that man i never come out of that in a bad mood yeah and i don't i don't know that if that's something anyone could be bummed on like there's something that whenever you do something that's like hard and you kind of not you don't really want to do it's Mm. not like the cliche unenjoyable thing like that win that you get over yourself yeah. like that gives you so much like like power back almost because mm. it's like oh the piece of shit in me doesn't want to do this like the piece of shit in me won't uh, like get off the couch today and he feels miserable and then if you can manually overdrive you to do that mm dominate that dude that's you just fucking, get you get quicker at doing it as well yeah and then like it's the same thing like you kind of you get into like the habit of doing that but man the the freedom i feel from dominating my fucking pussy self yeah is so sick yeah. like it, it's almost like you watch that dude from a distance you watch him now. like almost You're leave, like yeah. oh who was yeah. that fucking guy well that's like me and jackson were talking about where like you can pull yourself back from that guy like that person and we're saying we both had these situations where something shit had just happened we're in a bit of a shitty mood but then like you can just pull yourself back out of that and you almost like watch it go mm-hmm. like i remember i was like always in this mood and but straight away caught myself going into it mm. like that's one thing like you'll go into a shit mood and then you'll start to go like i'll catch myself going into it and then like be like why am i going into it like really mm. why am i going into this shit mood and like oh because this this and this happened but then like you break him down you're like that does, who cares and then you just go back in that happy state and it's like what you just like i remember did the other day and honestly a minute like from this really shit oh, movie yeah. to coming completely back to where i was a minute of just thinking about like what why i was bummed i was like that's so stupid you got to think of it like this is like a cool way to think of it right so brand new gypsy tails gloves get them while they're fucking hot so <laughs> product drop so you got like this is this glove right so you go oh that's a glove you you have to be somewhere 
else away from the glove to know that that's a glove you yeah. can't if you were at zero distance to this thing like your face was right up against it yeah then you couldn't see that that was a full glove you might be like oh that's some blue fabric that's a bit of plastic like if you've yeah. got that distance you couldn't actually identify it as a glove so if you're going like i'm sad mm. where are you yeah to identify if you're sad mm. if you can see that you are something Mm. in your mind's eye you can't be that thing so it's impossible to be sad if you can identify that you're sad yeah you have to be from this other place so like what you're doing when you're when you're like in this shit mood and you can't get out of it it's you're at zero distance to this you're you're like you're playing this weird game where you're the person over there that's telling that, that can recognize that you're sad, but then you're also the person with your face pressed up against sadness. Mm-hmm. You, you're playing a weird game, and if you realize that you can't actually call something any object yeah. from the place where it's at because you, you couldn't identify it as like a separate thing. And I think that that's like such a interesting concept, like any, and you can do that with happiness, you can do that with anything it's like you keep your keep this idea that what you are is actually if you can notice anything about yourself you're somewhere else you're in a different place altogether and that place you can't call that anything because then as soon as you do you've gone backwards again yeah so you're nothing at the place where you can observe yeah yeah any happiness sadness jealousy bitterness any any of that you can identify with it and you can think that you're that person and you can like tell yourself a story that goes along with that but you need to understand how funny is that story though that they tell them about like why they feel that way what do you mean like the the person that's in yeah like why do you why do you feel happy why do you feel sad like that why they tell themselves that yeah i always say to someone like because you know people like obviously they attach from something bad that's happened and then yeah. they straight away attach that to that yeah it's just like why would you want to have that bad thing happen and feel shit like mm. you can determine <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's just like just yeah, say just say it. you just crashed your car um just say you're driving back home you crash your car and you could be like yeah, <laughs> drop it. you could be so angry and so sad about this crash car and you'll have a crash car yeah. wouldn't you just want to have the crash car and be like oh well that happens like <laughs> like because you can choose that and everyone's like oh but this and that and like uh so who cares like who cares like really if you can go along with everything that happens like that and it's like the whole everything happens for a reason thing so but it's it's not even that it's just everything happens yeah exactly (laughs) it's just how you react to those those things but just react to everything in a good way well this is like an interesting way to think about it right so you can have the same you could be you right and you could walk into the gym for the first time and then you could get on that squat rack or the fucking assault bike or whatever and then the pain that you feel in your legs it's the same this is the going to be the same in both scenarios you're on the assault bike fuck ah! and like this is fucked fuck this and then you get off and you're like fuck my legs are gonna be so sore tomorrow this is mm. fucked i shouldn't have come here yeah. i shouldn't have done this now you're gonna be tired you can be that dude yeah and for the exact same you can walk in the next day or like the same fucking fully reset do the exact same workout the pain is still the exact same everything that you physically mm. feel is the exact same but the story you tell yourself can be fuck man this hurts like fuck but imagine when my legs recover mm. from this and then next week i'm gonna be able to do more mm. four more weeks of this shit i'll be fucking so fit mm. like you can literally it's the same physical sensation mm. but the way that you label it oh, it's all in the, your it's head all, it's all the perspective as well looking at it, it's like 
you could look at something as being a, a negative or a positive. And like, that's like we said before, everyone looks at 2020 as a negative. And I'm like, you could just look at that. Ex- it's it's going to be here either way. Like yeah. sore legs or whatever, like it's going to happen. So why would you look at it in a negative way if you could equally just look at it as, in a positive way? Oh, dude, 100%. And like, there's so much positive shit that's come out of COVID. Like, I'll, whenever I get bummed about the COVID thing, I think about Adam Bailey and his daughter. Yeah. Because like Adam Bailey's a kind of dude, like he just works hard as fuck. Mm. He's at the office in Melbourne CBD, doing the travel commute back and forth, just has a baby right as COVID starts. Mm. Quarantines with his kid for this whole year. But that, so could, like, be, that could be looked at as two things, being really bad or really good because you're going to have this such a big amount of like you can look at that situation equally two ways but yeah. why would you want to look at it the bad way if you've got either options like do you want to go through door a or door b yeah and it's like go through the good door every time and like yeah he's now got to experience something that if this didn't happen like he'd obviously still love his daughter and you know what yeah I mean? he wouldn't have the same but time he just with wouldn't her. have had this time and like time's the most fucking valuable yeah. thing that you can get it's the only thing you can't buy you can't borrow you can't steal you mm. like what you got is what you got that's it yeah and if you've got things that you love like your daughter mm. to be like forced to spend more time with her fuck yeah. man Do like that. unreal I, and like even if everything happened terribly to me during COVID like mm. you can still like I could just choose to think about that's that that's it you just you know? make it, that's only terrible because you label it as terrible but it could have been like it all goes back to that man because you think something's bad but what can you get out of it like mm. honestly it probably sounds weird saying this but COVID probably one of the best things that ever happened to me for what I got mm. out of it and what I took from it and that's from going from such a negative losing my job not being able to travel all these things to then what I learnt from it and who I was able to surround myself with and like just a heap of self growth like mm. even when I said I came back up here like I'm obviously different than that first person that came up here but like 100% but at the same like on myself but just kind of like certain things have changed but even like comparison man like don't like perspective and comparison of like people compare like i would compare my my this trip to that last trip and like where i was at and everything and i'd almost start to take away from this trip because of that and that was like something i had to like check myself on because i was like coming up and i was like i'm not going out partying i'm not going but i'm like i didn't want to either Mm. so i was almost like why like why is it a bad thing and even when i got up here i wasn't sure what you thought i was going to be like whether i was like is this going to be the same like party crazy dino or like where am i at and i was kind of like obviously how i am now a bit more like reserved and there's there was a thing that i actually heard a quote that was like perfect for this It was on the rich roland podcast and he said what did he say yesterday i was clever so i want to change the world today i'm oh fuck what is it i hate that i mucked that it's up probably like i'm i'm wise so no, i want no, to change myself yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 that exact one and i just thought about that like it it that's exactly where I was at like that first time like I was so excited I want to tell everyone how to like mm. change themselves and do all this and I want to do public speech which I still want to do man but I'm like I need to work myself out so much more and once you start to realize that like you need to do heaps more like inner work and like yeah. really get to a better place but I'm at that point now where I just want to like exhort, exhort, exhort information yeah and just just yeah grow and learn and no. <laughs> no dude it's fucking like that this is probably i'd say one of my biggest things that i've learned this year about myself in through this situation is that i've always been a fucking smart guy i've always read a lot of books i've if you come to me with a problem i could probably tell you something about that problem mm-hmm. you know but that's not a great thing like it's good to have that knowledge but I thought about things a little bit differently and like I was quick to coach people Mm. like I always even at jiu-jitsu they're like like they call me coach Mm. and it's like I love to coach and I love to to try and help and share knowledge and give knowledge but 
I just don't think that that's the best way to do it after this year. Like, I just haven't had as much interaction with as many people. I've stopped trying to just coach people. Yeah. And just now Go I'm more going... in kind of thing. I'm just trying to be like a good example. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. I think that that's probably the most valuable thing. Like, that, they're saying you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And yeah. it's like that's what I'd feel when I'd be trying to like coach people and then I feel like I, I would be coming across condescending do you find like it's like that hard balance between like trying to push someone and help someone into something or like push them out and just like give like you, you just here kind take of, this now yeah, figure take, it out yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah you kind of do you find like you've got to find like a balance between that like trying to help well I've got like, a real small circle yeah so I don't think that I have that many people that talk to me about shit like that where I wouldn't actually be fully invested in them pretty much you know so like but I think of like Sam Sam and me are so different in the fact Sam has like a massive circle and he's so cool to so many people and I think sometimes he gets stretched thin with that kind of Mm. stuff because people constantly come to him I don't think I could handle that because I'd probably like I'd probably try a bit too hard and maybe that's what I was finding Mm. is that I'd I'd invest so much into people and trying to coach them and help them. And, and then it just, I end up getting frustrated because they're not getting the outcome. And mm. then it sours the relationship mm. a little bit. It sours my perspective on them. So that has made me just be like, all right, yeah, I'll like really try it. If someone comes to me for advice, but for the most part, man, I just really want to walk the walk. Like, mm. I do way too much talking as it is. Yeah. You know? And I know what you mean that whole like mentoring thing because people come to you for like help and what to like what to give them. And then like you said, they can drain your energy because I love like coaching and mentoring and stuff, but it is like, it's a big thing because it's like, you've got to engage with the kids that are doing it as well and really like be invested in that. And that takes, even I was talking to Lee Hogan the other day, he said like, it was just draining, man. And that's mm. something I struggle with. Like I want to do it. But then to try and balance that with like actual racing career is like, oh, there's like, I don't want to undercommit to it, but then I don't want to overcommit to it either. The thing that I think people should uh, try and do in their own lives as well is look at people and like as, look at the patterns when they're coming to you for like advice or if they're coming to you with their problems. Do they want your help mm. or do they want attention? Mm. Yeah. Because a lot of fucking people will come to you with problems because it feel they've spoke about it in their head they've rehad the conversation like oh, i fucking had this guy and i don't know. like with that parking situation like that was a that was like as fucking funny as it sounds like that was like a test for me like because there were times where i was dipping in and out of that and i'm like going to jacko just blowing up and then as soon as i'd say it i'm like oh you're a fuckwit like you don't need to talk about this you don't need to tell him about like who gives a fuck like you you know that this is dog shit behavior yeah so like it's so hard to avoid first of all but you just got to see like some people man they just come to you with the same shit over and over and over and and they just want attention they don't really want the problem to change well that's a fucking that's a thing you shouldn't get involved in but that's just knowing your friends, man, because like that's 100% right. You tell them exactly what they should do and then they don't do it and then they complain again. And it's just like, what, like, what more do you want from me? Yeah. Like, And that's, I think people just got to like, not cut those friends out, but just like, just that's swim, why it's just, just easy to just walk the walk yeah swim, just, swim just be, tight just do it yeah. yeah listen to them be like yeah man cool alright fucking give them a bit of something something mm. and then just keep on walking the walk H- how, how hard is it though when like you do have someone you want to really see like achieve goals and like really you want to help them and that's like I think that's going to be the toughest thing with like having kids is like mm. the balance between giving them 
everything you want them to have but also letting them struggle enough to like find it themselves and like want to do it because that's the thing is like people complain about every like we are so over opinionated under educated and it's just like sad to see that so many people like they breathe like they make that happen because Mm. they like give them all this stuff and I I can see it's going to be hard because like I think like struggle obviously grows you so much more than like just being spoon fed everything but it's also like it's just trying to detach from that like idea of like struggle is bad like Mm. struggle just builds you to a better person like it just gives you tools to like improve yourself so I'm like it's that balance between letting someone struggle so they can grow more or then like and helping him out but that's like you said you just got to know the balance of pushing and pulling and where to go but I noticed that a heat with like I mentor this kid back home, Ollie Davis, and like I re- like I can, I see so much potential in this guy. Like I'm like you are gonna be like a world champion. I mean, in my eyes, I see you. Like I see this potential, and not just like a world, just a good person, like mm. a good ambassador for the sport. Everything, just like just a good kid. And I see that in him. And I'm like I can visualize him doing that. And then I think about like how many people look at me and they have that same feeling. Mm. and it's almost just like that potential and then I started to see that myself and that was something I was like well there's so much potential there like so much and I was like I've been letting people down including myself and now I'm just like that's a weird thing eh what do you mean so like know that you've got potential and just almost purposely not fulfill it because like I definitely had a, a lot of that and I looked at I now look back at America and I definitely achieved a lot over there but, there's but so I look much back more. and I'm just like what were you doing so much I'm like are you what were you up to yeah that's all dude that's all just growth man that's like yeah. the, the, the benefit of mentors and stuff but like it's like that's and even but it's that, just weird to not want it for yourself I know like I know, it's that, only been recently where I've been like no I'm like worth it I do this yeah. this is like I should get paid for my hard work like yeah. and it's not like a there's no bitterness there or there's no I'm not angry that I'm not further ahead or whatever yeah. but I've just got a feeling of like no do the work fucking yeah you know what you can achieve get the juice dude, like a hundred like a hundred percent you know like oh, you know what you can do why don't you do it yeah and now it's just me now I know like exactly what I'm capable of. I'm like well let's just see like how far can we take this how like hard can we go if we do everything right we do everything I know I should do like what's like what's the end game here like mm. you can change everything and that's like with you with the podcast now and like this is that moment where you're like well we can make this way bigger than we thought like why not like why can't we do it like i think i think one of the things that i probably didn't like appreciate until now and i see this with jacko so blanche i wear everybody uh but i see this with jacko because like i know like if if i sat down at that desk right now I could have like three weeks of uninterrupted work mm. where I didn't have to get up. I didn't I didn't even have to think about what I should do. Like there's that much there and I have such a clear vision and I've got so much like knowledge about what is going to work, what won't yeah. work, where I should spend my time. And like, so with Jacko, he's in such an earlier stage where mm. there would be times where, and like I've been here for years mm. of the podcast is I'm like, what should I do? Like Mm. what actually is going to yield results? Mm. And I think that that's, I never really understood that, that you kind of need to just work and work and work, like do something. Like as long as your compass, if you want to go North, whether it's going like 
north northeast mm. northeast yeah. fucking east northeast like as long as it still says north even if you're going kind of fucking sideways mm. well then it goes fucking west northwest and you're like this is out of control mm. but as long as it points to somewhere that says north on it mm. just fucking do it we just want it's it some, it's all, yeah it's all about wanting it man and that's like people don't want it mm. like people think they want it and we, we just we, yeah we just kind of like i 100 kind of wanted it like yeah. I just wanted it this much of I would want it this much time this much of my energy that's how about it. and now I want it so much more and I was thinking about like how you scale how like how much to want something and I got to put it like I had this story and it kind of like showed me how much I want to be at that point now so we're back home in Vic and me and one of my good mates Joe Baldwin who um he's a good motocross Moto rider yeah, yeah Moto yeah. I think he got 10th in the nationals a couple of years ago or last year anyway really good Moto dude like always hoses me but anyway, we go out to the sand track and we're out there and I was like, got there and I was like, this is when I started to pick a bit more momentum back up. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do a 30 minute moto. Like I normally do 10 minute motos. I'm like, no, nah, we'll do a 30. Mm. So I set my watch up and go out and I start going around and Jobin always goes longer than me, but he just pulled out like 20 minutes. Like he didn't know what I was doing. Anyway, so he pulled in, I kept going and I misread my watch and I actually did 30 kilometers, which ended up being like a 45 minute moto oh, in a wow. sand track. But I was, I was wrecked, but I was like, I did it. Like I was, that's, but I was in that headspace. I was just like, just keep going. You're not there yet. Yeah. Anyway, I finished it, went back and Jobin kind of gave me a bit of shit for like, what are you doing? Like doing massive motos or whatever. So we go back out and we leave the same time. And then in my head, I'm like, I'm just going to go longer than you again. Like yeah. I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna. That's where I want to be at. And this, I've read this book, um, David Goggins can't hurt me. Yeah, and he talks about taking souls, which is pretty much just like just breaking someone. Like, yeah. you, you think they can, they've got more than you? You've got a bit more. Like that's where you need to be. So I'm like, it's a fucking weird place to be, but it's definitely yeah, works. Yeah. So I went into this spot where I'm like, I'm just gonna beat you. Like, I'm just gonna because I knew it would piss him off as well. Like he's yeah. super competitive. So am I. But I'm like, I'm just gonna go longer than you. So we're going out there. We start doing laps. We get to 30 minutes, and he's like, doesn't stop. I'm like, fuck. So we keep going. We get to 45 minutes. Doesn't stop. Keep going. We get to an hour. I end up having like a little crash. Not bad. Hopped up. Keep going. It's starting to get dark at this point. So I've got tinted lenses on and like the sun's going down. I can't see anything. So I'm like, pull the goggles off, go around my neck, keep going. Hour 10, keep keep going. And I'm like, it's fully dark now. Like we can't see a thing. And then it keeps going around. And I just keep looking. And he's like, he's not stopping. My carpal tunnel's killing me. I can't even hang on at this point. I cra- I've crashed again in the sand, pick myself up. And I'm like, you can just stop. Like, why keep going? Keep going. Anyway, we get to an hour 30. We're still going. It's fully pitch black. We're like putting around. You can barely even see anything. <laughs> That's so sick. And then he, and we're like, we're just looking at each other like, who's going to stop first? And then he just gasses it off again. We keep going. We get to an hour 45 and I come around the corner. His bike's run out of fuel. He's pushing it. He's pushing it along the track. And we just burst out into laughter because I was like, like it was so, and then I pulled over next to him and then my bike stalled because it was out of fuel as well. And I was like, that is how bad you've got to want it. You've yeah. got to want it an hour 40 in a sand track until it goes dark and then your bike's got to run out of fuel and you got to keep pushing it. That's how bad you've got to want something. And I, in my head then, I was like, I want it this bad that like, if you can get your mindset to want anything that bad, you'll get it. And, that's, yeah. and then I went into that, I was like, I really, like this is a change. This is a change in me that I was like, that's how bad you've got to want anything though so you mm. want to build your podcast up you got to do an hour 40 in the sand dark you got to crash twice you got to have carpal tunnel and still keep going yeah because like that to someone like look, look impossible like who goes out and does an hour 40 moto in the duck but it's just like you or can you just capable. go or you make a million reasons like well there's no motos that are an hour and 45 yeah. in racing yeah. like you, your brain can make a million ways oh. why you shouldn't do something and justify it mm. like perfectly and that that was i reckon one of the 
big things with me is that I would always, always be able to come up with the most creative and rational way to talk myself out of doing something that I just simply didn't want to do. Yeah. And as soon as you can like hack that system to where it's like you said, you know, like you just hear that that voice. Mm. You're just like, fuck, man, you can do so much. Because people have that sometimes. Like, people have that when they're, like, they're in a good place, when they're at work at a mm. certain point. But, like, you've got to you've got to have that all the time. You've yeah. got to have that when you go into your, like, jiu-jitsu class when you're already wrecked. You've got to want that at 4 a.m. when you're waking up. You've got to want that after you're done. Like, like any time when it's tough, like, that's when you got to want it. Everyone wants it, like, at the race weekend. They want it yeah, when, yeah. when they've got all these eyes on them. It's just, like, want it for yourself, and you've got to want it all the time. You can't be What's part-time. The, who's the one that said, like... Oh, something like work when no one's watching or something like that that's when yeah that's mm. we, we get so glorified in a public eye for everything we do in private and mm. it's just like like no one and I don't like to promote it either because it's like I kind of I'd like to promote a mindset of like you can do it because that's all I've got now man I've just got this mindset like well I can do it and I 100% believe that so I want to like try and let other people that it like would listen to this and be like why can't I do it like there's no reason you can't and that's the whole thing with like the fear of not being able to like of doing it that's the thing that's, I think that stops that's, people. That's the voice, the fear, the fear of like, oh, and that's a little voice like, oh, but you hurt yourself if you run a marathon or this or that. It's that fear. And it's like, if you can get rid of the fear, man, or understand yourself why you have it, oh, you can change everything. If you mm. overcome that fear, and I've been doing, like with cold, I do cold showers a lot now and like ice bath stuff. And it's because it's like, you have the fear of the cold, yeah. but you know it's good for you, but you still don't snake die there. loves them. <laughs> yeah. But even with the snake thing, man, like I'm petrified of snakes. Yeah. And I'm like, but but that's just been programmed into me but I'm like I want to deprogram that because I want to just overcome that fear because how good will you feel yeah. it's like the fear of like starting a podcast the fear of talking to a girl the fear of like following a dream or taking a risk I'm like if you can find that fear and then overcome it you just keep overcoming stuff and you drop it like to not be fearful of anything is like the goal in life I feel like because then you'll just be so content with the, the being in the now and being happy it's so like such an obvious thing but at the same yeah. time it's like people get so caught up in all this other stuff that they take away from it I think too man like I don't think I've ever really been scared of anything mm. in terms of like, I don't think that was my problem. So I think that that is a problem for people, but I think what my problem was, and this is like maybe something else to be aware of, you know, if you're a person that, cause like, man, I've started fucking 20 businesses. I've done all this shit. Like I just go and like, it's a rational people like, go, oh, you should worry about this. And I just, it's out of my head. Yeah. But I think for me, there was definitely a, probably the, I'd let all of the bad stuff in my life happen, uh, all the bad stuff in my life that had happened or all the things that I'd maybe done to people that I wish I didn't do, the relationships that I ruined, the, you know what I mean? Like I, I probably carried a lot of the negative stuff that I did or perceived that I did and I just like let that add up into this place where like you pro- subliminally, subliminally it mm. probably was in my head that like I actually wasn't worth act- doing well in the end mm. because I was just this product of all of these old like I was hanging no, I st- on I to like a lot of that I still think that's still like you, know? you might not think like I think if you relate it to like a fear like I think a fear is like it's not just I don't know, like a scared feeling, but a fear is just like, it's, it's, it's just like, you don't know. So you don't want to like mm. go into it. Like, like you said, you didn't think you were almost worse doing it. Yeah. But like that, I hundred percent reckon that's still a, like a, a fear of some sort. Like, yeah, maybe. And like what, what, like what would happen? And, yeah. and there's a thing that happens with people too. And this is why being around toxic people oh, is so f- fucked up because you just, you start believing the things that people say to you. 
and the things that people say about you mm. and it's like it it is something i got to be probably a little bit more conscious of too with the people that are around me it's just like don't bring people down even if it's like fun no, and funny you dude. know what i mean like even even that stuff because they're like banter's a fucking fun thing to do with good mates yeah. and there's people where i can take it completely from but there is this compounding effect mm. of the things that you say to yourself and the things that other people say and jay reinenberg's mum said to jay and ash like yeah, i know, didn't know this until recently but they're like stop calling him the fucking gypsy because he'll never grow up mm. like he'll identify with this mm. to the point where it just becomes who he is like yeah. don't try and don't force that if that's not what he's gonna be kind yeah. of thing and uh and it's interesting like and especially money like i've just never fucking been able to keep money in my bank account always been able to make it never been able to keep it and like i just there was a part of me that just didn't think that it was possible for me to do that complete like it just wasn't even a thing in my head and that comes from somewhere and like if you're looking if you're in your life and you've got something like that going on Mm. and you you're like oh i can't i can't get fit i can't lose weight i can't get money i can't get a girlfriend i can't you've really got to look at that Mm. and be like what's the story you're telling yourself Mm. right now and is that story that you're telling yourself or your fuckwit friends or Mm. your negative parents Mm. or whatever are you listening to this story Mm. and is that story a part of this problem what's all the external influences there and then it just like confuses you and then like going back to you talking about surrounding yourself with shit people and like bantering all that like that just is like the worst thing you can do because it's like the whole if you sur- your environment is what you become mm. and you were just and you just subconsciously start acting like that or being like that and it's so shit to see especially when you see someone you know they almost change when they like put themselves in a different situation you're like what are you doing like yeah. that's not you you don't want to do that yeah but it is like it is tricky though man because like especially trying to break out of that negative environment even if it is family members like that's probably the toughest one yeah like breaking away from a family member, oh you man know, our toxic. family is ruthless like we're just paying out on each other like crazy and that's probably where it come from yeah. you know what i mean like jackson's come camping with us and we're just fucking just ripping on each other like on. and i mean there's like there's i don't know i love like i think that's but fun good yeah, yeah but, but that's, i think yeah, it's different. important to like like bring people up as yeah. well like oh, if you're dude, gonna be like dude, we live in a small poppy syndrome society and yeah. i cop like even with me man with writing i'll have so many of my friends be like oh you don't work and all this stuff and i was like it doesn't pump someone up like it brings yeah. me up like, i've literally just gone like a 100k road ride. my legs I'm, would beg to yeah differ, I, i'm wrecked and like oh you don't work and it's just like kind of brings you down and i was like pump me up i'll pump you back up like yeah, just yeah. it's free man it's yeah. easy like i always love when you go around people and they just make you stoked mm. like i met a guy up in the sunny coast this luke guy we went surfing and he's just a legend and he just pumped me up and then i instantly want to pump other people up and you reflect that energy onto other people but people are so just like even if it like i like i get a hundred percent like love banter with close friends but sometimes with just people you don't really know that well and they kind of just have, having little stabs and i'm like what are you doing yeah this like, isn't like fun for me yeah i like i don't know what to take from this if you just came and was just pumped i would give that back to you man like yeah if if you're winning i'm winning if i'm winning you're winning you just pump everyone up it's free it makes you feel good like you know we keep talking about giving as well mm. like every time i give something away or like give a heap for stuff and like you said you get twice as much back like even if it is in like items or just good feelings or whatever but yeah. everyone everyone gets so consumed in like keeping everything for themselves and like so yeah, that scarcity mindset. yeah exactly it's like that hunter gatherer like this is mine no one else can have it but as soon as you start giving it just comes back to you 
it's like that truck driver you said that like just gives yeah. just drops off free stuff if you're in like the 2k build or whatever yeah and i was like that guy would get so much good energy and so much oh, good he's karma a, he's, a, he's the best exactly but everyone be like oh but he should be making a bit more money like transporting something i'm like he'll make so much more out of just being a good person than he will out of like a 100 bucks to ship it it's like but people don't see the value in it it's so, Dude, the, so silly. the comments lately this has been fucking interesting to hear some of the comments on youtube lately have been like all this dude does is just like fucking blow these guys and it's just like what have you got against positivity yeah like well, i'm yeah. literally telling you like man cole silly you had a fucking great career you won a supercross yeah. race oh well he didn't win as many as villapoto it's just like fuck yeah can i can what is on, good enough on a free what is good on enough? a free platform as well like oh, i listen yeah. to it for free and i just think that dude they're just mirroring their own like insecurities and anger which is shit to see it's like why do you get annoyed when someone feels good like how like i just don't i can't line the wires up mm. and like that's uh, that's the thing that you've everyone like it serves you in some way every single behavior that we make in our lives like if you get road rage it serves you mm. like you might look at it as like when you go back and you're like oh probably shouldn't have blown up in the moment that served you mm. there was something about that that got you more of what you wanted mm. because you did it you don't do things that don't serve a purpose to you it might not make sense like eating shit food constantly and being overweight but that serves you there's something going on and that's the real thing that you've got to like really look down and it's like you can judge your behavior as a bad behavior very easily but for you to like really look deeper and deeper and mm. be like, why do I blow up when I'm in the car? Yeah. Like, what is that? That gives me something, even though it's a gross behavior that mm. I can like look back on now and be like, that's a fucking bad idea. Mm. But that served you. Mm. Everything you do serves you in the moment, whether it's good or bad. And I just, but it's good to start checking yourself in exactly, those moments. You have to. As soon as you check yourself, it's just understanding yourself better. And then you can just go like, oh, okay, well, I react because of this, 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 and this that you've worked out. But how much better is it? Because then like, if you do react a certain way, you just pull yourself back so quick. It's like, you're always like, well, I could go down. No, 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 no. Like that's, that's going to mm. be shit. But yeah, I get, I get what you mean. Like, and how many times do you feel like it just gets quicker and quicker until the point that you're not even going to go into those shitty moods? Well, that would be the goal. Yeah. yeah. So, but like I had a, I don't know, was it like last week or the week before? I was just off it, dude. Like it was probably like last week, maybe the week before, but anyway, like I come home and even Jack, I could be like, dude, can't what the who the fuck is this guy oh so me like, no me oh i thought you meant when i was no, going uh, no, when i was no, on the no, couch no 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 like, i come home and like so but yeah i just I, I struggled to get out of it i knew i was there but i struggled still to get out of yeah. it you know what i mean so it's like the goal would be to see all that shit before it happens but you can't you can't hold yourself to that standard like fucking take it take it take a long time but i think if you just as soon as you get conscious of it though like i yeah. think that's just like that's the start of getting better it's not as painful as it as it was though you know what i mean oh like, no, you used no, to no, get yeah. those like if i'd get like real bad or like even uh i reckon probably like july i reckon right after i got hurt with my hip like Mm. I was off at a eh? mm. like super fucking depressed mm. like but it was you know maybe like th from Friday to Sunday yeah. and you just go into like that funk but, but you're seeing yourself go into it as well that's yeah. the thing I like once you once it's almost like it's it's like your lifeguard it's like yep I'm going into the deep water it's going to suck but I'm watching myself go in there and I'm not going to let myself go too far into it yeah. you kind of just check yourself as you're in there because man, I was the same when I got surgery on my wrist like I was on this like 
it was just like a speed hump again. I guess that's like the injury that you had. It's like you got this momentum and like I really want to just keep cooking and do all these other things. And then the surgery happened and it's like, well, you're kind of like bedridden and you can't do that much. So then it's like all these negative thoughts start coming on what you can't do. But that's like when I said I got the slack line thing. It's like find something that you can yeah. do and then change it. Yeah. But yeah, I think yeah, pe- people just don't don't have that. Yeah, and again, I think it's just like it's always just education, education. Yeah, it all just comes learn and learn and learn. Like figure out different because that's like I mean I've said it before in here a bunch of times, but like that's the problem. Like that's the curse of being a human is that you get like this one fucking hole in your head that you get to look out of to see the fucking universe. Mm. And you can't change that perspective. I can't swap perspectives with you in this moment right now. Like I'm stuck here. Mm. But what you can do is just like learn as much as you can from like as many perspectives as you can go to mm. different countries see the way that other people live like well, that's what read ja- books from different places like that's what i mean open, yeah open yourself up. that's what me and jacko were saying like he reckoned his best thing was just like traveling yeah and like that's like because you're gonna get so many different in, like influences and like perspectives and everything and that's something i was like so so blessed to have like even as a kid before i started racing like my dad traveled a fair bit and we got to go along and just like See, this all builds towards the person you are. And it's mm. just like, it's taken your whole life to build this certain person. But it's like, that was a massive influence on me as a kid. Because I even look at people, man, that's like, I even like kids from like primary school, they're like doing certain things and like working certain jobs. And I'm like, that was like the direction I kind of should have gone. But I didn't because of like all these like... What do you mean? Like, okay, so I went to school, like primary school with this kid and like obviously same age, same thing. And like our past would look pretty similar. Like we get the same kind of job and do the same kind of thing. But then with being able to travel with my dad and, and then I guess finding racing, my life went that way and his life went that way. But easily both our lives could have gone the mm. same way. But I'm just saying like how lucky I was to have that experience and that travel and that knowledge. And like, but like I'm, I'm lucky in the fact that I had that. But then what I did with that as well was like, mm. it's, it's funny. Like people always say like, you're so lucky and you live in the dream, which I 100% am, like 100%. But it doesn't feel like luck. No, it's not. You create a lot of your own luck. Yeah. But like I'm lucky that you let me come on the podcast that's lucky but i also created who i was which was appealing enough to you to put yeah, me yeah. on yeah that's what so i was gonna say that i don't see luck in that but i i see luck in a lot of things i mean like i just i like i feel like you've got to because i i have been trying to get more grateful lately as well you, you're lucky to be a human well even like dude, of all to, the chances of all the things that you could be and you know what i mean yeah. like in it if you go way back to fucking the big bang and collecting yeah. in the space dust and coming up and then conscious like that's what's luck what you do with your what you do with that yeah. i don't think has anything to do with luck like luck is the pussy you were spat out of that's yeah. it and then I've, from then on it's all fucking you you be a creative I, I, some, like there's some things that happen though like it's saying like going back like this could be looked at as luck so my mum told me a story not too long ago that when during the second world war her dad got it was in I think he was in Italy or something He's they're from Bulgaria originally but he was in Italy or something the Germans came and lined them all up in a like next to a field shot them all in the back like all the people he was working with everyone just got shot in the back he got shot in the leg played dead ran to the next village over or whatever got help and that's where he met my grandmother and i was like he he should have been like he should have been dead he should have mm. been shot but then like like and then that runs on to now it's like well i shouldn't even be here so in that sense i'm lucky <laughs> yeah that's what i mean you're just lucky to be born like, yeah that's, exactly that's where in this in yeah this that's setting. where the luck comes in and then i just think that i feel like if you give too much stock to luck that it gives you too much space to see unluck yeah like you can just label shit as unlucky 
you just got to create your luck that's mm. the thing it's like but the more you good you do the easier it is to create that's why i say you give to people and then the person's like oh you've just done something really nice for me i'll do something really nice for you that's not luck that's just yeah. like I get, I get what you mean but like i don't know I, I think it's like luck and gratefulness is like kind of they kind of go between each other because i'm just even now like being able to come up here after like the whole lockdown thing and going yeah through all that like i just feel so grateful and lucky that i get to do what i get to do and they had so many points on this trip man where like not having my phone and just like being in the moment has been so good like i was in a as it yam yamba yeah yeah so i was there just went down this beach no one else there fully by myself like just camping in the van and i went down there I was like not a person around just like this beautiful sunset i'm just there by myself in this moment i'm just like in a hundred percent in that moment i was just like how good is life like and how good is life about to become through the things that i'm going to put into place to make it happen but like in that moment like i'm creating all this i know i'm creating it but i'm seeing it and creating it it's just like if you can stop and just breathe think mm. and just look and like know what you want to do and your goal and then that should just bring you this calmness and happiness that just like carries with you all the time because you know exactly what you want to do you've got that goal in your head and you can just go for it mm. and so many times this trip i've just done that i've just stopped and just really taken in like right now like everyone i've caught up with everyone i've met is just been helps build towards that goal but i'm just like in the back of my mind like you guys always say like oh you're the story guy you got all this stuff and that's just what i want to keep doing like i just want to keep putting myself out there and meeting these people and just keeping this keeping the wheels rolling in this way but like everyone can do that mm. and people it's so kind of sad when like i'll tell people how happy i am and what i get to do and everything and they're like like they're like almost taken back by like that's so good that you're that happy but like everyone should be that happy like that's the thing it shouldn't be a surprise to be so in love with life like that's the thing everyone's like can't wait till 2020 is over i'm like i don't want time to go any faster than it already is nah. people are like trying to make it end already like be in the now yeah, i'm bummed it's friday yeah exactly <laughs> exactly it's like just keep trying to get more out of it and i think that's just what people don't do that they don't want to get out of the now they like they strive towards what's next or what's to come yeah. and then that's going to determine their happiness and i was like if you don't have you're not happy now like you're not gonna yeah it's not gonna just come but I, oh yeah, I just, I'm, I'm so sick of people just like complaining about like a time in like now. It's like, what could you learn from this time? Like, especially people, it's funny when I come up to the Gold Coast and like COVID didn't even really happen up here. No. And then it's such a dramatic jump from <laughs> down where I'm like down home. And especially because I lived on the border, like we were between Albury so I could like go from Vic, which is like lockdown, mass, no emotion, and then you come over to New South Wales, and it's just like everything kind of more or less open, and like this really just like it was like two different worlds, mm. man. Like even during the middle, that of, gives you some perspective. Oh, for sure, yeah, hundred percent. And like, dude, the the mass thing, like I understand, like there's certain things I like I can see the good side and the bad side, but the thing I hated the most, you couldn't see emotion, mm. you couldn't see smiles, and I'm like to lose a smile is something you take for granted every day as soon as you get that taken away from you man like it changes everything like mm. smiling will change your life for the better 100 percent. if you change anything tomorrow just start smiling at people ask mm. them how they're going actually be interested in how they're going don't just be like oh whatever you your whole life will change for the better but that was one thing that like we lost that in Vic and it was just like like that was such a massive change and it just it, it gives me perspective of when I come up here mm. how good my life is and how good everything seems to be going so even during the lockdown man we had to go down to Melbourne because the girl I was seeing Layla Lee her dad Steve Lee is actually uh, um, ex-Olympic uh, downhill skier yeah right so he ended up having a stroke so we had to like <laughs> kind of emergency rush down to Melbourne and we got down there after curfew and it, it was so eerie man it was like i am legend like no one, no in, the streets, one in the street like the lights were the city was dark like yeah. the city coming in was not like it didn't have that city glow it was like closed off dark 
and we're driving through it took us five minutes to drive through the cbd in melbourne wow we, we saw two scooters with like uber eats and that was it that was it it was so weird man like this is going to the hospital seat like it was just like this such a weird setting but oh i'm glad i lived I, like i went there and i saw it but i was like not like don't but like to have that perspective and then people up here would have not seen anything nah. like that and that's even like and that is still and then everyone oh, i don't know it's such a tricky topic because it's like i just see how much good you could get out of that time back to yourself but there's also so much bad that could come from it as well yeah like you know how we're talking the other day with the covid cases how like everyone puts up this like you just say the morning back in the middle of the pandemic you'd wake up you go on the news there'd be like this many people have cases this many people have died this is this is the stats or whatever but they leave out everything about like depression suicide domestic violence all this other stuff they're just like no nah, we don't care about that we just Wait, care. we should we should google that ronan can you google australian suicide deaths 2020 anyway, you know you know what i looked up guess how many people in australia die from smoking how many Fifteen and a half thousand a year a year that's something you you self-inflicted and then oh, it's just it's funny once people like it's almost like a certain death becomes acceptable Go like continue, yeah. like dying of smoking is just like an acceptable thing so what is it 20 so 2009 uh 2019 there were 3318 uh people commit suicide and 2,502 of those were males and 816 were female. That is a scary number for on the male side. But we don't, and we don't care about it. Like, that's yeah. the thing. It's like, that's just something that we oversee in our society. But like, I just, if you're gonna, like, if you're gonna bring a problem up and put it in the news every morning, put up all the problems related to it. Like, yeah. put up everything that comes along with it. It's like, okay, well, this is happening. How many people lost their business? Like, all these things yeah. are a part of it. Don't just focus on... Yeah, how many businesses are being closed? Yeah. How many people have committed suicide? Yeah, everything. It's, 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 that's all part of the, the topic. So, I'm like, add everything in there. Don't just be like, okay, these many people have COVID. And everyone's, like, so terrified of that one thing. Whereas there's so much other shit that's going oh. on. Can you look up now just COVID deaths, Australia, 29... Oh, 2020, I guess. 2019 is probably not the year to look up COVID deaths. And they go, yeah, Oz. Deaths, 908, <laughs> I think. So, deaths, 908. So, yeah. so three over three times more people die from suicide yeah. than COVID. But we don't, no one cares. But no, no one, one even cares. knows that stat. And it was daily showed on the news mm. in Australia. Like, and can you imagine, like, when you said that, it, I hadn't really thought of it like that until That's you bad. said it, man, eh? But, like, can you imagine that how much nicer you would be? Let's say, like, the morning... It's, like, Mel and Koshy, the morning suicide report. Mm. And it's, like, yep, last night we had 12 people commit suicide. Can you imagine how much nicer you'd be to mm. people? Wasn't there 100 in the first week of lockdown in Melbourne? I don't know. It's yeah, probably something sure. like... I remember people sharing stuff saying, like... Like the said, problem is that stuff stat. you just don't know, eh? Yeah. It's so easy to make that shit, but it, like it fucking, that's a lot of people. Like regardless, there's three times as many people. Yeah, but like imagine if you heard that in the morning and, and then it just said, go talk to like yeah. a friend or like here's the helpline. Something like give her like, you've, you, there's a solution. Yeah. Like it's, it's like, it's treatable. Like COVID, we don't even have a vaccine. That's all we want to try and do is like create a vaccine. It was just like, you can create something to fix suicides or like all domestic violence you well, can the, do that the, it, what it shows too is like that the community like the wider community of australia was prepared to take measures to eradicate covid mm. so like they'd wear masks and they'd do this imagine yeah. if people had the same 
attitude towards suicide and it's like all right guys we've got a fucking pandemic here of suicide in this country Mm. these are the measures you can take today no social distancing go and hug somebody yeah you know what i mean like that kind of shit like this is the kind of stuff no no mean comments no like all this shit just be good oh it's so obvious imagine but like I'd for fucking whatever reason that shit don't happen and it's like people don't want to think about those thoughts and I, I don't know maybe there's nothing to sell off the back of those thoughts or like that community coming together but man I would I would be so interested to see the numbers of 12 months of Australian media posting suicide numbers every day and then tips on how you could help people that might be feeling that way yeah and, and then like see the results see if you easily see the results go down like why can't you chart that oh it's trending down for sure oh, look there's no suicide no, in australia. No, hey today we're moving towards no suicides in yeah. australia and then you put that on the news there were no suicides in australia today. yeah everyone was happy yeah. everyone was pumped like what oh, dude it's so yeah like it's that would an, be that would be a crazy thing to do like that would be such a cool thing to do as a community and it's that, like we've come together to work on stuff with covid yeah. we could come together to, to but do that fix with all these do problems. that with heaps of stuff man yeah. obesity like depression anxiety um homeless like everything just yeah. like start looking at the things that we need to improve on and putting that out there to people for they can actually take on board and do something about it. Like make a plan, like you said, the mass and this and so And like we changed our whole style of living to stop something that we like we saw as a bad threat. Yeah. But we have so many other bad threats laced into our yep. society that we just don't care about. Yeah. And it's like, why not? Can you imagine if like, say everyone's got an app, right? And then you get to, you get to log how many like kilos you've lost each day mm. and then there's like the same the daily fucking this is driving my stat brain wild boys <laughs> <laughs> stats. but like you Mr. get stats you get like a everyone goes like you're trying to lose weight and you're like all right i lost uh maybe it's weekly and then once a week on the news australia lost eight hundred thousand kilos this yeah. week like could you imagine how fucking cool it would be to see like that shit on the news yeah. oh that would be insane dude but you do that's that not that hard to do like you could make an app and go like hey everyone download the australian weight loss ad uh, app this is mygov.weightloss.com or whatever and then everyone downloads it and you just start fucking logging your numbers and, like, going down. and then the same thing like you wouldn't know so that's the, that's kind of the thing with covid right you didn't it was like this thing you couldn't really see but you knew it was there and everyone was on board. Hmm. So then everyone would do like the elbow bump. Every, like you can get everyone together. You don't have to know that this person does or doesn't have COVID to yeah. kind of react in a in a way that says that, okay, we got a social distance. We got to do You could both be clear, right? But you still treat each other like, like you're trying to follow the protocols. Hmm. So imagine like the weight loss thing or the suicide thing you'd kind of imagine that everybody could be maybe he doesn't want to commit suicide but just in case i'm yeah. gonna not keep my distance i'm yeah. gonna give him a high five i'm gonna give him a hello because it's like this that's mm. the thing with COVID. it's like this invisible enemy that you're all trying to fight together and to do that you just have to assume everybody yeah has it yeah. or could yeah, have it yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what i mean so then if you do that with like weight loss or or the suicide thing and then you could be like oh maybe he's trying to lose a couple kilos fucking let's pump you know pump him up treat him in that way or maybe he's thinking he's he's gonna have he's gonna commit suicide maybe he's tried yeah like let's add to the solution let's just pump people up like just pump everyone up and then imagine the flow and effect of how like smooth life would like just travel like you'd go through it be like 
wow, this is a lot easier. Everyone's just super friendly and like giving and like, like you say, when you people come on here and you're just like, just boasting positivity, I'm like, well, that's the answer to so much shit. Yeah. shit. It's just like, yeah. just be happy and do it. Yeah. It's like, oh, sweet. You can be, you're the one that determines that, but you lose track of that for some reason. Like you're like, oh no, I can't be happy because of this person or that person or like how someone reacts. But we can all come together. Like I think COVID showed that the whole world can come together to like yeah. fight and it's like invisible enemy. Yeah. And like that's how is that any different to all these other enemies we fight? There's so many invisible enemies oh. in, in society that are just fucking bringing people down and like trying to keep people down, you know? Mm. Yeah. Like because what COVID's been is a social experiment mm. and it showed us what people can do. Like it is pretty crazy. All the lockdowns and stuff like you can argue to and fro as to like whether it was the right move or the wrong move. But like queensland literally got rid of a virus mm. that is pretty unheard of that no point have we ever had yeah nothing no came up flu, here, yeah. no you know what i mean so the, the fucking it did work as much as yeah you can get into the semantics of the way that it worked well, if it all, was good or bad yeah, but good. it did work that and to me it's like what we said before about in your own life once you overcome something it should be easier to overcome mm. the next problem the next problem and it's like fuck man maybe we can apply this same thinking towards all of these other like silent kind of enemies that you have in society mm. no I agree with that for sure and even how you said like you guys got rid of it like and we have pretty much overcome this in Australia and you think about how many countries are not even close to that and like it was tough but we did we did get to do it and we can mm. actually enjoy our country now which is like amazing and like you said people just writing the textbook to this as it was going so it's yeah. like no one was really like it's like everyone's gonna you don't criticize no matter what you do like if, if we didn't lock down and it spread everyone like oh we didn't lock down and it spread now we did and now it did it but now and then people forget quick as well like Fuck so yeah. quick like even talked to like i know and that's something i didn't want to like i don't want to forget how hard it was because of how good it's made it now so mm-hmm. it's one of those things it's just like you just got to keep that perspective and it's like you don't want to compare to that to make yourself happy but at the same time you're like look what we just went through look what how good now is and then you just enjoy that now but it has been like fully overcome it pretty much like is there yeah. any like i just i don't even hear anything about how it. many it's cases just, are in australia now ronan one one thing i will say though is like is there say like active cases at the moment cases that's like total but i wonder if what it's like maybe just go like active covid cases australia you know what one thing i see though with like the covid because everyone looks at covid take death out of it and just go active covid19 oz yeah active cases yeah there we go 19 is it 19 oh wait just go all the way to the end of that the line yeah see go up on see, see where on the that line graph is, there yeah. keep going six in australia and they're probably just return- seven they're probably just returning from um yeah from overseas as well that's pretty good like to, and we like like I said I can travel around now like it's so weird you can't dance but Dude, what? yeah can there was some now. what's that you can now you can oh, you've dance been boogieing here. you've been boogieing yeah cutting a rug oh big time we're back on oh, boys. True. I, I haven't danced here we go to the pub after this um, well it is Friday one thing I was going to say um, and I don't know this is how I look at it I know people might think this is a bad way to look at it but do you look at how everyone looks at COVID as like a, as a virus and like we just put this negative spin on it but if you look at just say you look at the earth and just mm. say the earth's a healthy body like it's given birth everything here and grown everything from it, including us so it's a healthy body and then we're the virus like we're infecting it we're like over over mm. over mining or over farming like soil deprivation like we are wrecking this place 
So what does the earth want to do? It wants to slow down mm. the virus that's killing it. So then obviously it releases, puts COVID out in the air. And I don't, if you say, okay, China made it or whatever, the earth made us, the earth made China, mm. they made that. It's just how it came about. You can spin it any way you want. It came from the earth. And they did slow it down. It was like full of vaccine for the earth. Like we didn't travel as much. We didn't fly. All these cities and stuff started to have clear water. Like it was healing itself because of what we're doing to it. And then we suddenly want to put a Band-Aid effect on it. And and then we create a vaccine, but we don't change any of what we're doing. We we just go back to flying. We go back to mining. We go back to all this stuff. What do you think the earth's going to do? It's going to just put out something else that we've got to fight again. Like if we keep killing it the way we're killing it, it's going to keep trying to fix itself. And it's just going to make its vaccines going to get better because it's going to learn. Like, I feel like um, the technology and like, I don't know whether this is just a me taking the easy way out, but I just feel like there's so much technology that almost it's like we're in a race between the technology that can save the planet and the planet and being unsavable. You know ki- what I mean? Yeah. But man, if you look at the technology curve, like I was reading a science article the other day about outer space solar farms that then broadcast the um like type that in around an outer space solar farms it's a full race it's a race yeah there's like countries all others yeah there's countries all over the world that are making these um like trying to make these solar panels that they send into space link all together because the way that the you can actually um harness like the light from the sun yeah look at this shit man and then they're gonna just send it down they're gonna send it dude see that's the thing the amount of like technology is it's gonna get ridiculous but it's like is it i think we're never gonna the whole idea of like going extinct i think we're gonna be smart enough but we might go to the brink like we might go to a point where it releases something that does kill like a lot of us or does do something bad but like then we'll fight it like we're resilient as all hell but i think we just need to just I don't know, get back to nature a bit more and understand yeah. like we need to just like look after this place. Because that was one of the things when I went up to Buffalo that time and as soon as I was like in nature and didn't want to consume and kind of just fuck the planet pretty much. What? Are, how does this work? What so we- solar power generation in space converts solar energy into electric energy, energy converted to a microwave or laser and then beamed to earth and then it hits the power grid. But because there's so much sun in space... <laughs> You can just make it happen. You just make it and the thing happen. is, is like it never goes dark, right? So you can set the orbit of the solar panels so that they're getting hit by the sun constantly. So you make these like huge solar farms yeah. that rotate in an orbit that are just getting blasted 24 hours a day, beams Con- that down 24 hours a day. Constant power. Energy, yeah, energy problem solved. So that means no more fossil fuels. That means no yeah, but more. What, what, if, but what's that going to do to the environment though with it like shooting? Yeah. It'll just be another experiment. Like it's just all an experiment. Like it fully, like I can understand, I can see the positives in it, but like what do you reckon the power is going to be doing? Yeah, shooting? but the thing is, is it's got to come from somewhere. Oh no, 100%. You know? I get you, but it's just going to be like, I'm just looking at more like yeah. what, what's going to happen when it does. But that's like, we, you don't know. But it's you just know. like, yeah, but it's just an example of, of where we're going. Technology, yeah, the, you know what I mean? And like hopefully with... Um, like Nev, when Nev Hyman come on the podcast, he's got Nev House, which is like all recycled plastic that builds homes for these people in third world countries. So it's like, there's so, so many ways you can reuse plastic. And like his argument was, um, there's the bad plastic that everyone freaks out about is the one that makes the best houses. Oh, so, so, you can just- so it's like that. And that's the one that's the cheapest to make. So like all of these new renewable like or like biodegradable or whatever they're 
you make those but they're harder to make they cost more money to make they cost more whatever to make and then they're just biodegradable so you've just got to put them in landfill they break down and then over fucking x amount of years whereas nev's like no we should keep making like that real bad plastic because then we can turn it into other shit because mm. it's so fucking strong and like i guess if you want to look at it in an environmental perspective it's so bad for the environment but it's mm. great for houses and yeah. people need houses and there's all these people all over the world and then you can address like the housing problem mm. and you can go like all right so these people don't have any money so we'll build them rubbish houses like literally plastic rubbish houses and then they go into that and you can build these whole they subdivisions would, you know what i mean you just have to make sure that that gets recycled though that would be the biggest thing like if you get that plastic and they yeah. use it to get it recycled because like you said it's perfect if it is recycled i feel like recycling is pretty solid these days it is get, yeah. like I, I think that's just a i remember a kid do you do you guys remember when recycle bins actually come in oh yeah i i yeah i think yeah, yeah. Like, I, like i was i, I was young I like the I, yellow bin when yeah. the yellow bin first happened and like i remember it being a big deal like at school and shit like that you'd have classes on the government would come in and they'd be like mm. oh we're gonna recycle yeah. because of this yeah. and then yellow bins for plastics and i remember like where that was not that long ago no. and where you know so you think about how much how far mm. it's come in you know obviously like the, the it's, all a, ma- it's getting, all a massive curve and we're yeah. definitely on a point where it's just like skyrocketing yeah like, i feel like there's so many things like that at the moment where it's just like like what's happening what's happening what's happening it's like oh shit that's happening kind of thing yeah but that's like so much but like you said we're in like that race between that will we fuck the earth yeah before. exactly and like it's so funny we're in a race with ourselves mm. going polar opposite directions it's like the like like let's save and let's do this and the people are like no let's just mine and like let's just wreck it the population growth over time is so gnarly though like if you think about the um that sapiens book that i read mm. like uh, last year i think like he he put it into perspective so the way that the population has exploded mm. like only a couple thousand years ago like to, to get from 1 million people to 2 million people mm. took fucking forever. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was the longest jump. And then from 2 million to 3 million was like half that. Half, half, and then it's just like... Yeah. And then you left with 7 billion people. Mm. That is an then, unfathomable number. But then, 7 billion. And then think about... It that's just going to double again exactly and just keep going and keep going and then like yeah where do you go from there you just got to hope that, that technology it goes be, so much faster like with uh quantum computing and all that sort of shit like they're mm. literally working on new computers that make the world's most advanced supercomputers look like a nintendo 64 yeah and then like what's the, what's the and then what's that yeah and then of? what's that going to go to next like where's the end of all this oh man it was funny I was talking to uh, no I was actually I was listening to a podcast and the guy was talking about like an old like philosopher kind of thing and like I think he's a mathematician yeah. and he was like talking about like what kind of like the whole idea of computer like this is back before computers were around but the whole idea of that and like knowledge and everything and he was writing in his notes and he just talks about at the end of all this there's probably going to be like a mushroom like that's going to be the answer like it's, it's really weird but like he wrote like he, he was like way ahead of his time but it was like back when like psychedelics and everything were getting created yeah. and it's just like you're going to make this infinite supercomputer and it's just going to be like 
it shows you like mushrooms the meaning of life or something but like he had that like yeah. even as a really like switched on scientific guy like because you don't know like what what's going to be at the end of this road and it's just funny that he put that in there like he's like as a joke he's like it probably is just going to be something like that like you're going to find the meaning of life and that's going to be something so like small and insignificant in the grand scheme of things oh definitely because like what's going to be the answer to like you know when everyone's just like oh yeah but it happened back at the big bang or whatever you'd be like okay what happened before that like where mm. did all that stream from but it's like are we is technology and the way we're going are we going to just going to figure that out like is that like the end game of like oh we're just in that well i think that that's so that's what yeah that's what people are trying to figure out and i think it's like a this pointless endeavor because it's like me and brian walkinshaw were talking about this mm-hmm. on the podcast is that and this is how i've always seen it like we're just this rat in a shoebox yeah and it's just like yeah how would you the rat could be in the shoebox on this table in this room mm. and there's no light it can't see out or like let's just say it's fucking got its own little house its own yeah. little world in yeah there, but it's completely sealed off from the outside world mm. and it, all it goes is all it knows is i had to have got here somehow yeah let me see what i've got i can take from inside this box <laughs> yeah to like try and figure it out but it's like with how complicated this studio is and it's got no reference point of it at all how Mm. could it take the information from inside that box to figure out what's in this box that's outside of it that's Mm. infinitely more capable like Mm. complicated than it so it just seems to me like it's a fool's errand Mm. like what's the point of even trying like if you spend your life trying to figure out and that's sort of where religion I think gets a little bit fucked up is because like you spend your life with this promise of your next life and then did he just fuck up his camera angle yeah around? sorry I just wanted still to in there I just want to be lower I was like up high looking down I was like I just want to get down to your level no I, I get what you're saying <laughs> you know what I mean so it just becomes like and I think that that's a that's the problem is that it's scary to think that oh there's no point you can never no, find but- out what come before and I think that's what drives people to to the like a drive scientist to find out the meaning like they're trying to mm. find a unified theory of everything yeah they're but trying I, to but yeah what's the point of all that anyway like you, you get exactly. you get the answer and that all comes back to just be happy doing you because like there's got to be another answer that's before that like where does it stop it's just like the russian dolls yeah like, exactly dink, 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 so that all dink, just comes just back going. when you even think about like consciousness and like how like how's that created like we create it with other people but like what is that and like i was thinking about this earlier like you can create pretty much infinite consciousness consciousness does yeah. I don't even know how to say yeah it. that's a tongue twister yeah I think anyway right. like you can create as many as you want like obviously you have as many kids as you want but like what is that like mm. where did that start and it's just like you start to like wrap your head around all that and like, what's the need for it yeah exactly but what's that's, the need to like know like talk to yourself about your conscious experience that's where that's where you get into so like I was stu- I would read so much of like philosophy and metaphysics to try and explain all that shit about like what came before it Mm. and it all points towards like and then you know you start getting into the meditation side of things and it all what you find out is everything comes from this self that Mm. is like you telling yourself about your experience of the world and then when we interact like this is my self that is congruent with all of the past experiences I've had, our past relationship. Like I'm this thing, this self that is just operating off all of my memories that I've ever had. And then we've had this shared experience. So we kind of share those things. And then we're at like this point here. So all of the interactions that you have in your life are 
these selves, like multiple selves that are mm. like sharing this reality. Mm. But I actually exist before that self. Like if I stopped calling myself Jace, if I stopped doing the podcast, if I went and sat in a cave, which like there's these like Zen dudes, I kind of do. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say digital, digital cave. Digital cave. <laughs> but like if there's people that have gone and sat in caves for nine years. Mm. not come out of a cave for nine years people just bring them food and they just sit there don't say a word nine years they're still them mm. but they're not anything of this self that they were before there's no you can't like attach anything to them so they exist so like I think that that's the what you're saying about like consciousness like what all we actually are is consciousness we're just aware of having an experience mm. and then the self like the Jacko the Dino the Jace that's the story that you tell yourself about the experience Mm. and that's what is this weird thing it's like why does that even exist why is that like if i can function and have an experience and live my life and like i breathe without knowing that i'm breathing i eat Mm. when i'm hungry i shit when i need to shit like all of those things are are autonomous there's Mm. so much more of consciousness that like does this shit without you even knowing like Mm. the subconscious runs so much deeper Mm. like my heart beats in time my lungs breathe whether Mm. like when we do the Wim Hof stuff like your body needs to breathe it doesn't Mm. just because you consciously are trying to stop breathing Mm. you don't stop breathing yeah you keep fucking breathing there's so much of this subconscious stuff that happens so I think the real question is like what's the need for this fucking self at all like what's the need for consciousness to become conscious of its own experience that's the that's a weird fucking question i don't know the answer to it (laughs) but But, i don't think i don't know the fucking well i don't think anyone no one does and i don't think you can yeah exactly and that's like yeah you shouldn't have to chase it that it all just comes back to we don't know so like who cares the kind of thing it's just like we know we're here we have it like that it all just comes back to man just like enjoying the experience while you are here and that's trying to work out all these other reasons behind it it's just being in that i'm here for these reasons let's enjoy it well the i think it's like the that self the way that you qualify your own experience that can it that's the thing that gives you joy and have and sadness Mm. so the real point of getting to that place where you can constantly witness the you that's before all of the thoughts and before the self and before all that is that you can actually spend time uh without any of that suffering without any of the good or the bad that that actually brings you Mm. you can just under and and then it becomes this reference point so when something shitty does happen to you or you do feel sad or you do feel depressed you're like you go that thing like if you can see the glove you're not the glove yeah and then you just go back and you know that 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 space is there and like if you can get into that space where you're okay you can let go of this identity of who you are and who people think you are and these problems and all this all this shit Mm. if you spend time in that place knowing that it exists then it sort of just makes everything else okay you can kind of alleviate a lot of the negatives that come from the the way you talk to yourself about your experiences yeah and i think like when you're saying when you do meditation you just get way better at that because like you you literally just it almost feels like i I hear a lot of meditation things talk about like your thoughts running through like a river and you're sitting on the bank watching them Mm -hmm. and it's like if you can watch them and like see them if they're good or bad or whatever they are and then understand them like okay well it's going through now because of that it's just like yeah you kind of just 
you just you're just watching yourself pretty much like you're watching yeah but where so when you're talking about like the the that's a good analogy yeah like people use that a lot right so you've got the river bank and then the thoughts good or bad everything that makes you you oh, is these good. thoughts that are flowing in that river right yeah and then it's like okay step out of the river and just watch the thoughts yeah but there's still a picture in your mind of a river, yeah. a riverbank, and a person. Well, that's say, Where are you watching that I was, from? I was going to say, who's the person? Exactly. Who, and that's, the, I guess, the self then. Like, and that's then the you person, just keep, but who's that? Yeah. Exactly. And then you just keep going back. And every time you think like, oh, well, I'm here looking at that, looking at that, looking at that. And you're like, okay, well, where's that from? Mm. And then you just keep going back and back and back until you just give up. You've done it enough times to where you just go, there's no one here. This is all just a, an experience that is happening and that that dude on the river maybe i've got control over that guy maybe i don't maybe i'm a product of everything that's ever happened but it's like i'll just do my best to make that dude do good yeah like that's the thing it doesn't matter like who that dude is he's just like yeah make him do what you want to do and what you get the most out of doing because people i guess they look at like they look at them per, like themselves on the river or whatever and they have like all these I don't know what you call like worries or whatever you're what judging you that person yeah. like is that person doing good is that person doing bad yeah. and then it's like well they're just thoughts in the river so now you're back in the river yeah 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 yeah. yeah. so if you just take yourself out and then just go along with it and it, dude it's like I think a lot of things that I've been realizing is like you get in that flow state when you're not in the river you're in that person just going through it kind of thing and it, it is all about like I guess flow state I'm trying to get more into but once you get in that flow state man like it's literally what it's called. Like you just throw, throw, can't even talk, flow um, through life so much easier. Yeah, it's interesting that and you talked about that because that's one of the things where I've always, like in all those clips that I've put up where I've said like, moto is meditation. This mm. is me- everything. Like whenever you're doing an exercise where you forget that you're actually the, the subject of the experience, where you forget yeah. that you're Dean riding the bike. You're just riding. You're riding the bike. You're every knobby. Like, man, I've, I've had times riding where, like, I'm literally so focused on the riding thing that the only, like, I feel like I'm the knobbies on the end of the tire. I'm like, whoa, like, pushing yeah, you down feel, the you peg. Feel, you feel like, everything. you're that close to the experience. Like, I'm not me riding that bike mm. anymore. I'm just that feeling of riding the bike. You're so invested in that moment. And like you said, that's what people, like... I don't know, meditation and like I guess just heavy focus kind of get a bad like they, people don't can like if you say meditation people are like oh whatever you just got to sit there and breathe but like you say it could be motocross it could be um, yeah. downhill it could be anything and it's that whole idea of just reacting and it's just like your performance can change so so dramatically if you can get into that mindset because like everything that you're doing it's like you don't even think about it you just do it and it's funny because like I only thought you could get in that flow state from riding yeah that's but, what's super cool but you can, you can do it everywhere in your life man and even like the other day I, I met a guy in Byron and we started chatting and we're like we're really on the same page same level and like got right into just like I guess just growth as a person per, oh, I can't talk at the moment person <laughs> and like just development and whatnot. And we're just both on like the exact same kind of journey, pretty much identical points in time. And I was just talking to him, man, and I just got in the flow state just from talking. And I wasn't thinking about anything that was coming out of my mouth. Like it was all just like flowing out. And it's just like, I was like, I didn't, it was almost like I could feel it happening. I was like, oh my God. And he was so invested as well. And it's happened a few times when I've been on like a bit of a life high and like I'll start talking to someone like that and they'll get and like they'll be so engaged like it's this different like their face almost just goes like mm. it's a different look and I and the first time it 
kind of happened i thought they were just bored and i was like oh you guys wouldn't like no like we're so invested in it and i was like you can get yourself in that flow state doing anything and i just when i realized i could do it just with talking to people i'm like get me there as often as i can because it's such a nice nice thing to just like literally just express everything you're feeling and not think about it like just comes out and just you know it's the right thing to say because it's like your brain shuts off like and 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 like if you say the wrong thing don't judge that person you know what i mean don't like we're just so like what you said is like you're taking the hands off the wheel yeah and i think that when like i said before about like you you breathe without knowing that you're breathing you do there's so much stuff that you do without even knowing that you're doing it and i i think that if you actually give yourself a lot more credit for uh your natural ability to do that without thinking there's a lot of stuff that you can do without thinking where you'll just go on autopilot and that jujitsu post that i put up when i did the state titles and i was like watching it and like i don't remember any of the stuff Mm. that i did i remember like a couple key little moments Mm. like i got flashes from that from that match but all of that is just autopilot and how good is that feeling like how good you're doing exactly what you're doing like want to do at like a high level and it's just it's so easy like mm-hmm. everything's just coming so natural and it's like it's it's elusive to try and get it but like you've got to figure out how to get yourself there and i feel like i can keep you, obviously it's just all practice but right now i'm like i want to find that flow state and it, it comes down to like breathing and diet and everything else that comes along with it but you need to like at the end of the day all mindset like completely yeah, you've all just mindset. got to actively not have the the you like the story of yourself you've got to not qualify the experience like you've got to not label anything as good or bad a hot cold up down like just let yourself go on Mm. autopilot and like almost watch what you are doing and you you'll hear people that um say like oh well like you've said actually you had like that outer body experience and Mm. you just watched it it's like you're then just like the witness yeah. to this. How crazy that's You're tra- just that's aware tra- that's of the person that you actually are. And you're just aware. You're like, you're not thinking about the you that you are. You're not, you're just like looking at yourself yeah. in third person. You're like, fuck, that's actually insane. Like I, I'm literally living and operating and I'm not even thinking about it. I'm not even there. Yeah, dude, that, that's exactly right. And like, I just want to say that like, it's pretty crazy that out-of-body experience and that like different perspective of who I was as a person has changed my whole life, like completely changed it. Like, like I said, I came up here and we did the podcast. I moved my whole life and it's constantly put me to here, which is on a high, but it all came from that moment of changing my perspective of like what I want to do and who I am and like who I want to be around and like everything changed and it just kept like snowballing to better stuff. But like, it just took that moment mm. of like looking at myself in a different light. And that's what people don't, people don't like look at themselves in a light of like, they can be better or do better. And it's like, even when you said you like, you didn't really want the podcast to succeed or because it was just weird to see like money in your account or whatever. And it's just like, how do you get someone to see themselves as what they truly can become? Cause mm. I'll talk to my friends, man. And I'll like, I, I have so much, I see so much potential in like everyone, like everyone. I just see it. And like, you know how you said when we did the first podcast, like not everyone can be a Luke Bruni or whatever. Like Mm. it's, it's hard. Go to a hospital into like a room where there's just been like, just say 50 babies or whatever. Point out the world champions, Mm. point out the successful people. You can't, we're all the same. We all start at this one point and it's like, what do you put into these? Like, Mm. what do you put into their heads? How do you grow them as a person? But you can change that at any point in your life. And even like with now, I said like, I want to read a lot more and I want to write. And that's something I used to be terrified of as a kid, like terrified. I was a kid like back of the classroom, mm. head in my textbook, like I don't want to get picked and I read and I'll stutter and I'd hate it. It's terrible. And I'm like, I wouldn't 
put myself out to make it better like and that's I, a story that you tell yourself yeah exactly because like i was tell like yourself you're that, oh, that kid I, I can't be smarter i can't do it and then you and then you keep relaying that through your head until you just and it's just been honestly something that's like i've never dealt with until like now and now i'm like so invested in it. like i started writing man and i was like oh i'm good at this and i like it i enjoy it and i was like well that was a fear i overcome the fear and now it's like turned into a love but I've, I've heard a thing that like most of the things we strive towards was once a trauma in our life. So like when you're a kid, a trauma, like, and that's probably why I want to do the podcast thing, man, because like I was so terrified of like reading or public speaking as a kid. I want to overcome that. And that's made me drive towards this new passion. Mm. And it's just like so many people have those traumas in their life that they don't, they don't, they don't face. And like that trauma could be used as an equal success in your life. And they just look at it as like a trauma, but like, go into it like go deep in your trauma and i know mm. it's, it's hard it's gonna suck it's gonna hurt and it's gonna feel shit but what you can get back out of that trauma is something that's gonna be so so positive and that all comes back to like that pain will grow you if you let it grow mm. like even when i shared my story man like people were like thank you for sharing your pain and i was like i didn't share my pain like i shared my hope that you could be in something like that and be better mm. like if i was still if i was still in that way if i was still depressed and whatever then i'm sharing my pain but i'm not sharing that i'm sharing like i was there now i'm here you can do the same thing and that's the whole thing if i can do it you can do it because mm. like there's nothing special about me man like high school dropout had a dream went after it made it happen saw how good it's changed my life saw the freedom i get to do saw the people i get to hang out with and i love it so why wouldn't i want to give that back to other people that's like you can do the same like look at you, you you're doing this job being a, like doing the setting up the podcast and you love it and you enjoy it and it's growing and even with jackson and sunglass and photography he loves it but that doesn't just happen mm. you don't just wake up one day and suddenly have a studio and people working for you or become a world champion anything like it takes time and effort but like you put that in, you grow, you do that. And it's just like, people need to see that like they need to make the start and it's going to be shit at the start. Mm. It's always going to be shit at the start. It's like, you don't know what you're doing. You got no idea. That's the fear. Get through that fear, start working your way at it. And eventually it could take ten, like both of our stories over 10 years. And now it's like that point we say where it's, it's go time, hundred mm. percent go time. And people just like, they, they look at the start. They look at it's hard. When, when like people say like with the marathon thing, you normally go the fastest at the start and at the end. And it's just like, that's how it should be. You should be so yeah, motivated yeah, at the start. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to be world champion. And then in the middle, you kind of fade out. Yeah. But now, like, it's it, like right now, man. Like In, I, in writing, they call it, um, this is a sick analogy for it. They call it the marathon in the middle. Yeah. They say that, like, it's this is like a Stephen King thing that any, like, you can write the start of a novel and the end of a novel. Yeah. But filling that fucker out in the middle like mm. that's the the marathon the in the part. middle yeah. and man it's such a good analogy like writing a book doing a podcast starting a brand fucking mm. all of it man but how, all of it is so hard to do in the middle how good's that like i'm not saying we're towards the end because there's so much more to come but like almost like at the end of the struggle almost like the end of like the this was so like this was like took so long to get to here and just like the population and like and like people's potential and everything this is like the go time yeah and i just feel like i keep being around people where i'm like this is the go time but you make it the go time like i remember like i had a point when we were in isolation and i was like watching the world cups and all that and i got this new love for like i was like i was a fan again and i realized how cool it was and how good yeah. my lifestyle was and i looked at it and i was like like i want this so badly and it is go time now so i'm like let's do everything we can let's do everything possible and like let's change our lives forever in the how, ne- how hard was it to say no to do racing this year dude it was so tricky because it was like they they rescheduled it and then they'd cancel it and they reschedule it so in my head i was like 
it was just like a wave of emotions. Like you get real pumped up. I'd start to get fit again. I'd get good on the downhill bike and then they'd cancel two events. And honestly, pretty crushing. Like to just it's like, it's my whole everything. I was putting everything into it and like to go out and slog yourself like on a bike. Like I know everyone's like, it's not work or whatever. If you want to be at the bit, like top, you need to grind. Like you need to get in that, like the hurt box. So to do that and then for like no end, but that's something I looked at. Like I should just be enjoying yeah, that the process. process yeah. Like I don't need, and that's something I learned during the process. Like, cause it kept getting taken away and I'd get depressed and I didn't want to do anything and I didn't want to train. And by the third time it happened, I remember I started to write down notes about how I was reacting to it. Mm. So I'd look at myself and be like, yeah, you're not eating clean anymore and you don't want to train, but why? And then I'd kind of start to look at myself and that's how it was like, okay, well, why do we need to be fit and healthy just to ride a bike down a hill? Why don't we just be fit and healthy for life? Because mm. life hits you so much harder than a, than a downhill track. Like life is always changing and like, wouldn't I want to be the fittest so like I can meet fit people and go be healthy and then yeah, like be happy yeah. and like you should train as hard as a professional athlete just to deal with life yeah, like fuck get yeah. get rid of get rid of the the the, the race the, the whatever like don't worry about that just be fit healthy a good person grow your knowledge everything just to be a good person like yeah. you don't need a goal to be and that's what i started doing like even now like with the like i didn't have to run the marathon i just wanted to see if i could do it and i wanted to feel good and i did feel good after it because you need that struggle to get that happiness like you need to put yourself out there and like really really hurt and then understand why like even dude when i got my um my carpal tunnel surgery you know i was telling you like i didn't watch the first one i remember i went under and i was like i don't like i was um i was actually awake for it but i didn't mm. want to watch it because i like i was just like okay like you can do it and i could feel them like cutting and stuff and i could actually hear it hearing it was the worst so mm. Um, got the first one done and then when I left they're just like oh here's it um, for Panadol and I think it was like Panadol Ford or something and I was like I don't like it I don't feel good on it so I think I just took some Nurofen give me some oxys so, yeah see I like that's what everyone said to me man like everyone was like on that kind of page but then when I went in for the second surgery I was kind of thinking about it I was like can I watch this like can I watch the full process of like getting cut open that's heavy getting stuff yeah was like numb or? yeah yeah my hand was actually so my out. palm was numb but I couldn't actually feel them cutting or anything like that. Like I could, I can't, it's like a weird, like a sensation. Yeah, like you can yeah. feel the, like a, yeah. yeah. So I went into it and they're like, yep, that's fine. I actually got a mate to film it. And we went in there and I'm just like trying to like pump myself up. Cause like, it's like pretty full on experience. And no matter if your mind's in it, your body's still going to react poorly. Like it's getting yeah, cut, yeah, cut open. So I was there and I watched them like slice it open. That was all good. The sound was so weird hearing your skin get cut. But yeah. then I opened it and then my body went into shock um, pretty much straight away. So they went into shock. And then I thought I was going to vomit. It lost all the color. And I was like, calm. Like, it's just a feeling. Bring myself out of it. And I fully brought myself out of shock. And then just finished watching them finish it off and then stitch it up. And I was like, I fully, like, overcome the shock of, like, not vomiting or not freaking yeah, out. Yeah. I went back into it. But, like, I know I can deal with that now. Yeah. And then after I left the surgery again, then it's like, oh, do you need more painkillers? And I was like, no, I'm not going to take any painkillers whatsoever. Like, I don't yeah. want to I don't want to mask the pain. I just want to, like, experience it. Because this is self-inflicted. Like, I'm doing this because I want to lose the carpal tunnel syndrome and be able to hold onto my bike and be a better racer. So, I'm like, how is that any different than going to the gym and training hard? Yeah. So, it's like, that. It's like that's just pain you're putting your body through to achieve a goal. So, I went home and I actually did a podcast with Lee Hogan. I did the pain and the painkiller, like, the numbness started wearing off midway through the, the podcast. Oh. And I felt so bad because my mind was all over the place and I'm trying to talk to Lee and I was just like, oh, this probably wasn't the best idea, but did that with him. And then I, like, went to bed afterwards and I was in bed, man. It's, like, 12 o'clock and my, it's, like, that pulsing pain. Yeah. And my wrist is just pulsing. And I'm just, like, just trying to be in that pain. 
and like understand okay like i'm doing this for a reason and like setting my threshold that high and i just remember being there and i like i knew i was doing that because i wanted to see like how far can i push this and that's mm-hmm. what i keep doing like how far can i take this and then the next day it was fine i woke up and it was like it was all good and i'm glad i did that if i just took a heap of painkillers and numb that it just would have been it just would have been gone mm-hmm. and i think that's what so many people do now there's they they hide the pain they don't they don't confront their pain and it's just like the same i look at painkillers and antidepressants as being the same and it's been proven with antidepressants that it's like it's mostly even a placebo effect mm-hmm. if you say if you give someone sugar pills and they said they were antidepressants they would feel better because they think they should feel better so it's all in the head but i'm like no one addresses that pain and that's the thing it's just like i want to i want to feel that pain because i want to grow from that pain and that's the whole thing with training now it's just like i want to get in that spot like i want to run a marathon and then sprint the last bit just so i can see like how far can i take this and that's just been with anything it's like that's the whole want it and know why to want it mm. but it's just like everywhere even like getting your snake out the other day like petrified petrified of snakes so i'm like i want to overcome that because if i can overcome that fear you can overcome any fear like what like that's what you say you're not really scared of that much stuff but i'm like i'm not either but everything i am i want to overcome like public speaking terrifies me want to overcome it like for anyone that's got something they're scared of that's that's where you start mm. overcome that and then that's going to keep growing because you're like oh, i'm also scared to go and do this or talk to that person or like start a business or anything and it's just like it, it is a fear because you can lose but i'm like would you rather try and lose than not try at all? And mm. that's the whole thing. Like when I've had races where I've given everything and I've crashed, I'm not even bummed because I gave everything. What more do you want from me? I've given everything I had into that. And yes, it didn't work out, but life doesn't always work out. But I learned from that and now I can move on and better myself in something else. But you just, you need to take that leap, man. You need to take that leap and then back it up with a heap of hard work, mm. like shit loads of hard work. And that's what people don't, they don't do they'll see something and then they'll just kind of tiptoe around it and that's what i did with racing and i guess you did that with the podcast is certainly all in america with that but that all takes knowledge and if you can mentor someone into that like it's it's just going to help so much and that's what that's what i want to do now like i really want to just try and mentor people and and make their curve of learning just quicker and just being happy and stoked on life because i'm like I, I like honestly love my life. I love that I can come out here with you guys. Like I've had a ball over the last so I've lost, last few days, and I'm just like, even remember when I came up the first time, I was so I was like, I'm coming up here, it's happening, and but I didn't have a plan, man. I was just like so driven to be here because I love it up here. But now, like I've I've got a plan. Like I know what I want to do. I know what I need to do, and it might take a few years or whatever. But I like I can see it now in my head, and it's cool to see a goal and visualize that goal. And then be like overwhelmed with joy because you know you're going to do everything possible to achieve that. And that's why I get so happy all the time because I'm like, I'm in that mindset that I'm like, I see something that once might have seemed impossible or like ridiculous. And now I look at it as like, that's so doable if I do everything I know I should do and keep setting up the, the plans and putting in place the things I need to do. And like to have that feeling, man, that's what makes life so enjoyable. The thing too that's really cool with this new goal. So essentially, like Dean would like to move to Burley, but and he could move to Burley, but he's decided that he's going to go back, live in Bright, and train his ass off until he can basically get some good results, make some bulk cash, and then buy a place. The thing that makes it really cool is you could sell your place in Bright you could move up here right like all of these things you could do right now Mm. and i think that that's like the important distinction to make is that you've got a goal Mm. but you could achieve it instantly Mm. right now if you just decided to do it but you've decided that it would be better to delay that sense of gratification delay the feeling until you've achieved it the way that you want to achieve it Mm. and there's so many things that like people do 
and they just do it to satisfy whatever the craving or urge well, is in the moment and go- they don't delay the the response well it all goes back to like giving up something you want now for something you want in the future and that's what people won't do they won't give up something now mm. like i'm giving up like i said i could come up here i could do it but that's not going to give me what i want in the future and like i love like i say how happy i am when i'm up here and i love it here but it's like i need to give my time up now and put it where i know i need to put it but then it's gonna it's gonna change everything for the better it's mm. like it's just like put yeah put your head down put the work in set a goal have a goal have a vision and then just strive towards that but even in my head now man like from where i'm at i'm like i know i'm gonna be up here eventually yeah like it's in my head like it's just gonna happen but it might be in a year or two years or however long it takes but my plan in place is like that's gonna make it happen but like you say people like i could have just come up here when i first came up here and try to balance being an athlete and living here and all that but i didn't have a plan and it probably wouldn't all work out and then i might just lose everything and then back to square one where it's like now i'm like no i know what i need to do i'm and you gotta enjoy the process as well like that's the thing like i'm so happy for like to just go through the process that i know i need to do and so happy to be able to like have it as a job again and like be in front of a crowd like that to me and just little wins man like hopping on a plane like yeah. getting on a plane and going to europe that to me in my head now is a win like yeah. if i get to do that i'm already happy like i'm already and that to me was something that used to look like a like a hassle or a drag it's like everything leading up to a race weekend is going to put me on such a high just to be involved in that and have the mindset like this is a dream job appreciate it and live in the moment honestly it's funny because like in my head then i won't care how the race goes and because i won't care that's what when i do the best because Mm. i don't care if i get a flat tire if i crash whatever look what i got to experience i was just in austria and there's like snow-capped mountains looking at me i've got doing what i love in front of like people getting paid to ride a bike exactly and i always say man like imagine if like 12 year old me could look at me now and he would be so pumped Mm. like so pumped I'm like, why can't we be that pump now? Because it's the same person. You've just got eight years in the middle to determine whether your, your happiness back then determines what, how happy you are now. Mm. And it's such a silly thing. And I think people lose sight of that. They lose sight of like a dream or a goal they set up as like a kid or a child or whatever. And then everything happens kind of like as it should. Like it's like a stepping stone process. So when you do get it here, like imagine if you look back when you're like, oh, I should do a podcast. And then obviously you put everything towards that to build this. But when you got it, you wouldn't be as stoked as you would be if you got it ex- back in that moment. Oh, 100%. But it's like, has it happened? But I'm just trying to be like that happy now. Like, and just look around and just like, just take in what I get to do. And like, dude, it's like, I, I look at people that live these jobs where they don't grow and they don't, they don't develop themselves. And I look at that as like scarier than death. Like I mm. look at that being here, doing something that doesn't excite me, doesn't grow me, doesn't push me, doesn't give me a chance to talk to other like-minded people. Like I look at that as like, what's the point then? Like, but even if you've got a job that you fucking hate, you don't, no one works 20 hours a day. Mm. Like that's eight hours. All right. Maybe eight hours is shit, but then you could set your life up to do other, like a bunch of other cool shit. Like, all right, I get this job pays for my lifestyle but like so Shane's a fucking good example of this like the my buddy he's one of my coaches with jiu-jitsu yeah he's worked at a supermarket for seven eight years and like it's a sick supermarket it's not like a IGA yeah. but he worked there for so long right shout because Flannery's yeah shout <laughs> out Flannery's because he had this goal of owning his own jiu-jitsu academy yeah. and so eight years like he come up with this goal like pretty much as soon as he started jiu-jitsu which is like everybody's fucking goal when they start jiu-jitsu and he actually did it he just like worked at a grocery store worked and like he had all these people that were like judging him that and like he could he could have felt that you know like he he was a real estate agent 
before he did that but he was mm. like nah jujitsu like this is what I want to do and like he just fucking gave up all of the the shit that you know worked that job that he hated mm. right but what did he do with the other eight hours that he wasn't I can't say he actually hated his job but it's not like yeah, not, not that's his, not your dream job not his dream job yeah so he's in this thing he's got his eight hours that he works at that job and then as soon as he gets done he goes to training and mm. is a fucking animal mm. fucking animal gets home from training watches YouTube videos mm. watches instructionals drills with friends mm. everything he can do to be good at jiu-jitsu and then over the years he starts dropping one day of work a week because he's coaching at the academy so he's getting a little bit of money off that to where he can drop that day kind of got to adjust his lifestyle back can't have a nice car can't have this can't have that and then it's like you get into year seven goes in gets gets himself a gym now he's like literally coaching and he's still he's still working at Mm. that grocery store even though he's got like he's got the gym and he's like he's still doing but still like he will wait until the last moment until it's so sure he's so dialed in that he's like no one can take this away from me now like I've done every single thing possible to Mm. have this happen that's a fucking like seven year process man you want it though you gotta want it that's a guy that really wants it Mm. and and that's a guy that worked a job that wasn't his dream job Mm. so it's like it's up to you that even if you do have a job that you don't like doing it's like that doesn't that's you've not got, your got, that's got, not a death sentence for yeah. you. like you've got so many other hours in the yeah. day you've just got to choose to not be depressed about the Pick. job that you got and not be down and then have that stop you from doing this mm. and stop you from doing that or make you just want to hit the piss like Dude, friday check. afternoon fucking all i want to do is just go out work's been fucked this mm. week like i'm just gonna go hit the bag and fucking carry on mm. it's like no cunt get up at six mm. You like, get up an hour earlier every day and like what can that change in your life but as soon as you change I don't have the time to it's not a priority mm. like how stupid does it look but look, I remember when I was a kid that is a true statement yeah as soon as you go I don't have the time it's like no you've got the time look at how long you've been on Instagram for look how long you've been just doing nothing but dude, when I started racing like I would catch a bus to school at like 7 every morning hour bus ride there and then on the way home I'd catch it like 15 minutes past where I lived walk to the gym get off the bus walk like a K or two to the gym go to the gym for like an hour and a half call my mum she'd come pick me up from the gym and I'd drive back home and it was dark so I'd get up when it was dark catch a bus go to school all day and then I could just say I don't have time I've got to catch a bus I'd just go until it was dark and then get someone else to come pick me up Mm. and I remember I'd do that like two three times a week and I just did it because I had that goal in my mind that's what I want to do that's like that's the start like Mm. that's when you say you've got all that energy but like you need to just keep that now because I don't have to catch a bus every day and I don't have to go to school. I just have to do one thing. Yeah, you're still that same dude yeah, that ex- did do that. Exactly. But like, I yeah, like I went through that and I was like, I wanted it that badly that I would, I'd go literally night to night and just, yeah, just live this little life. But I'm like, no, no one sees that. No one thinks about it. Like you said, same with, is it in the grocery store? Like, you just got to grind and you got to, yeah. and you make your own time. Yeah. Like you, as soon as you put it, like I want to do it, you can make time. And then slow, like you said, like the thing you don't want to do is slowly going to, disappear and the thing you do want to do is certainly going to create itself into like a better opportunity but you need to do you need to start it you need to start making that time for yourself mm. and it's just like even it was funny because you know how i was saying like you can um make a list of things like that you really want to do someone was telling me the other day make like a feelings list of like things you want to feel not mm. so much because it's like we do these things because we obviously want to get a feeling out of it but instead of like being like i want to like i want to go for a run so i feel exhausted like 
put just like I just want to feel exhausted today and then kind of work your way back yeah so it's like I want to I want to overcome fear today and then just try and be like well how do I do what that what am I scared of yeah, yeah that's yeah, a fucking yeah, cool exactly. way to look at that so it's just like in, and then make a list man like I want to feel happy today I want to feel like in love I want to feel like all this and then go out and try and find those things instead of like because you say like anything you do is just to try and get a feeling out of it like no matter what it is you're doing yeah, something yeah everything you do serves you as yeah, as a feeling so I'm like well how do you want to feel like not what do you want to do how do you want to feel so I'm like I want to feel excited or like driven today and go how do I have to, like and then you just relate that back to like I know if I go for a run or go for a ride that's going to make me feel driven or whatever and once you've got your thing of like how you want to feel you can just set your plan from that but that's yeah. fucking cool as I've never thought of it like that well you think of everything we do man that's what I start to try and work out with myself when I'm like why do I want to be a world champion why Fuck, do I, I want to be horny eh? what? <laughs> easily done just tick that off straight away just gonna stare at Jacko's uh, blue eyes <laughs> just, just wake up in the morning tick off the box but yeah dude it's just like something that's just like a different way of looking at it yeah that's because, a sick way because as soon it. as you um as soon as you start realizing like oh like because you obviously know how you want to feel most of the time and most of the time it is happy and excited and driven and whatnot and then just put those down and then just work the way back of like okay how do i make that happen and then make them your like non-negotiables and like this is this is how i stand the level i want to stay on mm. and that's like i said like cooking cleaning um just doing like little things like reading or like stretching running like if i do those things like it's it's like i know they're going to make me happy and they do and just keep doing them because mm. as soon as you drop off that man like even when i said i'd like i love being a gypsy at the moment i love driving around in my van but i hadn't like cooked anything for ages and i knew that made me feel good yeah and then before the podcast well, i'm like well i want to feel the best i can going into the podcast so then i was like i'll do that and so and instantly instantly and that's the thing is like i did that for me as much as you get a benefit out of it by yeah. like eating the food like i'm doing that for me and people get confused because i don't think they they don't see that way they don't see giving to others is such a rewarding thing for yourself so like when i've like the other day i gave a kid just an old downhill bike so he could ride with that ollie davis kid and the parents and everyone like oh no like it's too much it's too much i'm like i'm getting more out of this than he is he's just getting a bike i'm getting such a good feeling out of this and i just and then i'm just going to keep getting that good feeling if the bike's sitting in the shed man like who cares like you get so attached to these things that you think like are gonna you attach your happiness to these possessions you have and like as soon as you start giving shit away man you feel so much better and like you say you get stuff back but it's it's something that people just need to like just let go of stuff mm. like let go of like I've got this thing it's so funny I've got like just say I was to become world champion I've got like a thing in my head of what the first thing I'm gonna do when I like become it and it's like I'm gonna write it down and date it and then I reckon when it ha- if it does happen I'm just gonna be like that's like it, it, it just be like such a good way of showing people like an idea mm. of how I'm like give back give back as much as you can because as soon as you start giving back man it just becomes easier and it's just like life like it's just easy to go in that flow state mm. and surround yourself with people that are giving like it's funny if you're around a heap of people that are like super giving and then you go to people that aren't and it's such an obvious change like even like Jacko just I was um I had a pair of his sunnies on he's like oh you just keep them and I was like fuck like that's so nice like they just give it but then like a day before when I was in Byron I just gave a guy a book and then I just gave him a book like the other day like but it's just like it just keeps happening because you're in that mindset and even when I had the book and I was like oh I'll give it to Jack I'm like oh, I probably won't get it back and then there's a little part of me just like yeah, oh yeah. I want to keep it I'm not going to read it again like it's just like it's, but it's like that little but I, it was just like a second because mm. it hit me for a second and then I was like no but it's just like catching yourself out when you do have those feelings Yeah. so I was like oh I'm just going to lose this book now but I'm like so what who cares like I've, I've read it I enjoyed it you can have it now he's giving me sunnies and then hopefully because of that good gesture someone else will happen and just keeps flowing onwards so 
that's the thing. Just give, give and you'll, you'll receive. It's just like such an obvious thing that I think people get so caught up in like mine, this is all mine. You can't have it kind of thing. And well, you've got it. The, the thing that makes it hard is that like, you've got to make the first step and that requires you giving something that you feel attached to. Yeah. So that's kind of where I think that people get fucked up on that. Cause they're like, yeah, but that means that I've got to do that first. Why doesn't mm. someone just give me, then you no. can start that whole conversation. Dude, just yeah. Crack the seal. Like I've got a thing now cause I've got, um, I've got old downhill bikes that like from Intense and um, I think I've got an old Da Vinci. You know, I've already given a kid an old Da Vinci, but I'd love to do a thing where like at like a Vic series level or something, do like a rider development program where you have like, so just say under 19s kids and you're kind of like do some maybe some riding with them and be like okay we do a bit of a development camp during a race weekend or something yeah. and like try and push them and be like if i select a few kids like they could just they can just ride my bikes for a year if they've like they're just like just use them in a race they can be my bikes you can use them like progress because i'm like you get like it's just sitting there in my shed and yeah it looks cool and yeah i've got some memories attached to it but like it's not doing anything mm. and i'm like what i'm like sweet i'll put it in my shed one day and i'll look and be like that i can attach a memory to it which is cool but i'd much rather attach a kid's success to that like imagine if a kid got it and that was the spark that made him look at like okay i've got a good bike now let's put more work in where can we take this and mm. then if he became something like if he achieved a great goal or like overcome something himself like man like that is so beneficial like that shit's all over anything else and it's like the kid that messaged me about when his dad passed away and it made him feel good because it's just bringing good things out of good people which then flows on to more people mm. so you're just producing like a better environment for people to live in and it's just like why not do that like why not but i think we get so attached to these things that we like you think they're going to be you're going to be happier with them mm. but it's like yeah but i don't i don't think that's people's fault that much though because fuck man there is some money that gets spent on making people buy shit like that is the religion of our time it's programmed like, into us capitalism is the religion that's the mm. thing we all believe in everybody believes in it everybody's does it there's world wars that are fought over that like essentially capitalism like free market society buy 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 once it's done keep buying like that's the thing that has allowed this whole deal to expand mm. the way it has that's what drives technology that's what drives innovation so it's like i don't think people should feel like necessarily bad if that's their default function like you've been born into a society where that is the thing like and you know you could literally apply everything to this like the schooling system oh all they want to do is make good workers mm. yeah that's the system like mm. that's what we've been born into that like, you have to act actively like seek out the knowledge that you're talking about like mm. what you've learned now that isn't the standard stock mm. default setting that comes mm. on Dean Lucas. Mm. That's the shit that you have to really figure out yourself. Like you have to kind of break out of that oh, for sure. thinking, you know? So like, I don't think it's just not as obvious once you know, you can't unknow. Yeah. But I just don't think that until you've had that experience, like it's not your fault. If you can, if you're listening to this now and you look back and you're like, fuck, I've been like that this whole time. Like mm. can't believe, don't feel bad about that that's the way the world that's the way you, is set yeah, up like you were born into this yeah but it is possible to not feel attachment and the, the other thing too is this is why i think that the traveling thing comes in is i think subliminally what's happening is people are going to these places and they're going oh they're happy without possessions they're happy without running water yeah. they're happy without electricity they're happy without getting to travel they're happy without all these things and i think 
that affects your like if you let it affect your subconscious that is the thing that does affect you is that you figure out that all of the things that we attach happiness to there's more people in the i guess you'd call like the east than the Mm. west you know like the in terms of population Mm. essentially australia like you look at the things that make people in australia happy that's 22 million people that are all kind of made happy by things and experiences Mm. and stuff then you go to a place like vietnam there's more people in vietnam than australia Mm. and there's more people there that are happy with way less than what we've got so like there's a there's a wiring that's going wrong but like this Mm. this country has more money like australia has more money but i wouldn't say we have more. no that's that's the thing it's like yeah when we're if you went off um like how that because most of the time the poorest people in the world are the happiest people because all they need is each other and that's what they like that's all they've ever had they don't have this idea like you look at all the rich people that commit suicide and stuff and it's like well money's not the goal then is it I think it might be in like Indonesia or might, might, might have to Google this, but it's in like an Asian country. They have the happiness of the country is like a GDP kind of thing. Like the grand. Really? Yeah. Of, uh, happiness. They're full like. Can you search that, Ronan? Just say like happiness. Uh, how would you search that? I don't know. It's just like gross happiness of a country. Oh, happiness index. There we yeah, go. Yeah, there you oh, go. Oh, fucking Ronan. <laughs> Did you take Google as a subject in high school? Gross, Did you what, fucking what, ace that shit? What country was it in? Gross National Happiness Index. Let's just click into that. I like the sound of this. Oh, yeah. What country is it in? Is a single number... Uh, the Gross National Happiness Index is a single number index developed from 33 indicators categorized under nine domains. The GNH index is constructed based upon a robust, multidimensional methodology known as Alkiri, the Alkiri Foster Method. So click into... Where would we click into now? States, maybe go up to states up the top there. Left, left, left. Yeah, see if there's. Oh, here we go. Let's go to Australia down here, 2018. Uh, what is this giving us? Not a lot. Maybe we'll try a new search. Yeah, there's fucking a lot going on here. Um, how happy are that you've got yourself a Jamie? Unreal, unreal. <laughs> right. There's so much room for so there's so much room for activities now oh, in the Google. So much room. It's honestly kind of weird because I'm so used to I'm so used to having like doing podcasts where there's just no break and like you've got to sit and like think the whole just time go, like go, what's go. next, what's next. Like it's fucking intense. And then you do you get to just like look at some shit um, online. It just like feels like it lets you have a bit of a breath. Yeah, you can yeah. just like relax a tiny bit. Um, I'm, I, I swear it was in like an Asian country, but they yeah they talk. About, I've heard about that. Yeah, before. they talk about and like w- like why is that not a thing that we like? What's like the suicide numbers? Yeah, exactly. We just don't care. So like, sweet, that's just not something we'll, we'll take up. Yeah, and I just well, think we can like, change that as well. That's the yeah, that's the, but that'd have to come from people. Like that's not going to come from the system. And that was like mm. this is one conversation I had with Davey from you know Hookup Podcast. Yeah, have you ever done his podcast? No, no, no. You should do it. He's a fucking good dude. Hit him up. Yeah, he <laughs> just literally hit him up. He'd one hundred percent have you on. Yeah. He's a fucking G. But we were talking about. Um, he was sort of like complaining about like he went through the UK lockdown and he was complaining about some certain things about it, which makes fucking sense. Like mm. perfect, perfectly uh, makes sense to complain about certain living conditions. Yeah. But like I sort of just said to him, like the goal of any system is to stay a system. Mm. And I think that that's the thing. Like 
a, a, a system doesn't function to constantly better itself. That's not unless that's like written into the program, mm. then that that would have to be like the main objective. So the objective of capitalism isn't fairness. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. So then that's that wouldn't be that system. That wouldn't be the system of capitalism. So like you've got this system that we're all involved in and we're a capitalist nation, the Western world, the free world is capitalist, <laughs> yeah. right? So you just gotta think to to the goals. The goals of the system are not to get better, not to improve. This system's been made. It works. It works for a lot of people. But the goal is keep making products, keep buying products. Mm. And, you know, that's the, I think that... That's kind of just sad though that that's like so like... But pro- it works. Pro- but it, yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the thing is you in any system, you could, you could point out the flaws it's in not, the yeah, system. It's just how it is. Exactly. Yeah. And so we're, we can't step outside of this shit as easy as as people think and oh no it's and gonna be the i think one of the problems is this is where like the conspiracy shit comes in all the conspiracy stuff you could like point back to and just go like hey yes we're in capitalism like 5g they want faster internet that mm. more people want to use like this isn't about this isn't some conspiracy to like fuck the world mm. this is just about more money mm. and this is like what people this is like what our whole thing is built on yeah it's probably fucked up but then there's also not a lot of slavery in capitalist countries there's also you know there's the living standard in terms of like people live way longer than they used to so there's all this stuff that it's like you take it for granted because it just happens this is just what the system provides Mm. and then it's easy to like all right you've got all your needs taken care of we live in these nice places and we we all got the ability to get a job if you need to get the doll you get the fucking doll if you have to covid happens you get your 750 a week Mm. and then it's so easy to sit from that place and then say what's wrong with the system Mm. but then you look at places like you know you want to talk about people that are so happy that they've got nothing Mm. they've that's there's no like they're so preoccupied with just basic survival Mm. that surviving is the win like they don't have time to think about Mm. how fucked up this is how fucked because it's not going to help you survive Mm. and i think that's where we get it that's where we get it wrong you know yeah but i feel like we should get back to that like whole idea of like you should just be happy like not just to survive but like like you say just be in this that kind of setting it's just like you don't need anything to actually be truly happy and i know there's all this stuff that comes along with being like in the system and trying to like once you kind of step out of it i guess you look at it a different way mm. to a certain extent and then but it's also stepping out and then looking back and then just being happy that you're in this like yeah you're in that moment where you can kind of see it for what it really is i think too like when I read Sapiens, that was mm. a like that really changed my worldview on so much stuff. Like, the world is so much better than it used to be. Like, yeah. the world used to be fucked, like mm. so fucked. Mm. Like mercenary armies, like the fucking Dutch trading company Ew. gets an army and sends it to Indonesia, and just fucking slaughters mm. everyone so that it can take the resources. Yeah, that doesn't happen anymore. Mm like that's done pretty much like i mean maybe there's some you know in africa and shit with like diamonds like there's still a little bit of it but that was all of the world mm. and then you go back to medieval so, times look, it's like even like with that like saying how like we got covid um lockdown we're gonna pay you to be at home like yeah. so many people getting making more money than they normally make and they're still complaining not that long ago people getting sent to war 
yeah, and yeah. not coming. And you didn't even have a choice. And you weren't getting here. You don't get paid. You got to go to war. The draft. Here's, here's a gun. You're in the jungle now. Someone's shooting at you. And you're you, 15. And you're 15. Yeah, you're 15. And then you've got people over here. It's like you're getting paid more than you get paid to do your job to be inside. And I, I know, still hard. Still can be like a full on thing to be like locked down or whatever. But just look from the outside, man. Like I just finished this book, World's Happiest Man. Yeah. And he was a guy that went through the Holocaust. He talks about like he was working away for years from his family. So they sent him off to like learn a trade. And then when he got back, his family was in hiding, but he went back to the house where they lived and the, the Gestapo just came and found him and just like threw him straight into like a concentration camp, like away for all this time, got back as soon as he got back. They, they actually killed his dog and then threw him in a concentration camp. That was his first encounter coming back home. Then anyway, he finds he, he finally gets out, he um, finds his family and then they all get put on a train to go to, they get caught by the, the Germans again. They were like in hiding. And he gets sent on a train. They go on a train for nine days with just water in like freezing cold conditions, snow. Like I think like half the people died just going to Auschwitz. They get there. As soon as they get there, they split off like the young and the, the older and the younger. So these parents go, like they got no idea what's happening. So he gets, the old people get pushed off one way and he gets pushed off the other way. They put him in a room for three days with pitch black and just start screaming stuff out into like the darkness, like gas, gas or fire just to scare people. So scared they'd run around and like trample each other while they're in this room. So then he survives that finally gets out of that after three days and like hasn't eaten like he's close to dying and then they let him out and then he asks like where have my, my, my parents gone and straight up they just pointed to like a building and like that's the crematorium like that's where they went that's it that's and that's after like so like in the last 10 days he just lost his whole family he's all he should be dead like all this and it just talks about like he went through that and like that was just the start of all the shit that you had to go through and he comes out of it and he's just like I'm so so happy that like I went through that pain and I was un- understand it better. But like, look at the perspective of like, yeah. and he's still pumped, and he's going through that, and you and you're like, you're getting locked down for what six months? This was years. Mm. This was every day he like every day he thought he was gonna die for for over a year every day, mm. and like, and you're getting paid to be in a, a, a room, and like you can do so much self development. Like that's what I did. I like looked into myself. I'm like, okay, yeah. I can't travel. Let's see, like, let's see what I can learn about myself and grow as a person. And like, as soon as you start doing that, it's just like, well, you don't, all this time you get is so, it's so beneficial. And that's mm. what people are like, oh, so, like I say, so many people complain about the situation. I'm like, what can you get from it? Like I had so many moments with COVID where like one example, I was up at Falls Creek and not much of a snowboard or anything like that. But we, we, I was like, I was very lucky to where I got to actually like do isolation. But one day we got a massive dumping of snow and me and um, my girlfriend at the time, Layla Lee, we walked up to the top of like the um, the mountain and we're up on the peak and we're looking around and there's not a single other person up there. And this is like a huge dumping of snow. And I'm just like looking around. And I'm like, I'm up here where like, this is like never probably going to be in this spot again. Like one of the best ski villages in Australia. I'm up there with my girlfriend at the time that I was madly in love with. And we just get a snowboard down this slope together. And I was like, in that moment, I was like, this is so amazing. Like mm. so amazing. And that all came from this like series of events. And it's just like, they can get created through like something that you might perceive as being bad, but can turn in something so amazing. Yeah. And I look at that moment. I was like, Oh, I'm so grateful to have like that moment and then be around those people and stuff. But it's just, yeah, I, I like, I look at, as soon as you look at that good that comes from it, like how yeah. can you put a bad um, notion on like the idea of, of that happening, but that could be with anything. It's just like the perspective you put onto it. Well, it, there's a meditation in the Sam Harris app. It's fucking uncomfortable to do, to be honest. I don't, it's not my favorite one that you do, but basically you sit there and then he says like, okay, imagine 
the like imagine all the things that you have and all the things that you like to have all the things that make your life easy all the things that make this worth living and then you sit there and you're like fuck yeah that feels all right this is good mm. i got a lot of cool shit and he's like now imagine all of that being gone just instantly it's mm. instantly all gone you have none of these things that make you happy how does that make you feel and then you get like this pit in your stomach and mm. then you're just like the reality hits you of like yeah fuck all this shit could be taken away mm. and then from there it's like now imagine that your life is taken away mm. you cease to exist there's nothing else that is going to happen from this point forward to you it's over how does that feel and then you you sit in that feeling and then i'd be content it's like a 10 but it's this 10 minute thing right and then at the end of it you're just like holy fuck man i look at all this shit like i look at all this shit i have and not not just things but Mm. just like i'm alive i get to do this Mm. thing like i can still be happy like i get up i pat my dog like it can give you the craziest perspective Mm. of just how much you have at any moment even if you're listening to this and you're in like what you would call the shittest moment in your life Mm. The fact that you have iTunes or Spotify and the ability to listen to a podcast Mm. is fucking incredible. Mm. So incredible. Like you should be so insanely thankful for that. And you're probably driving in your car that's like going to see probably good people, like all these things, but... You oh, well, you could turn even if you're like let's say you're in that car everything in your life shit all the people shit you could fucking turn to that and you could go to like a, a elderly home a hospice care <laughs> you could sit next to someone that's dying and like help some, it, everything in your life could be shit you could literally make a decision right now if you're listening to this in a car you could turn to anywhere you could go to a fucking salvos and say can I sweep the floor there's so yeah. much shit that you could do to change your life instantly to like give you uh like a feeling of being more grateful just just go do a nice thing for someone in your life that wouldn't expect it Mm -hmm. like right now like the next tomorrow tonight whenever like you listen to this in the near future do something for someone that's just like for no reason no Mm -hmm. reward no no nothing just go do it and then if they're like why'd you do that just be like i just want to do it and i guarantee you that person will probably do something nice for someone else because of your act of kindness there and just keep doing that mm. and like you said like little things can change your life like that it's like but they got to understand you've got to make you've got to you've got to do it that's what mm. people they keep thinking about like oh that won't happen because of this or that and it's like you make the call and everyone's like it's coming up to like new years and how many people make all these massive resolutions going to 2021 i'm like that it's just another day but you will put all this hype around it it's like just do it now mm. like what's like what's the difference between you know what everyone says one day Always, that's code for never. Yeah, it's hundreds. It's like, oh, one day I'll go on that trip. One day I'll like go do this. I'm like, you're never gonna do it. One day, what's wrong with tomorrow? You can make the time. You can put the effort in. You can do it all. But you just need to do it. And as soon as you start to do it, like I said, it just like picks momentum up. But that's what I love about Bridget, man. That Bridget Burt chick. Like when she was in here on the podcast, she's like, oh yeah, I just always wanted to do it, so I just did it. Mm. she's like I just don't wait if I think about something that I want to do she just doesn't wait just knowing that's herself. such a fucking gangster thing and she's like 23 mm. man like I wish I had that attitude from 23 you I, know? Will, I will say she kind of gave me the motivation to do the marathon thing cause yeah I know, really yeah because I like even when I heard that she's just like yeah I just did it and I was like, yeah, well, why not? Yeah. Like, that's the whole thing. It's just like, well, why not just go and do that? Let's see if we can. And I knew running along where I did, there was so many water fountains, so I'd like not completely cook myself. But just think think about a lot of things. It's just like, why not? Because mm. it's like, once you start thinking like that, it's just like, well, 
the reasons I wouldn't do it are pretty shit and I know I'd probably get something good out of doing it so yeah let's do it well that's like Harry when he says that you don't have to do something you get to do yeah. something that's so fucking cool yeah. like that's such a great way to to look at something and even like I hate fucking washing up dishes but like how sick is it to eat off a plate yeah <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. so it's like I get to eat off a fucking plate and this is like that a- comes with having mm. to wash the yeah. plate Ex- extre- Ooh, extre- crazy. extreme example now I just imagine you like lost your arm in a motorcycle accident imagine how pumped you'd be to hold two plates and wash them oh. instantly you're just like oh this is suddenly an awesome thing to do yeah yeah like but it's just like you this could is look- a superpower yeah exactly like yeah. just everything and it's just like as soon I hate the fact that as soon as something's taken away we suddenly want it more but it's just like trying to enjoy all those things before it's taken away like mm. love it as much as you would if you lost it and like you know how you said the thing it's just like if if something that's taken away from you that you love will make you sad when it's taken away you didn't love it you just Mm -hmm. attached to it and I thought that's such a great example for so many things and especially in people like when you've just say an ex-girlfriend or something um, and you're not with them but they got for someone else and you're jealous and you're angry I'm like well you just attached to that you didn't love that person if you love that person if she's she's happy you're happy and that's Mm -hmm. how it should be with like everyone you're with like whether it's mates or whatever like you shouldn't look at like oh they're doing this or they're with that person or something and that's makes you angry i'm like you should just be happy for them like i love friends that i text that don't reply to me really quick because i know they're living life like i'm like <laughs> yeah. like i'm like you're doing something like i oh dude i always call my brother and he always answers instantly and i feel like it's almost like the thing where have you seen um what's the movie with um matt damon it's just like goodwill hunting yeah and he's like every day he drives to his house and he's like one day i don't want you to be at that house like i want you to go out and, yeah, and do more yeah, yeah. every time i call my brother because he answers like within one ring and i'm like i know you answer within one ring because you're always on your phone and yeah. i'm like i want to ring you and you don't pick up because you're doing something like you you're with because you just had a kid I'm like you're with your daughter you're engaged in that because it's like he like like he is pretty invested in his phone and i was the same but i'm like just don't want you to be so invested in that like just be in that moment and like do that but yeah every time i call him i'm just like just ring out ring out once because how often do you have friends and like you you won't hear from them for a while but then they have this crazy story that they've done that's you every fucking time i talk but that's that's what i want man like i want to have these like these stories like i want like i said before i want to get into writing and i want to like well if i'm going to get into writing i better have some shit to write about so Mm. that's like it's almost willing me into like well i want to push myself and like if you want to read the book about the guy that was like at this point in his life where he almost committed suicide to then like finding this new happiness and then running marathons and then overcoming fears and then becoming a world champion then becoming like I want to see that as being my life and mm. I just want to keep and I can see it now like I, I'm making it happen as I go but like I'm creating all that and it's just like I want to keep creating that like I don't I, I never want to come up here and be like what have you been doing and you're like oh yeah nothing fuck all yeah I've done that yeah. working that's what you hear working but it's just like working towards what growing yourself or growing someone else's business like developing yourself becoming a better person becoming smarter becoming stronger becoming more spiritual like you control all those things that's what i want to talk about Mm. like i'll have conversations with people now where i like i just can't relate to it because they're so far off where i'm at and it's just like it's nothing wrong with that i'm just on a different path now where i'm like i'm going forward as fast as i can and i want to keep doing that and then when you're around people that are on the same path and doing the same thing you bring each other up but when you've got someone that's completely off that and you're trying to like relate to stuff and it's just like you, you don't even have any like you've got no drive you've got no energy and it's just like that slows you down and i used to have the mindset where i'm like everyone should get along and you should bring everyone up but like you said it drains your energy like it does drain mm. it a lot and you almost just want to set by example and then even just keep surrounding yourself with people like that because it's just like what is it if if you surround yourself with 10 millionaires you'll be the no nine millionaires you'll be you'll the 10 yeah, yeah and that's with anything man your environment controls exactly how your life 
plays out. And if you just put good people around Because you, you can't be a loser around winners. No, it's impossible. And what is it? Losers lose, winners win. Yeah. It's as simple as that. It's just make yourself a winner. Like, you make that happen. That's not something that just falls into your lap. Like, you create and, everything. And so there could be... There could be a person that, like, comes into your friend group with, like, zero wins on the board, right? Yeah. Like, biz- no no real business, no this, no that. Like, whatever you could cliche call success. But that person could have, like, the most winning attitude. Yeah. And he's a part of the fucking crew. You're mm-hmm. a winner, dude. You don't need any... You don't need anything material to be that winner you know and mm. i think that in jiu-jitsu like that's such a sick thing about jiu-jitsu because you get like you could be this fucking millionaire dude that has like drives to training every day in a ferrari right but you could fucking blow dick at jiu-jitsu mm. and then you get a guy that works for the fucking council in the sewer like doing fucking sewerage and he rocks up in his busted ass fucking ute his geese fucked like because he can't afford a new one and he is a weapon that Mm. cunt is getting all the respect in the world Mm. and that's like that's this thing that is earned like you have to have like a winner's attitude you have to be Mm. doing these things right like there's certain steps you have to take to be good like to be that good at jiu-jitsu to have like Mm. the whole gym looking at you with respect to where they see past any of the physical stuff they mm. see past the job the fucking whatever they just see like they see you holy, as a, yeah, yeah they see you, you like that's you, wow yeah. dude that's yeah. insane and you can be that person like honestly man like JB's a fucking awesome example at this mm. like when JB started working with Sam like he definitely didn't have a lot of shit figured out and he really like I hope I'm not blowing him out with this but like he was he definitely wasn't on the, the path that he is on now mm. like and he's hanging around people that are like killing it in this killing it like object or materially you mm. could say killing it like big bank accounts got this got house got blah 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 jb slots in to the crew of winners mm. fucking way ahead of some of the winners mm. without anything because he's just the fucking sickest yeah. cunt yeah. like there is no you know what I mean you don't and he's kind of an example of a guy that he's almost like that janitor dude that that is mm. at jiu-jitsu and he makes everybody else with a Ferrari look like a fucking mm. loser because he's just that fucking cool of a person and then he gets him like he starts he just started working for Sam like mm. Sam wasn't even really paying him I think Sam like started paying him because he was working he you know what I mean did. like he gave himself yeah. the job and then it's just like you look at what he's done now he just bought a brand new like bike for him. and yeah. he's so pumped with that and so he fucking should be mm. and it's like he slotted in to this crew he made he made his he made like, it happen exactly yeah. and without any of the he could have looked at himself like oh, I don't have a job I don't have this I don't mm-hmm. have that I don't he could have said all that and he could have like retained that mentality like the sum of the parts of his life could have added to his image of himself being like not a fucking winner essentially but like that just wasn't the case with him he just acted like a winner he was around dudes fake that it till you make it fake it till you make it man and just surround yourself with people like that because yeah. he's kind of got a similar backstory to me like small country town yeah kind of upbringing and whatnot and we we live in like the society where everyone like wants to put you down like everyone aims down so it's like you start to do well man and like people and would, people would do that with jb oh for like, sure definitely for people sure. would do that with him eh? and even like, now he'd get it for sure yeah but i was gonna say nowadays i don't reckon he gets it nowhere near no, as much I, because he's like fully solidified himself like he 
and dude, like he's no, I mean from point. like back like back home, oh, like yeah, when he yeah. would go back home. Like everyone Jackson says he goes back home. It's yeah. like you get that mentality, it's like and that comes back to just pumping people up, but people see someone winning and they just want to tear him down. Yeah. Like everyone aims down and like they yeah, it's so annoying, man. Like aim up. Like aim so high up. Like aim past where you think's possible and then just start going the little steps to get there. But I think that's like very in Australia especially, like especially small country towns. Mm. Like no one pumps anyone up. Everyone's like so closed off and just like if you start to win, it's just like what like why are you trying to win? Like mm. what, what are you trying to do? Like you're trying you to think be, you're better than yeah, us. Yeah, you think you're better than us. And it's just like no, I just really enjoy doing this and I've gotten good at it. You should probably do try the same and I'd happily help you. Like, yeah. it's like, but instead of they just like throw this negativity, which is just mirroring their own insecurities about like what they, what they know they can do. But I guess, yeah, man, like we just need to like cut that shit off. Like, yeah. especially in small country towns, like that's when you should, you should have your base of good friends. Like you're both in the same spot. You probably like get along really well if you actually tried. Like you, you've got so much in common. Yeah. And so like Jackson said, he goes home and it's like, I mean, like you're such a good photographer now and just like everything got oh, hand- so lucky to do this. yeah so lucky and everything got handed yeah exactly exactly so it's just like but if instead of like putting you down for doing well ask how you did it mm. like oh I, I'm actually getting interested in photo- photography okay well try this 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 yeah, and this yeah and it's like you say we're trying to help people out build up their podcast if there's more podcasts in Australia people are more like it's more guests it's more interaction it just grows the whole industry yeah but like imagine if you're like no I'm not helping anyone else with a podcast I'm not going to hire out my studio that's mine and that's the whole thing about like giving and what you get back like and it's like you're just doing it because you know it's the right thing but from it I'm sure good shit's going to come yeah, like Renee yeah, Gracie did a podcast in here the other day and I'm like I'm sure that's going to blow up and then that's going to help you in some way because you had her as a guest as well it probably linked back to your podcast people want to know the backstory of what she's doing and everything everybody wins mm. everybody wins but I've, I noticed that man like coming up here that's why I'm so attracted to it up here. It's just a lot more people have that mindset to help other people. To like, it's so weird to even hear that. Like, I've just feel like I've maybe this is luck on my see, behalf that, of where like I have fucking sick motherfuckers around yeah. me, and I. But you know, you could probably go back to where you you trace that back to not being luck. But man, I just don't have to deal with any of that shit yeah. these days. Like, I, there's no one in my life where I'm not like choosing that person to be there and like I can I can control the contact that that I have and Mm. man that if there's anything that I'm lucky for it's that because I couldn't imagine having to go through life dealing with that shit it's dude it's hard like especially coming up like doing what like I got to the point it was I will say sorry to cut you off I will say that it was like that when I was a kid though and maybe that's what I ran from so hard and you got away from it because it was fucking terrible as a kid well, this but is, I just, as soon as I could I just got I just dipped I'm out I don't need any of this you got away from it see even to the point man when I was like I wouldn't say a kid like when I was probably around like 19 or 20 and like started to get like proper rides a massive part of me wanted to just become like a tradie because everyone else was doing it and that was considered the norm like I would be to the extent I would feel like bad that I didn't have to go work a normal job and that made me resent riding because like when I was doing a Boilermakers apprenticeship and training I was like well I can do both and like I'm working and everyone knows I'm working and then I still get a ride and then as soon as it was just riding man I felt like and like you'd get little remarks from people like oh you don't work or you don't do whatever and then that made me resent riding I was like oh maybe I don't work maybe I should just give this up and they had a point man where I was fully like I should just give up racing and just get a trade and be what everyone else is being because I'm like then I fit in I fit into this like because like I didn't 
like I didn't work with anyone directly. Like I worked with teams overseas. So I was like, I was just training by myself. And yeah. Dealing with you're a like company. an independent contractor. Yeah, you're exactly. like a subby to Da Vinci yeah, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. But I don't go to work and have like powwows with people behind like the water cooler and stuff. Yeah. And I don't go like have a tradie life and whatever. So I was like very shut off from like a normal working society. And then to then be like, I guess judged by people saying you don't do anything it's like what kind of mentality are you trying to like breed into like the mindset mm. of like someone trying to better themselves it's like you get put by yourself and everyone critiques that you're not doing what you should be doing I'm like why would I want that and that took me a long time to like fight with within myself to be like I'm doing this for me who gives a shit what anyone else thinks like to that point but like I went to those thoughts where I'm like I'm going to give up a dream because of outside influences mm. and and everyone that was like would be saying like you don't work they would 100% swap their job for what I'm doing but because like they can't or they've got whatever in them they don't but then it's just like I just think back to that mindset man imagine if I just quit at this racing thing because people were just like you don't work you should get a real job and, and I even like let's say you let's say you never win a world championship right if you didn't race mountain bikes you would have never met me we got a great friendship yeah it's just worth it just for Dude. that if my podcast stops tomorrow i got all these fucking sick people that mm. i've had conversations like the the thing that you should always keep perspective of is like it's not even about the thing that you're chasing it's like of all like let's say you don't get any of it there's so much like side benefits to oh. if you like really look for them to where and it's probably what you were saying like if everything got taken away you'd still be happy mm. because it's like you actually do appreciate all of those things that have come from this shit well look at this podcast right now and like I've, I'm like we're gonna put it out there, and obviously you want it to do well because it's your job and all that. But just, just say no one listened to this. Just say the yeah. hard drive melted right now. This didn't go anywhere. Please it's, don't melt. It's it's <laughs> it's still a cool thing. It's yeah. a cool experience. And when you put it out there into the world, it honestly shouldn't matter how it's received, because I'm like, we're chatting, we're putting it out for free, we're learning, we're growing, we're like developing ideas, we're bettering ourselves as people. Like that in itself that's a win mm. the fact that everyone else gets to listen to it for free is just a bonus and then to get a good reaction back for it's another bonus so i'm like you but bef- like i said when i would get on a plane to go overseas that's when i've won when i sat yeah, down in the yeah, seat to talk yeah. about this that's when i've won yeah stop looking at you've won when you've got the, the medal or cross the finish line you've won when you get to wake up and you want to go do that thing that's a win yeah. just waking up being in a cool spot being around good people being able to do things that excite you like that's a win look at all the wins before you actually cross the line and you'll be like oh life's amazing dude you know the one thing i like probably haven't said enough on this podcast i think that the best thing about this podcast is the gypsy gang Mm. i had no idea that that what's wrong mate Oh, is it? <laughs> I thought that when I gave it to you. I was like, if you put it behind, whether it would like flash on it because it's got the reflective stuff. Good work, Ronan. We're we're on to, you're the man. We're on to it. But yeah, I didn't think that that would be the case. And like, I, if you go back, like 180 episodes, I think we've done. Mm-hmm. And if you go back to like the first few, I was, I had like the weirdest fucking the weirdest thing about like no nah, i'm not gonna like read comments i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do the dm thing i'm just gonna mm. put it out and i just want to be normal and blah, blah, blah. like i don't want to get involved in it i could see it getting out of control but hey it is out of control the mm. gypsy gang is fucking out of control mm. like they are the weirdest cunts ever but they're the best cunts yeah. ever like look at the mid 2k thing look at that is the thing that is and I just haven't said it enough like that is the thing that I appreciate the most out of this is there's like a group of fucking people that have come together out of thin air and the best part of it too is like I actually just feel like the the like one of them I don't feel like the fucking 
ringmaster yeah, or the, yeah. you know what I mean and that's like actually the sickest thing is it gets to the point where you feel like fuck I'm just the same as all these other mm. sick cunts like they all just we all like the same sort of shit mm. and you know like you go over time and that's that's like to me actually what the success looks like is like if it never goes like gets any bigger than what it is now but all the people that listen stay like As a on the same page yeah. and everyone's cool and no, you know what I mean like no one's talking shit on each other and we want to go ride and we want to do all this stuff fucking huge win it's like win, that yeah. is insane to to think of a community of people that have all come together where it's like you like mountain bike surfing jiu-jitsu motocross mm. like any of the stuff like however you got here to where you're listening to this mm. there's some common thread that kind of makes all these people get along and even like want to call themselves the gypsy gang like and the, there's a podcast in melbourne they're called the daily talk show and they were like pretty they're like they were smaller and they were just going and going and they had like this the gronk squad and from like the day one you know like they really invested in their community and the um the guys that run it they were just like look man the community is the most important thing that not views and because there was a point in time where i just that was like the most important thing was just like Mm. how big it could be Mm. and then as soon as you shift away from that like they were so right dude like it's so much more about the the community than than anything else it's such a big mixing pot of different people man that's why like i was listening the other day and I was just like, I think the coolest thing now is like, you obviously started with such a moto base, but now it's so many different people on it. So like you, you talk to someone completely different, like, and then like, even just like to say with like Josh Coon with his um, MMA stuff, like I would never have found him that way. Like I found him through the podcast, Taylor Sessler. Like I just wanted to be like, he's going to be like, hopefully my mental coach going to next year. Like you've created that re- relationship through the gypsy podcast. Like, but even like, um, is it Sabia or is it Sabia? Yeah, Sabia. Yeah. Like I brought stuff from like it's just like you connect these people together because like you listen to a podcast and you get such a real in depth idea of how that person works and who they are and you're like, okay, I want to invest either money or time or something into that person and that's exactly what I've done. Like I've invested time into Taylor. He's been super beneficial for how I view certain things or just like start following an athlete and just like get behind them. But you're just you just I guess just give this people this massive voice to then meet new people and like i remember when i think you first did the podcast you were kind of just like what are people like getting out of it or like what 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 do i actually like, what's my purpose here and to do that and i look at like like i said that first story the podcast i did like dude that put me on like the high of my life and like you just created that by creating a cool community of like-minded people and just letting me tell my story and have a chat and like that create like honestly more, more beneficial than like my best world cup results anything yeah anything, that's crazy to think. anything in my whole life like to do a podcast have a chat for three hours and then the reaction i got from people put me on the high of my life and it's just like how like and i guess for you you just be like i'm just doing a podcast but like i could just be riding down a hill and then say some words and inspire some kids to better himself i'm like that's such a cool thing but mm. it's just created out of something so like simple really but like i said the gypsy gang like that was one thing like I was a fan of the podcast to like, but then to be a part of it as well is such a cool experience. But then like, there'd be so many people that listen to the podcast that probably feel the exact same way I do. That's why they listen to it. Yeah. But it's just like, how many people yet yeah, can you bring together from that community? Or I've started talking because of a podcast or got someone thinking about an idea. And like, you always like, you relate back to the mid 2K bill because that's such a, 
you can see it. Like yeah, you can see it's like how, tangible. Yeah. yeah, tangible. You can like see how many people you've actually affected directly that are so driven towards this goal of just being in this community of just making two strokes and having a good time. Dude, that the whole mid 2K thing just doesn't even feel real. Like I can't, I, we're definitely going and doing a race at the island, but man, I can't even imagine like, I feel like that's probably going to be one of the coolest things in my life is the Friday night when we line up all the bikes that everyone's built and they're on show and everyone's talking about like what they did and where they bought it and fuck it was a piece of shit before I got it like that is gonna be like I think that's probably gonna be the moment of of the three years of doing this Mm. podcast where I actually get like a real reality check of like holy shit like this is crazy even the crew that's sending in videos that they've done so far oh yeah dude that's that's gonna be like you know how i had that out of body experience at my 25th exact the you like honestly that's how you create a moment like that Mm. because you put so much effort in you bring so many people together you bring good people and you just be in that moment like that's all i did yeah i just was in a good point in my life i just achieved a goal in the world cups i was meeting good people i was just excited for life i brought everyone together and in that moment i just i i can't explain why it happened i cannot explain why it happened Mm. but it did but something like that mid 2k bill when you're there and you see what you've created and who you've brought together like that brings out new feelings and that's what i said like i reached a new level of happiness like i fully felt new things that i hadn't felt before and it's because of all those like it doesn't just happen like the yeah. two, mid 2k bill doesn't just happen but it, it's not just me either like that's oh, the, everyone and that's yeah that's like the thing i think that makes it really cool is when you realize that it's not you like you just get to witness yeah that, that's what i feels like that because really like it wasn't even my idea it sort of was just I couldn't even say whose idea it was I I know who the conversation it was me and Sam watching a race and then but it wasn't we didn't go right we're going to do this 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 and this it evolved and mm. it, you can't even put it back to one event one person mm. it can't be claimed by anyone and maybe that's why it's so cool as well is it like hey this is literally equal part everybody that has yeah. ever been a part of this show maybe that's why it's so like it's gonna be so cool mm. when is it gonna happen I reckon in probably like January for March or April yeah like I wanna do it right before the MX Nationals yeah cause we could do it anytime now like yeah. the borders are open but the problem is is it's gonna be so fucking hot yeah over yeah. like when the island it gets up over like 40 degrees yeah so i don't want to do it and have it just be shit i want people mm. to be able to like well, actually if you, enjoy it if you run it and it all works out like why not just do it again like, i think i'll i think i'm gonna do the two straight nationals every year yeah ex- yeah why not i reckon like, that'd be sick like and make it a thing like before the nationals start every year like the actual outdoors because like you don't need the best two like a two strokes a two stroke like yeah. if you've got a 2020 husky or ktm or yamaha and you're todd waters or regan duffy fucking race it again next year yeah. like you don't need to rebuild a bike for that every year it's like more about the event itself it'd be funny if more people ended up going to the two stroke event than the actual nationals like it just started yeah. to like <laughs> dwarf the other one you're like oh people are having fun more than just being serious all the time well i don't i'd hope that then people would just reevaluate the nationals and be like, okay, how do we make it? You know, because you do want the nationals to be yeah. like that. Wouldn't even be one of my goals to make it. Yeah, bigger. but like a lot of time when you like don't set a goal, but then it happens, you're like oh, but that should be or even a wake up call. Be like, yeah, okay, I was like, gonna say yeah. then we'd all be like, all right, wait, we fucked up. If this is bigger than this, then we've all fucked up. Yeah, but I think that's just like you get that pushing factor of like someone else to like make you want to do better. Where mm. it's like you need that because it's just like if you don't have that, you're like, well, we're we're good with what we're doing. We've got yeah, no, we've yeah. got no competition. Hey, and you know what that is? 
capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the free market deciding what's better. Mm. You know, so like that, that's just like to circle back, you know, like all of the things that we do is like underpinned in like this system. We operate in this system. And like, yeah, for something like that to happen, hey, that's capitalism. There's yeah. fucking, yeah, the, the market would decide. And then you've just got to go like, all right, cool. We've got to listen to what the market wants and then we've got to pivot this way. The market wants two strokes. What have you... Yeah, the market does want two strokes. What have you learned out of your podcast? The off-track experience with Dinos Machinos. Dude, What's I, been the biggest thing? I don't think there's been like one big thing, but the whole reason I just did it was just to like learn little like life lessons. Like, and the thing is that I... Um, when I started it, I think it was just like, just to learn, just for me to talk to someone. Like I didn't really even think about the mic being there. Like I was just doing it to be like, okay, well I want to learn from an interesting friend or person. And honestly, pretty much everyone I did one with, you'd learn something new about that person. And it's funny how people open up as soon as there's like a mic in there. They'll like, they don't think it's just you. They think it's to everyone. So they kind of change. Yeah. But everyone I've done, man, I was just like, you're ahead of where I am right now. Like, you know something that I don't. I want to learn that. Mm. And in the process of learning that, everyone else can learn it as well. And because you just put it out there for free. So I'm like, everyone's kind of winning. Like I had... Um, I went on... did one with Mitch Smith, which is the guy that started the Red Bull uh, Halfpipe. And he's... What's that? Do you remember the Red Bull Halfpipe? It was like a BMX... The dirt one? Yeah, dirt pipe. Yeah, 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 dirt yeah, pipe. Yeah, 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 So yeah. he's like... He's connected with Red Bull. Absolute legend. Like um, he started actually a, a business called 74 Works and he just does like custom coding for like bikes and stuff. So yeah. hit him up if you... He's, he's already like overflowed with like stuff because he does such a good job. But he actually painted... Um, my gambler frame for me but when I was there I was just chatting with him and like I kind of I already knew him like pretty well but like you know obviously you actually spend a bit more time with someone and I was like you are doing exactly what I want to do with certain aspects of your life and you see things very similar to me so as soon as that like that clicked I was like let's do a podcast because I want to grow myself in that regard yeah. I'm like, and if I think it's worth hearing I'm sure people that follow me would want to hear it oh, I'd want them to hear it yeah. and I was like this is where I'm going this is how I'm growing and these are the people I'm talking to so I did one with him man and he just said a few times he said stuff and I was like I was just I was not conducting the podcast I was just taking on information yeah. and I remember he was saying um, he had a point about like uh, like lying to try and like save someone's emotions or something and like how it was the wrong thing to do and as he was saying it to me it just like related so closely to what, what did he say? He was just saying you just got to be pretty much honest to everyone, even if it's going to hurt them or affect them in a negative way. Like your honesty will be the one that keeps that friendship or that relationship or whatever is alive. Yeah. Like even if you've done something bad, you should just be honest about it. And that could, if you just, if you lie, you're a liar. Like, and then you can't trust someone at all. But You know, one thing that, um, that really changed the way that I think about lying is that if you look at what lying is, telling a lie, so there's reality and reality is the truth. Mm. A lie is actually you bending reality mm. and so now you've stepped out of this reality that's real that everybody's experiencing that's where the truth follows that yep. and then you've just stepped out of where everybody else is into this new reality and then you've got to try and carry on in parallel while all these other people are living over there like in that truth place mm. and then you're in like this lane next to everybody and, and then you've got to try and constantly go anytime this where, wherever you stepped out of reality anytime that gets brought up you got to fucking like ah, go back. I got to go back into this lane and as soon as I started thinking about it like that because I was like fuck who gives a fuck if you lie white lie no one gets hurt and I'm like ooh like, you I get hurt yeah. because now I've got to dip in and out and in and out and in and then if mm. I slip up there's consequences to that lie mm. then then the longer that you're living in this 
fucking cook little reality where you've got to kind of uh, keep these stories going and all this like to facilitate this fucking altered reality the longer that person's living and can get completely blindsided by whatever mm-hmm. you're gonna lie about so as soon as i started thinking about it in that well i got shown that way of thinking i was like oh damn and it takes so much energy some, yeah it, it takes energy to keep a lie going and it just drains you so so much because then you're like oh did i say that did i do that and honestly anything worth lying about you probably shouldn't be doing anyway mm. like so you really think about it if you're doing something you're like i'm not going to tell the truth about this i'm like why are you doing that in the first place like think back to like to that and if it is like because oh like yeah like i get like i mean sometimes a white lie is kind of good but then you've got to live in that white yeah, lie. yeah but then you're stepping out of reality yeah you know at, on any level no matter how big and you should want to be connected to reality like yeah, that's well, the that's like the grounding place because if you extrapolate this out to fucking weirdness what's a crazy person someone that's not living in the same reality as me and you if someone's on the street and they're you're seeing them fucking like talk to themselves and like carry on just completely cooked they're not in the same reality as you are and there is this shared reality like and that's where the truth should be like if everyone's if the if you're being truthful there's no lie there's no deceit then you're like keeping that reality consistent Mm. so like lying's the same as being the crazy person yeah if you take it further and further and further and further and further like if you Mm. keep stepping out of reality to a certain point like a white lie Mm. you're not stepping that far out of reality Mm. it's like a spectrum you know Mm. but then it's like if you say a big lie like you're you're going into fucking crazy town yeah and then how far do you go with that as well like if you tell one lie then you tell another one then you're like well often if you do tell one then you've got to tell another and tell another Mm. and that's the thing but the thing i think i used to do was tell lies to try and like i guess save people's feelings like it wouldn't be i definitely did that yeah it wouldn't be terrible but it's like in the long run you're just postponing the shit feeling like Mm -hmm. it's not it's eventually like everything gets found out we live in a world now where you can't hide shit yeah you can't guys you can't cheat on girls in 2020 no (laughs) so if we're talking about that in that way of line you can't fucking do it it's way too hard just yeah just don't do it it's beneficial for everyone if you don't do it like that's the thing everyone gets this like but then that like you carry that around with you everywhere you go like as soon as you start telling a lie like it's almost just like you're You're disconnected man you're You're disconnected yeah it's like you got study notes in your thing you've got like and a test could come at you at any minute like oh this person wants to know what i've been doing oh where have i been with that girl or what did i say i was gonna go to the supermarket or and then it's just like that stress will just eat away at you man and stress will kill you people don't understand fucking oath this is another thing about trauma man i've i heard that a trauma like a serious childhood trauma takes about or like any kind of trauma in your life takes about 20 to 25 years to turn into a disease Mm. to turn into like an autoimmune disease so like all these people like go through stress and trauma and stuff and they carry it with them like that would turn into cancer that would turn into some kind of health problem that then you'd be like how did i get this and i was like because yeah. you've been traumatized yeah. and then you haven't dealt with it and yeah. then you've carried you stress carry around it. with you mm. dude that's like my parents um they got divorced not too long ago and they were just angry and just like stressful and i'm like i'm just watching these people like kill each other internally through stress and anger and then oh man my mom had one thing she's like this doesn't concern you and i was just like it would be like the only thing that triggered me that fully triggered me the way i was like you can't say that you're going to kill yourself with stress and i'm going to sit around watching like idly by and just be like oh this has nothing to do with me at all yeah yeah and i was like how is that possible so i was trying to fix this thing for ages just like talking to both of them and like dad actually got a fair bit better and kind of started to like open his eyes to certain things which was so so good to see like even one time where i was out at his place and we got a bit of an argument and he ended up going inside and i just remember just being out there like laughing like oh, i'm gonna have to go fix this shit anyway he comes back out and he apologized and we saw it all out and i was like 
you're growing like you're learning some stuff mm. like it was funny how like the old him would have been like shut off go inside I'm not going to talk about it fuck you I'm, you lose I win kind of thing yeah anyway so he kind of started growing certain ways and then mum was slowly getting a bit better but still very spiteful still very like just victim mentality kind of and I was just trying to talk to her and a real weird series of events has happened so my brother went over to see her and I've been trying to like fix this phage and it's like I've done a new approach or whatever you want to call it so anyway I was like trying and trying and trying anyway this night there was just my brother and his um, new wife went over to mum's place and when they were leaving they accidentally run over our family dog and didn't kill the dog but broke its leg and it was in a pretty bad way we everyone everyone loves this dog like this dog's and that's name's ajax and it's like the most renowned dog at like a vic series race because it just would bark <laughs> and just like it's just the friendliest nicest dog anyway they got that obviously when they were together and it was pretty much like as much of a child to them as, yeah, as me and my yeah, brother yeah, yeah. so anyway um so when it got the dog got run over my mum called my dad and they kind of found some common and when i heard yeah. about it i was like i hope this puts my parents anger and whatever into perspective yeah fully so then they mum called dad and apparently they talked for like three hours and just solved everything like no more lawyers no more like divorce yeah. like lawsuit anything they just figured it out and it was like i just like overcome with this like joy of like this this it's finally done and i remember i like i called um i called mom and i was like just just crying with like tears of joy for like finally having this like negativity and this fear and this stress and all this stuff and i like f- f- honestly felt like i talked for the first time in like two and a half years yeah. like i felt like i had my mom back and i was like oh my god and then i called my old man and i asked him how he was and he just he just kind of paused for a second and just goes I think I'm all right now. And like, I, and he didn't realize I just talked to mom and just again, burst out in tears, yeah. like joy. And we just like cried and was so happy. Cause we're like, fuck, like you don't have to be together with the person you've had children with, but like be able to talk to them be, yeah. and, they're, and they're fine now. They can, and I'm like, I don't, I'm not overly stressed. Like, I don't think they've got different partners now and that's fine. Like, that's fine. You go your separate ways, you grow at a certain pace, but don't hate that person, especially someone you've created life. Yeah. With. I was going to say like, it's the side benefits to oh. like we were talking about before. If you take everything away, like, you say the podcast for example like I've still got you as a friend I've still got all these that that might have gotten ripped away and whatever but it's like just go back to the things that Mm. it gave you like everything ends Mm. whether you die with your wife like in the same night on the same fucking bed Mm. that relationship ends every relationship ends and it's like but you can have the perspective of being like happy for the things that they gave you exactly and that's what's like you've given me all this like knowledge and education and me as a person i was like well i feel like it's my obligation to like fix that you like you've you've made me yeah, the person yeah. i am i'm gonna use that to help fix what you guys are and it turns out it didn't even have to ajax just had to get run over and it kind of sold everything but you want this is kind of a trip inside a trip so that happened overwhelmed again with happiness and joy and kind of like just felt this weight get lifted off me that i didn't even realize i had on me and i was just overcome with joy and happiness year to the day for when i had my out-of-body experience really year to the day completely i was like i don't know for whatever reason it clicked with me that i had that same feeling and then i looked at the date and it was exactly a year and i was like what the fuck just happened like honestly identical feelings are just like overwhelmed with joy yeah and just like i don't know why it came down that day but i was just like that's just weird kind of like truman show stuff where you're like that's like some whatever reason so it's like as part of a script yeah yeah exactly but i was just and even with that man like now that they're like kind of they've fixed their relationship it's just a massive part of me that's like not invested in trying to like fix that myself yeah and because of that i'm like now i can it's, it all comes back to like achieve my full potential because I don't have time wasted trying to like well not wasted but I don't have 
extra energy and, and time or whatever put into trying to like fix the relationship with my parents even though it's like not your job or whatever like yeah, I, wa- I yeah. want to do it there's a massive part there and look what happens when they did fix it it's made me feel so much better so yeah. it's like all these like little things have been happening even like you wouldn't relate them just to my racing per se but, but it's, it's gonna help it's a holistic approach um, it's like a holistic approach to like racing yeah. or anything as a person yeah. like everything in your life whether it be brushing your teeth at a certain time or like who you hang out with yeah. or your family if that's all running at a hundred percent like you can do pretty much anything you want because everything is going towards a good goal well that's man that's one of the things that i learned this year through shane the the my yeah, the jiu-jitsu jiu-jitsu. coach man like dude he has he's the guy that told me pretty much that like, he knows me well like he knows my routines he knows my mental attitude he knows me at a good time at a bad time like he's sort of he's got a pretty good overall picture of what i've got going on mm. and then he'd said like you're missing out on on the food and the water thing he's like this is he's like you need to be hydrated and you need to be like cooking your own food and eating good food Mm. and i'm just like bro how the fuck do you think that eating right and drinking water is going to help me get out of financial trouble with my podcast Mm. and then he's like man you've seen it all wrong like Mm. you can't cut uh compartmentalize success Mm. it all of it everything you do all day every day moves towards where you want to go mm. so then i finally just give in i try to do like a meal prep where i'll cook on sundays i'm so not consistent at it yeah but he is like the picture of consistency and like his life just kind of ticks along man and he's just always like nothing flashy's happening in his life too much but he's just like he'll win a jiu-jitsu tournament mm. and then a few weeks later he wins another one and then he's like got this a sick apartment that he's kind of been working towards for ages and then like his academy's gone good and he's dropping like all these things start there's no drastic changes mm. he's just doing the small things it's just right. little things yeah and like i would always attach so like for me my main focus has always just been like business like mm. whatever i'm doing i want to just do more work and do a good job at the work that i'm doing mm. and i had it in my head that if I focus on, so like for in, in my example of this is content mm. and like people can see this, like people can see when I'm like going super hard on content, like that's the output of the podcast. And so, but when you see a bunch of pod, uh, content from the podcast, normally my life is in shambles. Mm. Like my relationships go to shit. Mm. I stop talking to people. Like, you know, like you were saying about the fucking toilet paper thing. Like this is like the one thing that you've like everything else is dull but you, yeah. you, you're fucking using that's, sandpaper to use, wipe yeah, your exactly. ass. And it's just funny even I was talking to like Jackson about that and I feel like it's something that like I honestly believe you've got to it's, it's your whole saying about how you, how you do anything is how you do everything yeah. but it's like even just say the fact of how we move the couches and then set up like the mats for the jiu-jitsu stuff like 100% you're going to use them more now which is then going to make you happier yeah. which is then going to make the podcast but it's just yeah. a little thing like yeah. all that was was moving a couch 30 centimeters against the wall and putting a mat in a different spot and like just that little change which was already all there yeah we ca- all rolled last night like exactly. our whole night like I had the, the sickest fuck yeah and yeah. like and the problem is is like and this is where I reckon I just fucked up forever just out of pure ignorance is the fact that I always thought like output 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 no. like whatever my like I wanted the podcast to do better or the business or the film company or all these things that I've spent my like my life's work since I left school has been mm. trying to just like fucking make it in whatever business I'd go on at the time mm. but it's like I was just so concentrated on that 
I'd let all of my life go to shit, mm. all my relationships, financially, health, the whole deal. And now, like, even, you know, Maddie kind of would give me a hard time, like, oh, you fucking just train in heaps. Mm. I'm like, that's part of it. Mm. This is all part of it. And then, you know, down to, like, honestly, it felt like the meal prepping and the, like, good hydration was like, Shane was right. That yeah. was, like, you just the last little puzzle piece. And then because when all your ducks are in a row like it just it, everything just slows, comes easier slow, like, yeah. and the same thing as you did last night you move those mats it just the jiu-jitsu thing come easier like mm. we all just rolled there was yeah. no obstacles mm. that's, everything that's, was just smooth and like in its place that's the thing i think i'm getting better at seeing like i say like i just see that like as soon as i walked into that room i don't know for whatever reason i saw how like this could work better and i saw the outcome like instantly as soon as i got in there and it's not like, and that's what I try, like I want to be that person that sees opportunities or sees people that have potential or see like a place and be like, how can we make this better? How can I improve your situation? Because I like, and and I want to do it for me. I think that's the best part. Like I wanted to move the house around and like put the mats here and cook food because like that feels good to me. The bit like, and I should be happy with that. The fact that you guys are stoked on it, that's just, just part of the thing. Mm. So it's just like, if you can just do that with, with with anything it just make people stoked on a situation or like see it but it's funny you, you even say like you don't you don't see that like but i that's all i see now and it's yeah. like almost it's great but it's like i my brain never shuts off and i think that's like people that work for themselves or they're an athlete they're like my brain doesn't turn off like yeah. it never turns off how can i get better how can i do which is awesome i love it but at the same time man that's a, like you, yeah, you got to know which way to direct that. Yeah, exactly, and that's or what, it that's, can go to shit. That's that's, yeah. that's all knowing. That's just comes back to knowing yourself, and it, it always went. But oh, for me anyway, at the, at the time now, like the whole social media thing, getting rid of that and being able to know myself better, so then I can actually like do those things and see those um, obstacles that you can. Eat. It's so simple. Like it's so it's right there. You know, it's a small obstacle. You know, if I move it there and do this, I'm like, oh, well, now it's now it's better. But mm. we don't because we don't understand ourselves enough to see that for ourselves. Yeah. But if you yeah, if you can just see more things, like whenever you, because that's the thing. It's like when we, we were doing the jujitsu thing, and you're like, I you don't I don't see the moves. Yeah. Because I see yeah. I see I just see an obstacle kind of thing. But it's like the better you get at it, the more I see, the more openings I see, the more like I can pass there and do that. But that's with everything, man. That's with like the lot, like with life in general. But especially being like an athlete, it's just like you just see bigger things. Like I I eat a lot healthier now. Like I pretty much just just eat like organic everything pretty much nothing processed and all that because i just see the benefit but it took yeah. me that long like it's funny when people or kids ask me like what they should they eat and i was like if anything's got writing on it that they're trying to sell it to you don't buy it like yeah, it, yeah. it's like does he like you look it's just a dodgy used car salesman you know why fruit and all that doesn't have labels and shit on it because good stuff doesn't have to sell themselves they, yeah. they're just good yeah so you don't have to tell everyone how good you are you just be that good person people want to be that's a, a good way of thinking about that think about everything in the that supermarket yeah exactly like look at look at an avocado it's got a writing on it it says buy this avocado it's so good for you it's just an avocado it's just like it's but then you look at all this stuff which is like buy these flashy chips or cereals and Kit it's Kat, all had this Kit Kat oh, that. you and your chocolate you and your chocolate thing i don't Snacks. oh yeah if you've got your thing have your thing but oh man. <laughs> you know another thing and i realized when i started eating a lot cleaner which was like a massive kind of shock to me um, as soon as I just like cut all processed stuff out and start eating organic and just like really being really healthy, 
flavored change for me completely. Yeah, like I've had that happen before. Fruit and yeah. veg, like I would eat like garlic and tomatoes and stuff, and I'd be like, and an apple would be so sweet. And I was like, and then someone would give me like lollies or a chocolate or something, and I'd be like, my brain hurts from a sugar rush. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then it went from like I don't even. And it makes you feel sick. Oh, you feel so sick, and I was like, I don't like. It's when your brain and your body become connected as one. Because mm. imagine if you put your brain in front of your mouth. Like imagine if everyone that like looked at food they wanted to eat but put their brain in front and be like, oh, that's not good for me. But instead they eat it and then that goes through and then they're like, oh, wait, that's And then it hits them. And then it hits them, yeah, yeah. yeah. Put your your brain in front of your mouth and you can change it. Man, I don't understand the chocolate thing with me even, eh? I fully don't get it. (laughs) It's like a block a night, like a big big cadre block. Yeah, 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 it's a lot. I don't don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, though. I like it. I can't even tell you. Oh, fuck a while. Yeah, more. Oh, longer than a year. I like it. Like, you don't even want to break it. You just like, no, nah, that's my thing. No, nah, it's not even a bet. Do you yeah, want to break yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's what. That's what's curious about it is because like I don't know that I, like I don't really know that I want to stop it hasn't doing you it. in any way. Yeah, that's but that's the thing is like it's very curious to me because like I'm wondering, like I'm sure there's people out there that or, like health people who are like, dude, even if you're fit, even if you don't put on weight, don't eat that. Like mm. it's that's bad for you, and that that probably makes sense. But yeah, I'm like, where am I like, where am I overlooking this? Because objectively speaking, it doesn't make sense to do that. And I don't really do anything else that is like that bad for me. But I'm like, where, you know how I was saying like you can intellectualize things and overcome them. Yeah. It's like, where am I doing that with this? I'm actively looking for the moment that it hits me. and I'm like, I'm not going to do that anymore. Do you even think like you just, I know it's bad. It's bad. Let's just keep doing it though. Like it's like, I can have one bad thing. Like, yeah, I don't I honestly don't even know. I just like it. I just like it, and then I good. and then I do it. And you just do it. I feel like I got the same thing for girls, man. Like I know I'm like so like distractions, and like I know this is going to turn out to be like something bad, but it's just like, but it's good. So mm. You just go back into it. I know that's different than chocolate, but it's the same. Nah, thing. honestly, I reckon it is the same thing. Like I definitely had that with girls, like especially when I was in America. Like mm. oh fuck, the time I wasted on chicks, yeah. dude, is just like out of control. And that's what this year's been pretty gnarly for. Is just like none of that shit. And what you can get done, <laughs> like that's, yes, that's dude, the, what I can get done. That's the thing when I come up to Burley, man. I'm like, there's just distractions any everywhere. Like just beautiful girl after beautiful girl, and like I know I get so invested in like that. And I'm almost up here. I'm like, I can't be here for that reason because I like I just I know myself. But that's good enough that I know myself now to just remove yeah, myself yeah. from the situation yeah. until like I do have some free time that I can come and go nuts and do what I want. Man, but, I just sit. I fucking I don't partake in any of the distractions. Like we're 500 meters away from so much pussy, so, <laughs> so much fucking rack, so much <laughs> fucking yeah, yeah. Like Jacko oh. says, this is Aussie's fucking Changu. Yeah, but like go. I don't go there. Mm. Like and fuck, man, you can. I don't know. I've just for some reason, and I've never been like that. I just I don't know what's changed about it, but like I just can sit in my fucking dingy little room, cave. and I can just yeah, I can sit in that digital cave, and I can just do shit. But like I could not do that in the past, and it's very See, recent. I still did, like if I was living here full time, I'd hundred percent just fall out. Like I would. I feel like I give it a pretty. I put up a good fight for a while, but then like Jackson might be like, "Come to this launch party," and then something would turn into well, something. I did what six weeks. You did six no weeks. Drinking, no partying. Did you go out still? Or? No. Yeah, no. So. no, not really. But like, t- to watch the UFC and shit. Yeah, but no, like. But then, but then you went back into it. Bring your mic closer, Jacko. Not, not really. 
You still, yeah, you still kind of did that one party last week. That was it. See, but that's the thing that could just like that could be the starting block. See, this all right. So this is one thing I don't believe in that. So see how you just said this is the starting point, and so like, so I was thinking about in the other day, like we're talking about people that don't do like heel hooks and shit, Mm. and then they're like, oh, I just don't even want to go there because I can. That's like people that that are attaching something to an experience yeah. mm. and they're going if i do this this ha-, they're attaching yeah. there's so much yeah, that they're yeah. putting I, on that whereas if you can just go like this is just the experience that mm. i like i can just take this as an experience this doesn't have to mean anything mm. this can mean what i want, want it, it to mean. mean yeah and it's like so i go out and so i haven't missed a day of meditation in fucking ages like i've been real real like not even missing a day Mm. and then it started to become a little bit toxic and last night i just didn't feel like it yeah so i just didn't do it and i broke like a mad streak last night and i was like you know what i'm attaching something to this that really shouldn't be there Mm. like this is just this is taking away from the experience you're almost letting yourself down if you don't do it exactly and like so yeah i think that that's a weird thing to do to start attaching like well if i do it one time if i do this Mm. let yourself just have the experience and trust yourself that you know better and that like you're the fucking captain of this ship that there's nothing that you can do that's gonna this is gonna set me if you're a fucking actual alcoholic (laughs) or drug addict like probably don't take that advice but if you're a you know what i mean but if you're just like a level person like don't Mm. cut yourself off from experiences just don't label them and yeah, like yeah. then let that lay out this road work that fucking dictates your future i will say like chicks aside that's not the only reason i'm coming to Burley, but like, <laughs> <laughs> like that, but like i get i get 100 percent what you're saying obviously there's a factor like where i'm gonna base myself like just a better training place but yeah no yeah yeah, yeah like yeah mean. yeah but like it's just when i'm up here man like i just know how i would kind of be it's and, a good look at what's possible with a, an undisciplined yeah thing, yeah exactly you know? like i'm sure honestly the mindset i'm in now and just say the writing and everything else along with being up here was a part of it i would 100 percent move but mm. i just like i know i'm better the somewhere. writing's fucking terrible yeah. it's not good yeah yeah exactly because like so when i first came up i was like yeah i'm gonna move up here i'm like fully looking at houses and everything didn't have a plan like where i was gonna train like i was going to go to taylor's gym that was about it you're half like, thinking about renting a room at mine for a while even. yeah i think you threw the idea around and then i was like trying to make things like how could this work and like very just like honestly just young even though i'm only a year older now but just like that yeah. mentality just go 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 yeah. go and then i guess when i just like settled a bit now and actually know where i want to be and what i want to do that but that's the thing there i'm like well why can't i just get a place up here when everything does work out the way i want it to work out mm. and then you can have that balance of like come up here kind of just lose my mind for a little bit and, and it's just like you, go want, nuts. you want the fucking like you want the struggle to get the thing you oh, don't just sure. want the thing yeah. yeah you want the struggle as yeah. well like and that's sort of you know that's the it's accepting the struggle is like yeah like this what like every time like you hurt a bit more you get that equal satisfaction somehow that people don't want to go into the struggle and they want to have like all the good emotions that can like how good does water taste after you've run 10 kilometers mm-hmm. it tastes so much better than when you just drink it but when you just drink all the time oh water's plain water's boring yeah i can't like, drink water it's so boring yeah but like make it better that was then. me that's why i had <laughs> fucking cottage cordial at 32 years old like a fucking child <laughs> wash it down with some chocolate <laughs> but no, that's but, to wash the chocolate down oh but how like that exactly i'm like go for a run water tastes better yeah exactly like, go hurt at the gym you look better you feel better like all these yeah pull harder 
but like all these things it's like no one attaches a negative with a positive they just want the positive and it's just like man you gotta have both you gotta go through the struggle i heard a thing it's just like for your uh just say imagine you're a tree and like the whole concept is for your <laughs> well it just says for, for your branches to <laughs> be the tree be the tree no it just it was a quote that says for like your branches to touch heaven your roots have to grow down to hell mm. to support you there mm. so it's like you're not going to get one without the other but that's a uh, mac miller head in the clouds uh toes in the struggle head in the clouds yeah yeah that's exactly. the way you want to be like you can't have your you can't be up in the fucking skies without being down mm. in the dirt too no but once you accept that like the struggle is just as good as the success it almost just takes away from it like when i go and like push myself now like when i did the marathon thing and i was sprinting for like the 40 second kilometer like i was just like i was fully like like hurting as you can imagine but like I'm like, what is this showing me? Like, how how far can I push my body? And then it's just like, you're not like, you're not in this struggle. Like, I was just focused on breathing and just focused on the feeling that I was in. I was not like, and I didn't attach a negative to it. I just attached that this is a feeling. Mm. And as soon as you attach it to like, not a negative, like I've been trying to do a lot more breath work as well when I like go running and riding and just like, don't like obviously you're going to sprint or you're going to run you're going to get tired but don't be like oh i'm so tired and start thinking like a negative thought just feel your body Mm. so i'll be running i'm like focus on just breathing just breathing nothing else just breathing and your body will slow down because it's it's what's going to happen but if your breathing stays consistent you just stay in this mindset of just like well i'm going to slow down that's fine but this isn't bad i'm just slowing down because i'm getting tired because that's all my body's capable of but I'll just start running and like sprinting up a hill as fast as I can and I'll get to the top and I'll be fucked but I won't be like oh I'm so wrecked I'm so tired I'll just be like in that moment just mo- feel the yeah, feeling just yeah just in that moment and as soon as you can do that man like that's that's getting closer to that flow state because if you can just be in that like that's you're just in that moment and I really the thing that kind of like sparked that in me was I started um, doing 100 meter no 500 meter rows and I remember one night I got on and I was like, just focus on your breathing. Don't focus on the number on the screen. So I close my eyes, start rowing as hard as I possibly can because it's like a minute 30 sprint or something. Anyway, I start sprinting and I'm like, I feel good. Like I've been sprinting for a while now and like I'm just not getting tired. I'm just focusing on my breathing, not focusing on the screen at all. As soon as I open my eyes, my body just goes in this instant panic because I had maybe like two, 300 meters to go instant panic my breath start to pick up my heart starts to race everything just goes into like this tight lockdown mode and then i just quickly shut my eyes again and then just pull myself back out of it and i ended up doing my fastest i think i did like a 124 for 500 meter sprint and that's like the best i've ever done and i had my eyes shut for most of it and focused on the internal not not all the external like the and it's the same as with downhill man like i'm against the time like it's 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 timed you're mm. not and everyone says this thing it's like you're not where you need to be on a race like you're always like just behind like you need to always be i'm like you're exactly where you need to be and you're exactly in the right place you're that, exactly where you are exactly and like that's it it's like you're in the right place at the right time doing exactly what you should be doing and just be calm in that moment and just get it done yeah. and if you can be in that calm spot man and you can like it's just like I said, the, the whole flow state, and like it's it's like you were saying, it's like everything can be so crazy around you, and you've just got to be so precise on like when to pull or when to like hit a root or when to do all that. Like you need to be so in that there's moment. There's no room for other shit. No, there's nothing. So if you can get into that mindset, man, like there's you see and you see athletes do it so often, they find that, and then they just they just pick up momentum and they just become like honestly unstoppable because of their mindset. Mm. It's like you see someone win, and they don't stop winning nothing's changed like their preparation didn't suddenly change they're still the same person exactly exactly but their mindset and that's what i'm like so excited about now because i'm like i've never had a mindset like this i've never been in this point where i'm just like i'm 
so driven and so happy and so excited and all these things. And I'm like, well, what's what's going to be the result of this? And mm-hmm. that's what I'm like. And that's every day. I'm like, well, let's just get up. Let's just get up and like, do what we need to do. Keep this mindset. Set like safety nets in, in, in place. So if I start to like fade back that I can just pull myself back out. That's like the whole thing of like I'm on a high, but I want to go talk to Taylor because I want to stay on a high. I want to like be around good people because I want to stay on that high. And if it all comes together, like if everything that I know I can do and I know I will do comes together, I'm like, what's the end result? Like, what is it? And I have no idea, but Mm. I'm so driven to find out. And it's just like, if I can get other people to think that same way, man, like you can do what you want. Like you can do like anything. And this is the thing I truly believe anyone, no matter who you are, no matter what you're doing, if you have a goal, you can achieve it hundred percent, 110%. And I just like, I believe that with everything. And I, like I said, like I'm not, I'm not special in any way in any way whatsoever but I've just fully changed my mindset to this way of positivity and achieving a goal that I've set and now I'm just going to do everything in my power to make it happen and if if I can think like that you can think like that and I hope anyone listening to this right now just has a moment and be like because you've probably got 10 things on in, in your mind right now that you want to achieve I'm like just pick one of those and start working towards that tomorrow or tonight or whenever just put a little bit of effort in write an email get up an hour earlier like just do something because that's like get up an hour earlier and just put like that hour into just developing yourself into like a new job or skill or anything you want to do and like that will just take off because it's just like you get that momentum and like i talked to my housemate today who's just like he's been tiling for like 10 years same as same as us like been working hard at it and now he's just like he started up a new business and he's like these wheels start turning i'm like like that's it like you're doing it now like you it's taken so long but like you are making the moves now and it's so nice to see he's happening he's like he just actually did, i don't you probably wouldn't know the girl but the girl called um alex nation she won the bachelor a few years ago anyway they met up on a cruise in um in croatia just randomly and this so this is kind of off topic but it just goes back to um she was like obviously real famous from um the bachelor and he met her just completely didn't know anything about her and they got along so well and then as soon as he found out that she like won the bachelor and had this status symbol and like fan base he was like oh why would she want to get with me kind of thing Mm. and it changed the whole Mm. perspective of it and it was funny because it like she would want to hang out with him and she was really interested but he almost just pulled back because he's like well why would you want to be with me like i'm just a tyler from from like Oberudonga or beachworth or whatever you want to say um and it fully changed his idea of what they were going to be and now they're like fully met like madly in love and like it's so nice to see and they're just so good for each other like really good people but it's just like he's got that and then he's got these businesses but he's creating all this mm. and it's so good and that's what i said about i'm like you and me are like he's a bit older he's 31 and i'm 25 but like we have we're at this point in our lives and then when i catch up with you guys i keep being around people in that point in their life where it's like yes this is go time like let's make it fucking happen and i just like it just keeps happening and it's so 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 good to see but that's what every like everyone can be in this moment now everyone can like that's working their job or doing it like this is the moment where you start to change everything like this is the moment where a goal you had in your mind years ago or days ago whatever this is when you start to strive towards that because why not like why not what what why wouldn't you do it if it's in your head and you've got it there and you truly believe that's something you want to do do it Mm. like why wouldn't you do it i guarantee you you're going to become a better happier person for trying to tick off a goal that you have in your mind right now and that's just it's just just yeah do it like what 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 else are you going to do and believe in the cost of not doing it oh dude because that that's a tax on your soul that you have to pay every day that you don't do the thing that you you know you should do i had a fear when i was i was in newcastle and i was like when i was just not looking at Instagram or anything anymore. Like imagine if I look back when I'm 60 and I didn't achieve my full potential because I was just looking at my phone. Like imagine being a 60 year old guy or 80 or whatever in a nursing home. I could have been a world champion, but instead I want to scroll Instagram. Like how shit would you feel? 
And as soon as I stopped looking at it, I was like, oh my God, imagine seeing that. And I know now that that's not going to become me because I've gotten out of that world. I don't want to go back into it. But it's just like anything, like imagine looking back and be like, I didn't achieve a goal. I, I didn't do something I was so passionate about because of some small insignificant thing that you think you can't live without, whether it be a phone or a person or a place or a time or something. It's like you attach that I can't do it because of this. And it's just a victim mentality that's terrible. And mm. we're so programmed to be like, poor me and I can't do it because of this and that. And I'm like, bullshit, you want to make something happen, you make it happen. And that's something that's always instilled in me. Like my dad was always like, I don't care what you do as long as you do something mm. and just, and do it properly. And that was also another, cause if you, I think I've said it to you before, it's like, show me the, show me the great man. That's the son of a great man. And that was always something that I think played on my mind. Cause I consider like what my dad's done pretty great. Like he invented a uh, sawmill and sold that around the world and got to travel. And he just, he lives a free life. Like he lives a free life and does what he wants. And he's just, it, it, people fall in love with him. Like he'll come to a world cup and like, Greg Minard is like his best mate and Eddie Masters like they all love him and they're so attracted to that and I think like I looked at him as a great person then I was like well I and he instilled that in me and I was like mm. that's such a hard trait to like be so like so successful and driven and then instill that into someone to be the same because I could have just been silver spoon put up my ass and just and not had any growth he like it was I wouldn't say tough love but he definitely made it at the point that like you need to like you need to do stuff you need to push yourself and I'm so happy he's instilled that even times when he was like making us work a certain so hard and it's just like you don't have to like in in my head I was like why do we have to work so hard and why do we have to Mm. do that and looking back I'm like best thing best thing that couldn't happen to us or happen to me and my brother and oh it's just a it's a cool thing to like look back at, at someone to be successful and then have like I, I i hate to be like i'm successful but just where i'm at right now like I owe, I owe so much to like to that and that's the whole thing about being a mentor like if i can then like i i that's look at that knowledge. as being yeah exactly like I'm, i was lucky enough to have parents like that that did did give me so much knowledge and help me develop as a person so why wouldn't i not give that back to as many people as i can like mm. why not try and instill something into someone that makes them go outside themselves or like become great in their own way because everyone does everyone fully has greatness inside them everyone everyone if they want to and it might be something small but and that other people might not see as having the same value as say being like a mountain biker or whatever but if you you're really good at something that's okay like you can be really good at like making gloves or or being a singer or whatever it is but like just know that you can kill that and that's your thing and Mm. then just go after it like change your life like it's everyone can change their life at any moment any point change who you are now to who you want to become and you make that decision and it's just like you need to make that decision every morning so like I'll wake up if I go for like I'll wake up and I'll put that um Kanye West song on it'll start playing and it's like can we take this higher and I was like fucking oath we can take this high like how high can we take it but every morning you got to make that decision and it's gonna suck you're gonna have shit mornings you're gonna have good mornings but it's like every day you just need to get up show up and just make it happen and i believe everyone can do that and it just takes a moment in time could be an out-of-body experience could be just a moment in the podcast you could hear something you could read a quote you could be whatever but like you need to feel it and do it mm-hmm. and no one can make you do it you have to do it you need to get up you need to look at yourself and be like what do i want out of this life what can i what can i give back to this life can i be alive can i spread good energy can i just become a better me and it's like everyone can do that everyone and that's all i want to make like people understand like i'll be happy if like if you hear this and you just go i want to better myself in a little way a big way whatever it doesn't matter just be a little bit better live a little bit more tell someone you love them go on a trip do something just like explore what's possible and what you're capable of if you can do that happy man happy man life's a good thing but have you read the book uh, The Four Agreements nah I haven't great book really yeah, Nick Park passed it on to me and changed my life oh, 
So Dude, um, that excites me now. Like I, I used to be so like scared of book, love it. books, but yeah, I'm, I'm fully on yeah. that wave now. Yeah. But how good's that? Just like sharing that knowledge with someone that's like, you can, you know, where someone's at, and you're like, you need this. Yeah. Like this is like I started reading that book, um, The Rise of Superman. Yeah. I'm like three pages in. I'm like, this is exactly what I want to need to hear yeah, right yeah. now. Like I'm like, well, you can. I think too. Like I always, I feel like every book I read, I'm like, fuck, I needed this. Like right now. Yeah. It's literally there all the time. Like all of the info like you can that's why i think podcasts are so great like you you can find a moment in something like if you stick with it long enough mm. that can resonate and hit you like i needed to hear that and it's almost like um, you always need when to hear it well it's like when the student is ready the teacher appears yeah. mm. now you always hear that so like everything is a teacher if you're ready mm. every book is a teacher every person mm. can be a mentor like you've just got to be like ready to be the mm. student and i think that that's what with things like podcasts and books you always take something out of it because just the act of doing it the very practice of sitting and giving yourself to a book or giving yourself to a uh, a podcast or giving yourself mm. to a meditation session you're allowing yourself to be that student for mm. the teacher to appear and if you don't ever give yourself the permission and the time and the space to be that student like when how when's the teacher supposed to yeah, appear you don't grow i guess that all just comes down to ego like you gotta you're be really open to it you gotta yeah. open yourself up yeah but that all just drop that ego yeah like the ego is not doing anything for anyone like it's just like i i, I know everything i don't need to learn anything it's like yeah. like that's fully ego and as soon as like you say you drop that and you're like whoa i don't know anything like and then once you get to that point that's when you start soaking in the information and you put yourself around people you want to know stuff about because mm. like even for me like i look at what i know now compared to when we did the podcast the first time and i'm like i thought i knew stuff back then and now i'm like whoa and then it's just like oh, i'm yeah. scared to listen to the fucking first podcast because i would go back and be like who the fuck did that guy yeah. think he was <laughs> like is he serious nah oh, it's but it's how funny is that like a year, a year yeah, what, yeah. What, you, what you can grow how you yeah, can, yeah how you can grow in a year and like who knows like i just get excited for that because like you just keep yeah growing. that's the thing that's cool is the the potential for your future then like once you start giving yourself some shit and like uh whether it's like you start getting better at motocross or jujitsu or your business gets big once you start doing that for yourself then you give yourself a taste of what's possible in the future mm. and like even with the the like readings a big thing like that with me and same with meditation they're things that i can do when i'm old mm. and it's like even if i suck now like let's say I object it's hard to suck at meditation or whatever mm. but i'm like fuck imagine how good i could be at 65 like mm. i could probably just be a dude at 65 like if i stay consistent where i can literally just like peace and yeah. i just go and sit in the backyard on a rock for a day like mm. that's a it might sound weird or whatever but that's like a cool thing to be able to mm. go from forget about what the end result is that the end result is sitting on a rock in a backyard for mm. an hour what what the thing you should pay attention to is how far you were from that at the start mm. so like 10 minutes is torture of sitting in a room with like a guided meditation and that's like super difficult and then if you fast forward to the point where you can just sit on a fucking rock in a backyard for a day mm. the the what you would have had to overcome yeah to go from there to there is like psycho to comprehend mm. and it's the same with like you at your boxing and like mountain biking everything that you do what it makes it sick as fuck is not the jiu-jitsu black belt 
not the world title, not the fucking, the end result of like being able to meditate for a whole day. It's like when you do something that good and then you have the perspective of like what it took to get there, mm. like that is the, the gnarliest part. And then I think that it takes like a little bit to you you've got this like hump you that you've got to get over but then now like with yeah with writing and with you know reading and all this shit like that's what excites me like that's why i keep all my books like right in front of me where i work because it's like a reminder it's just like dude imagine this whole room mm. and imagine what you'd know imagine the knowledge you'd be able the to get experiences back. Yeah. that you've had along the way like and even it's now i've got like this big stack and i forget i forget the ones i've read mm. but then i'll see like i'll look at a different one i'm like oh fuck animal farm that mm. was like the weirdest book yeah. ever and you just get like taken back to it but yeah it's just like the the once you see a little bit of progress then you can just see like this mm. prospect of what is actually possible in the future well it's funny how people get worried about getting old and i was like that is the good shit in life like that's when you like i look when i was in byron like schoolies was going on and there's a few people sitting like just down the beach from me i was just listening to their conversation i'm just like what are you talking about? Like, I just, I was so far removed from that. And like, I like I remember when obviously I was in that kind of mindset or other, I'm like, but then all these people like, I wish I was young again. I'm like, why? You don't know anything. Yeah, you yeah. can't experience things properly because you don't understand them. You don't <laughs> understand. So you don't understand yourself. Like it's all these like drunk kids on the beach. Like this is the best thing ever. But I look at that now. I'm like, that looks terrible. It's like just yeah. drunk people falling over making noise. And I'm like, and this is yeah this is the time of your life yeah schoolies were sick I'm like you just passed that on a beach I'm like <laughs> I, I went and met a heap of new people had a good time new experiences and now I'm getting invited to like come to some like island or go snorkeling or just do something mm. cool that's life like that's living but it's like funny I was like oh, I wish I was young again I'm like I wish I was young. I, like, it'd be cool if you just did, like, the Benjamin Button thing so you learned and then you were like... Yeah, yeah, I, get, yeah. I, get, I get the whole idea you want to be healthy and fit and young, but you can be that and be older as well. Yeah, that's true. Like, it's the thing. Everyone has this idea. It's like, oh, I'm not young anymore. I'm like, can you still walk? Can you still, like, exercise? Can you still do all that? It's like, if you can, then... And you can't be bummed if you've treated yourself like shit along the way. Yeah, You're yeah. Like, it's like you've, you've yourself inflicted it, for sure. Mm. But, yeah, I look at getting older now, man, and I'm, like, excited. Like, I think that's the thing. It's like... I think that's why I get so angry at people just like, oh, I wish 2020 was over. I'm like, just be excited and right now and what's to come like don't be so like set on like oh i can't wait till it's over i'm like yeah well you're never getting that back no nah, yeah it's, it's, gone, it's gone it's gone, gone. Yeah. yeah it's it's crazy and then it's just like even with that getting older thing it's just like just accepting and going through it in such a nice way like you know remember how i had the um comparison of just imagine um you're falling from the sky with a parachute you pull your parachute it doesn't eject it doesn't go out would you rather be the person panicked, freaking out, falling to earth? Or would you rather be the one that just goes, okay, didn't come out. Let's just let's just relax for this next however long it takes till I hit the ground. Now, you can look at that scenario as we're all falling from a plane with a, without our parachute pulled because you all die at some point. So it's like just because you're falling at a different speed, like our speed's so slow that we don't relate it to like the idea of death. Yeah. Like we're all falling. So wouldn't you rather be falling in a nice, relaxed, calming way or the person that's panicking and scared about getting old and dying? The result's the same at the it's end. It's the exact right same. Analogy. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to hit the ground. You're going to die. We're all going to die. In that meantime, let's chill out. Let's be good to everyone. Let's have a good time. Do what you love. And like everything will work out well. And don't be so like everyone gets so like... Like I understand the whole idea of death as being a th- uh, as being a negative because they're not here anymore. But I really look at death now as not something that's like an endpoint. I don't think you die and it's done. I don't think it's just lights go out, you're not here. I really believe you can't kill consciousness. I think once it's here, it's here, and wherever it goes, who, I don't know. But I'd rather look at it. 
once you die, and I've heard I've heard um, people say that people get brought back from like they'll mm. die, they'll, they'll physically die, and they'll be brought back. And Are they, you telling me about this podcast with the doctor dude? Yeah, do, yeah Doctor yeah, Zach yeah. Bush, and he said yeah. he, he was in a hospital one night and had three people that died, and they brought all three back, and all three of them said, "How like why did you bring me back? Like I went to this place where they said they were." They felt connected with everything. They felt accepted. They felt just like over, like they lost the pain. They were just in like this overwhelming sense of connection with everything and everyone. And I was like, that's probably what it is then. Like, mm. why wouldn't it be? And it's like, we, we don't know, but we put this, we put this sad dampener on it because it's like, they're not here anymore, which is, it, it is sad, but it's sad because you have, if you look at it as being sad because you don't get to see that person, but if you look at it instead as like, they've just lost their frail body. They're not in pain anymore. They're just their consciousness. They're not, they're not here suffering. And they're like, then they feel accepted by everything and everyone. Then you should be happy for them because they've found this new place. It's like, they don't have pain. They don't have discomfort. They don't have anything. They just have acceptance. It's like, as soon as you see that, I don't like, I, I, I'm going to miss people when they pass away, but I really don't believe that like they're gone. Like mm. they, and it's, it's a whole idea of people put it, I say heaven or whatever you want to call it. I don't know if I believe in heaven, but I believe in like, you go back into the earth, you go back connected and you come up in some way. Like, ha, like how, how, like where do we come from? And like, how are we here? It's like, you came out, out, out of the ground somehow over like years of evolution, you die, you go back in the ground, you could come back as a tree or a plant mm. or anything. You just, it just replenishes itself. It's a life cycle. So if you look at that, it's like, yeah, your consciousness is not here, but you might go in like a new, new part of life in some way. And I just, I just don't, I can't look at it as a negative anymore. Cause it's mm. like, why look at it as a negative? We don't know. It's like, it's like if we had like the, the mouse in the box on the table, if you go, um, like what's in the box, but you have no idea. Why would you want to put a negative thing in the box? As soon as you lift the lid, it could be anything. Yeah. That's a, There should be no thing. In yeah. The box. It's just like, like, it's, like, it doesn't matter. Exactly. It's like, you're not in here any, you're not here anymore. That makes me sad because of the connection we had and the feelings we were able to like put across to each other. And that is something that I'm going to miss. But, but the thing is, is like, so for you to attribute like let's say if your mate dies and you're like oh i missed the the things that we could do blah 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 like the moment you think about even if he was alive it's it's the same thing as even if he was dead like mm. unless you're with the person in that moment like the mm. moment's the only thing that you're missing like mm. everything's in the past even <laughs> if they're still around any happy memory like you you lose the perspective of like doing another thing in the future but even the thing that you do in the future when you can actually experience like you know thinking about that that's in the past so it's like mm. w once you, you've had that one thing like that should be enough because you just do the same thing with the same person in the future it all looks the same through yeah. the lens of the past like you can't ever you can't ever look back on anything mm. without it being the past you know what mm. i mean mm. and i think just yeah and just enjoy enjoy what you did have in the past like with that person like don't focus on the not having them now. And mm. like, I think that's, it comes back to you, like in like comparisons to see for joy. It's like comparing what you had with that person. Now they're not here. Yeah. And that should not take away from that. Like, and that's what happens with like, cause they're not here now that somehow takes away from the time when you, yeah. when they did have them. It's just like, just like stop for a second and just be like, okay, well they're not here. I like, and then the feelings that you should get from that just should represent how much you did care about them. But just then think about the things you did have together. Think about what you did get to experience and just be happy for those moments that you can remember and cherish and whatever else you want to call it. But be, be brought up by them. Like it's I like, it just seems like, why would you like, imagine, imagine if um, like, everyone if you did pass away and just say you would be at your funeral or whatever like wouldn't you rather see everyone mm, happy, so yeah. happy like i have like an image of like i just want everyone if i was just to pass away at my funeral just to be pumped to be pumped that i had like a, a positive influence on their life in some way and i did something good for them like 
and I, I like obviously people are going to be sad at that but I just want to see people happy man and it's mm. just like and then see that I created that happiness by just being me and doing me and that's like imagine if I could actually just say like one thing like if you die but you can say one thing it's just like don't fucking be sad be yeah. happy that yeah. you got to spend time with me because that's what I want out of you yeah like imagine if I just rocked up here and you were just like oh man I'm so bummed like like oh, I thought you were dead kind of thing I'm like don't be bummed I'm like yeah, be, yeah, be yeah. pumped like not pumped that I'm dead but like pumped that you got to experience yeah, me while yeah. I was here yeah. but it's a hard thing to like switch your mind because um, a guy called Harry McAuliffe was um, just a guy like a childhood um, I don't know you call him he was a guy who went to like massages and stuff he's like family friends and just, just a super happy nice guy and anyway he's um, it doesn't look like he's going to probably live past Christmas and like my dad told me that and he's just like I'm pretty bummed and I'm like oh, like I'm I'm gonna miss him like he's gonna be like it's gonna be sad that he's gone but like I just try and think of all like the good times and all the, mm. the good memories I had with that person like he was a good like I, I don't have one bad memory of that person not one bad memory it's like all I relate to that guy is happiness good energy goodwill and I'm like that's what I want to strive towards being someone like that that you can't pick a bad thing like, and it's like you create that he created that for himself and it's just like he, he will be missed I would be sad that he's not here, but I'll also be so happy that I got to experience a little snippet of his life in like little increments over my life. I'm like, that's a positive. And I just am happy in that, that I got to experience that person in that capacity while they were here on this earth. So I'm like, just look at that stuff. That's the good stuff. Well, Dean Lucas, Jackson O'Brien, I'm glad I've got to experience both of you. <laughs> it's been a good week. Let's not die. Nah. Because it's just good to keep doing it. Keep spreading good stuff. No, yeah, man. So glad. I can't wait for part three of uh, the Dinos Machinos Gypsy Tales podcast Mm. experience. And uh, hopefully, it's just, I reckon, yearly thing. You know, know annual thing. You know what's funny as well? When you asked me if I wanted to go on, I almost said no. Really? The only reason I said no, because I was like. Well, yeah, we didn't really even plan this. I just sort of asked you to come back. I just came up and I wanted to hang out, just, just to hang out. And you're like, do you want to do a podcast? And I was like, I'm not ready. Like that's what I'm like in the in the fact that it's funny because I like the whole idea of like when I first come up, I was clever. I thought I could change the world. Now I'm wise. I just want to change myself. Like I, yeah. I feel like I need to just be doing work within me. And then I was almost going to be like, well, give me an, like give me the next year, and I'll come after. I'm like I've done what I think I can achieve. But then you just like we'll just have a chat, man. Again, like, that's that whole like you're attaching something to the experience and yeah, you're projecting yeah. way into the future yeah. instead of just having the experience yeah, itself. Yeah. Like you can have the experience of anything without attaching mm. to That's, it you yeah. know but when you said like we'll just have a chat i was like i'm in a good mindset i'm in a good place like why not it's gonna be cool i just like talking to my friend exactly that's what i mean don't put so much emphasis on it but yeah. i still did i like i get nervous about this because of like the impact i think it did the, the first one and i was like I yeah, wanna, yeah i want to replicate that like yeah. honestly like i probably didn't look that nervous but I honestly reckon I'm more nervous for doing a podcast like this and projecting my thoughts and how I feel than doing like a World Cup race run. Yeah. Not even not even joking. Like that first one we did, man, I was like, not, I wouldn't say stressed, but I was like, I need to sleep right. I need to like eat yeah. good food. Even like the other day, like I did the house stuff and cooked food because I wanted to better this experience. Like, yeah. it, like if I was at a World Cup, of course I'd eat good food and I would sleep yeah, right, yeah. like all those things. But this is like, can be considered the same as a race run it's like how much importance you put onto importance yeah. you put into it that's cool i appreciate the respect that you give it yeah exactly like like it's is, a big thing cool. man like it's like i said you've taken 10 over 10 years to create this like i want to get everything i've got into it and yeah. i know how much you people can get back out of that so i'm like 
yeah, take it as take, take it as serious as anything else I do in in this world. Well, I'm stoked. Old Snacko was able to Thanks join us as well. Yeah, it was Thanks great, mate. You kept pretty quiet, but um, hey, I'm just soaking up the experience. You're a fucking lord, mate. Appreciate oh, you. World's me. best roommate. Everybody, don't mm. fucking steal him from me. Can I just thank one person that? Well, can I just thank Scott Bikes for actually just like keeping me on board as well? Fuck yeah! COVID, thank whoever you want. COVID Tell everybody. Happened. Yep. No, I just wanted to like put him out because like, we didn't really get like we we I guess we ref- referenced mountain biking, but. Didn't really dive much. Well, I didn't want to though. That's the thing. It's just like um, it's it's how I said I define myself as not just being a mountain biker. Like I'm just I'm Dean Lucas, and I'm just like, like you said, one of a kind. Like I just rather be that person, not like so driven on being a mountain biker. But yeah, just thanks to Scott. Like those guys have been awesome. We're actually dropping like a pretty big video. We did um, me, Jared Sinclair, and Riley Matthews. We went and shot like a big project that's getting promoted. I think next week. So that's going to be really cool and it kind of dives into where my mindset is and like where it started to build and it's just like me training around home and we linked to like Mount Buffalo and Bright and um, yeah. Falls Creek and it's yeah. just like it ties in so well to like I went to isolation at Falls Creek I'm living in Bright now and I kind of like found myself again at Buffalo yeah and it's just like they're all so close together and they're so like they're so close to me personally and now we've got to shoot this amazing video and like push it out and it just kind of like builds in this story of what's to come so it's cool to have the podcast as well with it so it's just like yeah like i said where can we take this and where can we go but this is like this is what's happening this is the direction we're going so sick, it's sick. and and snacko where can people find your Unreal. sunglasses uh www.blancheyewear.com and how do we spell blanche so blanche b-l-a-n-c-h-e dot com go cop some sunnies if you want to get some of that burly <laughs> puss that's on offer <laughs> Yeah, the fucking boys. <laughs> and thanks, thanks to Ronan for uh, fucking A plus and Googling today. Yeah, well done. Peace, Gypsy Gang. Later, boys.